to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, coming at you. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Yeah, I'm waiting. Oh, all right. Your intro's lame. Thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us. We appreciate it. Very happy to have you. Show 200. That's right. Las Vegas live. And uh, we're excited to have everybody for this great, great show. 200 episodes. Can you believe it? And the guests are already causing problems. BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension. Vortex Racing. Roost Graphics. X-Brand Goggles. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Pivot Works. Works Connection. Atlas Neck Braces. FMF Racing. W Wheels. Guts Racing. Two Under. Galfer Brakes. KTMPartsExpress.com. And Black Ops Moto. All with you tonight. And uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming by. Gonna have a lot of uh, fun times tonight. Gonna have a lot of laughs. And uh, you can listen to this on Amazon, uh, on this Pulpamex app. You can listen to this on Stitcher. You can listen to it on the uh, archives on iTunes under the Pulpamex Show, of course, which is a lot of what, what a lot of you do. And uh, always, 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 uh, thanks everybody. We have checkout sponsor deals to uh, save yourself some uh, big coin uh, on the show. Taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down is uh, none other than the. Devin Gibbs. What's going on, guys? Killing it? Always. Got a very busy studio show here. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's bring him in. He is our regular co-host. He comes in from uh, Dirt Rider Magazine. He's in for the the show 200. He is Chris Kiefer. Kiefer, what's up? Hey, thanks for having me. It's... uh... Wow, I got uh, introduced yeah. first. Wow, yeah. that's a miracle. Well, you know, you're you're now co-host guy. So, oh, okay, thanks. Uh, also uh, uh, in studio and uh, uh, joining us for the uh, for the entire time is former 125 Supercross champion, the great Travis Preston. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm only here because Chris needed somebody to drive. That's it. That's, <laughs> that, yeah. that's the only reason. <laughs> that's only it. Reason. Uh, thanks for uh, uh, coming in, though. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And uh, we reunited. The original pair of co-hosts for the Pulp MX Show. Uh, they are in studio. And uh, first up, uh, the guy I started this with, the Moto Show, way back, 199 episodes ago. Uh, former uh, owner of Moto World Racing, uh, done a ton of things in the industry. Uh, Paul Lindsay, what's up, Paul? How's it going? Preston's got notes. I don't know what's going on. I'm getting shafted already, right? Preston I look over there, this Preston's is, uh, got notes. I've got nothing. i got I got a Red Bull in front of me. These are KTM notes from earlier. Okay. Preston does right. not have I felt, notes. I felt like I was, getting, I was left out. And why did you have to sit me right next to Kenny? You, oh, couldn't, well. you couldn't have separated us? You couldn't have put us over there? No, it makes it easier for when one of you rains blows down on the other. <laughs> uh, also in studio, he is the RCH uh, team coordinator, general manager, B2B man. The, also the co-host for so many, many shows, Kenneth Watson. Hi. How are you? Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for coming in. Thank Good you. Good times. And congratulations. 200 episodes. It's amazing. It's amazing that he this didn't. This is the Tonus show. It's amazing that he didn't. <laughs> That's right. He didn't kill you, and, and, <laughs> and he didn't kill me by being the, the host. 
It's amazing. Pookie didn't kill me right. driving over here 90 yeah, miles Pookie, an hour on the way from the airport. Right. Pookie hasn't left you yet. It's, that's also this amazing. This is how long the show's been going on. How many dogs have you lost? Oh, dude. Yeah, I think. <laughs> oh, you, man. Don't bring up that. That's how you could tell time. Yeah, if you go by dogs, it's been quite a bit. Uh, Kenny, uh, your appearance on the show brought to you by uh, Fly Racing. Fly Racing, Fly, se- gear. Best out there, bro. Fly Racing Sector Boot uh, represents their entry into the premium off-road boot segment. Uh, 439.95 price. Uh, black, white. Uh, it's got a torsion control system around the ankle. It's got a slip-on inner booty. Positive latch aluminum buckles. This thing is uh, on par with all the best boots out there. And Fly Racing's pumped to uh, include it into uh, into the mix for uh, 2015 and beyond. And I'm sure you'll see this on the feet of some uh, some top, top, top riders in the sport real soon. But right now, Adam Entenap is running it. And, uh, oh, also, too, uh, by the way, um, Kiefer, uh, Pivot Works brings you here to the show. Thanks, Pivot. <laughs> Thanks, Pivot. Pivot Works' premier aftermarket solution for rebuilding your wheels, forks, and linkage, swing arm shock, and steering stand bearings. Best, better, best or better than OE stuff. Grab a Pivot Works kit. Do it right the first time and save some money. 30% off uh, pivotworks.com. Type in the promo code PivotWorksPulpShow2015 upon checkout, and they've been in business for a long time, and we're pumped to have PivotWorks on board with us. 702-586-7857. We're going to give away some X-Brand goggles. We're going to give away a Fly F2 carbon helmet with a special Beam Designs paint job on it. A what designs? Beam. Rob Beams. Rob Beams? No, no. Rob Beam. Jason Beams. <laughs> Jason Beams. Rob Beams Rob, is the Rob, 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 right. trainer. Um, trainer, yeah. Also, too, uh, Watson, you, you have permission to give out a complete uh, RCH uh, uh, Dodge, uh, Saquon Casino, Jimmy John's, whoever else you have, Soaring Eagle. How about, uh, you just make it, how about you just make it simple? What about just an RCH? Clothing package. Just a, a T-shirt, hoodie, and a hat. That's and, awesome. And it gets to be brought in by Fly? And he gets really? to be brought in I, by Fly. I get, I get the other. <laughs> I, I didn't even get a choice in this. I would have gone with Fly. I like those guys. And, hey, uh, it's not our fault, fault you're unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take what uh, I can get. Roost Graphics, loving it. Yeah, Roost Graphics. They're cool. You know Roost Graphics, right? Yeah. Not uh, really. Watson. yeah, you do. Do I? Yeah, you know. You know who they are. Watson. Oh, I do, actually. I'm sorry. You know what? I do. Those guys are from San Diego, right? Yeah, that's them. But they're a little off there. They live in Atlanta. <laughs> okay, not them. <laughs> My bad. Well, you're the one that told me I knew them, so. You know Christine. I was Denny. thinking of somebody you know else. Christine. You know the Rock River yeah, people. Yeah. They own um, Roost Graphics. I didn't know that. Well, uh, sorry. come on. My dude. bad. My bad. Lindsay. Dude, uh, you know why you don't know? Because you didn't bring your fucking notes, folks. <laughs> I'm sitting here. It's the first here. time I've ever no, seen you. I cannot believe you did not bring some You don't notes. have a clipboard or your notebook. I know. I know. That's Get this true. guy a pen. Dude, I, I, I swear, dude. I, I, had, I had a binder. Oh. I had my binder ready to go, and I literally took it out of my bag. Wow. Because I don't want to be a dork and come on. I'm like, I'm a guest. No, I'm no, not. But well, it's probably full empty pages And I texted you, and I said, do I need to... Study up on anything? Any yeah, content for tonight? No. And you said, no, nah, nothing. So hey, I thought, look, okay. let's, uh, we're going to cover Supercross. San Diego just happened. I want to get everybody's thoughts on switching from Qualcomm to Petco and thoughts on six rounds down of the uh, Monster Energy Supercross series and uh, basically kind of cover everything. But, Paul, uh, early on in the year, we saw the press release. You were, working with, you were working with the Rockwell Watches team. Nico Izzy was coming back, riding the 250 uh, West Coast series. But, uh Kind of didn't work out for Izzy, and, and kind of didn't work out for you. So, what are you doing now? What happened? What? What? Talk about that a little bit. What's uh, going on right now? Yeah, I mean, it didn't work out, but uh, luckily enough, uh, still tight with Rich Eggett, the owner of Rockwell. Appreciate the opportunity that he gave me. You know, after so many years, it was flattering to get a phone call like that to come back to being a team manager. And I was kind of like really dumbfounded by the whole thing, but I found myself getting excited about it because it was Rich. And, yeah. And you know, we've talked about this before. So many teams come and go. 
you know, the Rockwell team has sort of always been there, but it, we, he wanted to do yeah. something different. So yeah, they're kind of like they're half in and half out of the sport. Like you want, you bring a semi. Yeah, they have a nice display. They have great watches and all that. But you're always like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, they're the, spending a lot of money. And, he, he, you know, they're they're a, dis, uh, a watch display disguised as a race team. Is what okay. I like to tease them and yeah, they tell yeah. Rich that. So, <laughs> and he he wanted to change that. He, yeah. he and he, you know he stepped up and and hired me and and Nico and I like again it was super flattering and I, I did my best and at the end of the day I probably let him down. I didn't do a very good job because I'm not there anymore and I mean it wasn't uh, like I got fired or anything but yeah. money ran out and you know we, ne- we had ne- to Nico's comeback sort of yeah, it's hard to, tough yeah. to jump in after it was, you've been off. It, everything didn't go the way Rich, myself, or Nico planned it and yeah. I feel like you know at the end of the day uh, the money's not there I guess that falls on the team manager. So the team's so. done? The team not No, done? no they're still going to go. I mean it's uh, there were West Coast, we were West Coast only to begin with with Nico. We talked about maybe doing Canary or Chisholm or some of those guys. I mean I tried to throw some things together. It was a little bit late too. It was Basically, end of October, beginning of November, when I got the phone call, mm-hmm. I bumped into him of all, all places. I was announcing at the Enduro Cross Series and bumped into him at the Salt Lake Ground, and he called me the next week. And uh, he, when he saw me at the race, he said, "I got, I got to talk to you." And I was like, yeah. "I, you know, just thought it was typical industry stuff." But he, he called me and he was excited to get going, and we really got moving quick. But then, you know, Anaheim, as you know, as everybody knows, like, boom, yeah. it's there, and we didn't get stuff put together the way we would have uh-huh. liked to. So, you know. It was gonna supposed to be just West to answer your question, and uh, right now Nico's status is he didn't uh, race this weekend. He didn't he race this there. weekend. Yeah, so is he hurt? He's hurt. He got hurt in Anaheim three. Broke his foot. Oh, okay. So it's uh, tough to jump in, man. Yeah, you know he, no he was really looking good. I mean, he the the very first heat race of the year, and in, in the first time practice of the year, he was up on the board. Everything yeah. was looking good. Yeah. I mean, I was really pumped, and he looked good at the track. And uh, Frenchy was doing his motors. Who you know, I mean, everything was yeah. that was another thing that was enticing to me to have him on board because if you're telling me we're just going to go get some bikes from a dealership and yeah, yeah. go race in the 250 class no thanks but right. i felt very comfortable with the the guys that he had assembled and and uh you know we we thought it was going to be good and it, things just didn't work out like i said so now yep. uh, <laughs> coming way back around to answer your question i don't know what i'm doing i, I think i'm uh, <laughs> i think i'm going to get back into doing a little bit more broadcasting stuff i'd yeah. like to at least and see what Ran happens next things. i guess yeah so well, you could have been on the show still. Yeah, you could have been on the show. It's I I, I was ta- I was talking to Andy about that on the way over here. I miss it. I really do. And again, in all in all seriousness, congratulations. It's a pretty amazing run you've had, and it, it turned out the way we originally talked about. We got balloons. Yeah, and everything. Whoa, look at that! That's a celebration. You got food downstairs. Yeah. I didn't get a chance. Oh, I yeah. walked in the door oh, five minutes everything. before the show started. I know. Starts. I know. I was trying to be like Watson. Your, your travel agent should be fired. And Preston. <laughs> uh, We've had you on the show a few times, doing the schools, uh, California. How's that going? Everything well? Yeah, it's going good. good? Jacob Hayes, you're working with him, and he's leading the Arena Cross Series. Yeah, he's he's, Although my guy, the Mutilator, is is coming. Who's that? The Mutilator is coming. To Arena Cross? Bobby. You know who the Mutilator is. Bless? No, Canari. Yeah. Got his first win. Yeah, dude. We're so pumped for him. Well, what place is he in points? Like six, but he's coming. He's, okay. he's getting okay. the hold of the he's game of Arena Cross. Yes, okay. yes. It doesn't matter where you're on points. Don't they just reset? Right. That's right. Yeah, they do in reset. About, but... In about five races, Hayes is only going to have a two-point lead or whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> that kid is fast. I like watching him race. They were just in Colorado Springs for the first time ever. Yeah. My hometown a few weeks ago, Bobby. Can I stay at the house with uh, oh, Susan cool. and my girls? And we had a blast. And I love Arena Cross and love watching Jacob Hayes ride he, that kid's a stud for sure and bobby as well he had uh bronchitis when he stayed with oh, us he? he yeah. got really sick and didn't look at think that. he was still gonna winning. race yeah. still winning That's now right. I, I gotta tell you a story about him okay he it was uh it was nashville i think and he got second third place start this Come, is hayes or can i uh, uh i think it's 
uh, what, what's his number? 116, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Chuck Morris' number, yeah. I'm yeah. Down, yep. Doesn't even know the fuck he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy watching Jacob. I don't know. But I saw 116 in the front. I don't know. Right? He's coming through the whoops. Got whiskey throttle. Something happened. I don't that know. That sounds about right for Bobby. <laughs> Blows it off the berm. Okay. Oh, went down the tunnel. Yeah, Went down the that. tunnel, and he landed on like a D6 bulldozer. <laughs> the kid gets back up onto the bike, no gets the it, bike off the tractor, yeah, yeah. Hops back onto the track and Probably keeps racing. Probably the whole time, The yeah. kid was like 20 feet in the air and no joke landed on the bulldozer. <laughs> Not surprising, Watson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a tough Bob a tough is guy. a bad dude. He, he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I think they call him like Chuck Liddell or something now. I, I right. Across, uh, yeah, he's got the mutilator. He's got a meathead. Uh, there's a few, few, he's few tough. nicknames he's for tough. him. Uh, so everything's going well, though, with you and all that, the schools and, and yeah? Yeah. TravisPressonMX.com, yeah, right? Yes, sir. I should yeah. have done my research, but uh, Kiefer, yep, dirt rider, yeah, rode the new KTM today. Rode the factory and it edition came today. Came straight here. Came straight here. Busy right. day. What'd you think? <clears throat> um, it's impressive. Um, I only got to go ride Milestone. Everything kind of feels good at Milestone, but mm -hmm. I rode the old bike and this bike back to back, and just the chassis feeling and weight alone is enough to sell me on it You're i mean it's mind, a dude. it's a great it's a great package and i'm stoked actually stoked for casey lado because that's his first actual baby of r&d oh yeah and okay. uh it, so you had it, a lot to do with that yes yeah and it turned out really well and for all of those people that are tweeting me and stuff about the bike i would i would probably recommend getting that one versus uh the 15 version um obviously you can't get the factory edition because they're all sold out but I'm pretty sure that 16 is going to have the same thing as the factory. Oh, yeah, edition. so the 16, the production 16 will be a 15 right. uh, race replica. Yeah, but just the chassis yeah. alone, it's really good. The, the the power is really smooth and linear. And you, maybe Roxon made a pretty big mistake then leaving. Well, don't, I don't. don't when we had him on the show earlier, early, you know, he said I mean, he never even got to ride it. No, I know, I know. So, um, but yeah, it's a it's a great bike. I think if that bike was in the shootouts, it would have been different for that for right. that brand in our. Right. So. Um, so we'll look for something soon on Dirt Rider. Yeah, we'll, we'll have something up tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow? Yeah. Man, you guys don't fool around. And Watson, uh, RCH general manager or whatever you are. B yeah, what is your what, title? What? I mean, you've I never, know, I've you never done No, seriously. I let's, don't know nail, let's nail this down okay, right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, team manager. I don't really, he has a tattoo in his armpit. I don't really he have, does. I really toe. don't have uh, a title. We, we, we came up with the title. <laughs> Do you have a business card? <laughs> yeah. What's it say? General manager. Boom. Oh, there we go. But. There's so many different components in our team, and everybody does a little bit of everything. And there's no one person that's going to take the glory. Between R.C., Carey, myself, Mark Johnson, Kyle Bentley, Kaipo, Sergio, Henry, the list goes on. And on my side, I have a super strong, like, my job at the races now is to do, make sure the hospitality truck is good. Um, all of our activations are good for all of our sponsor relations and uh, we have a girl named Gina that's in charge of, you know, entertaining Gina's the sponsors. Awesome. Gina. Yeah. And taking care of all of that stuff. So she's, uh, she's a, a huge, huge, huge component to our team. That makes my job a lot easier for, you know, stuff that I need to deal with that I'm really not that great at that she's teaching me. G give us five things you do at the race day. Five things. What, when I get there on Thursday or mm -hmm. when I leave on Sunday? Thursday. Thursday, I usually you get to race on Thursday. I usually yes, I like this this week we had press day on Thursday. <laughs> okay, but you had press day. But okay, yeah. I got there on Thursday. We had a new. Uh, Not we. What we. do you do? <laughs> what, what what I, I, I need five. We rode. <laughs> I need five things that you do. Five I help, things. I help set up the truck. The tent. 
The tent. The poles. The poles. Okay. okay. I, I need confirmation on this from okay. someone. No problem. Yep. Kyle, help, Kyle Bentley, I need confirmation on this. That's fine. I help set up all the activation. I call our sponsors. Like, we have a. a it's kind of like. I don't know what activation is. Like, what does that mean? Activation is we have a social media, well, okay. not a, a digital media where people come and sign up and register. I have to make sure with my like my IT guy that all the computers are good, all the you know like, everything's ready to rock when people roll in. But there's nothing right? specific going on here, is there? What do you want me to do? I, I have to I make may- sure the computers are okay. Like what is it? No, not oh, the computers no. are good. Like I don't. What, what is that? What do you mean? I, I go there and I manage. I make sure everything is on point. He's the boss. I make, hey, sure, now, now I I make I... sure all the food is ordered. Which you, have you missed any lunches yet? <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've not gone for a lot, lot of the last four weeks because it it's been gone every time I go there. Well, what does so, that tell you? It's a good sandwich. It's freaky fast. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, I make sure that's there. I, if I have to pick it up, I have to pick it up. You pick the sandwich up. I have, but I haven't lately. I have like the last two weekends. My girlfriend has been kind enough to do it for me. But we you, had, we but had you a normally hood. would drive to the sandwich yes. shop. Yes, we had. Oh, did you see that hood that the, that we had that yeah. guy painting? Yes. Yeah. Who do you think goes picks that hood up and brings it every week so they can clear coat it and do more work during the week? Me. I'm just okay. asking. All right, all right. I got. I, I got to go. step in. I, I've been enjoying this because it's normally me that you guys are hammering on. But I, I've just been sitting here loving this. You guys just ripped Kenny to shreds. Well, I but just want to find. I, I got to defend him. That's like the worst question you can get as a team manager. He's the catch all. He does everything. He's the boss. He's just, as no, far no, as I'm concerned. I have yeah. nothing. Let's get something straight. I have so everyone knows. I have zero to do with racing, with Ken Roxon and Brock Tickle. Hmm. Zero. So the guy who well, called that's in a change of the yeah. pace from what you used to do there. Yes, but my job is sponsor relations. If I have a lead on a sponsor, I get the ball rolling. I turn it over to the manager, the agent, whoever's going to close the deal. My deal is that, and there's a lot of that going on okay. with me. All right. So I have a lot to do. What were you going to say, Preston, earlier? Uh, I was just going to say he was my team manager he at was. one point he was. years ago. Yeah, and he was a successful year that year. I never did see him. He didn't do anything <laughs> that either. At the track, <laughs> and I don't know what he did. But Everybody hey, thinks team hey, manager. Hold on. I'm not done. Well, he's, but, he's rolling hey, his eyes. What? Shit's going to go I, sideways. I, there was always money on the credit card. Uh-huh. Everything he said he was going to do, he did. And I was never without anything. Right. And it was one of my best years of racing. Absolutely. And, so, hey, and that's yeah. one key thing that you can't screw with is you say something and you do it. That's huge in our sport because that shit don't happen. <laughs> he gets it done. If he says he's going to do it, <laughs> he gets it done. And this past weekend in San Diego, you guys raised the game again. Standard. Th- did, you, did, did you go see – did you go by their pit? You don't go to races and, and you weren't there. <laughs> but uh, they have a Dodge Charger simulator oh. with a big screen in front of it. I don't know what track it is, whatever, some famous track probably. And you sit in a car and hydraulics and it goes up when you gas it, goes down, moves side to side. Wow. Dang. It's bitching. I did it. Yeah, wow, I'm going to have to go check that out. It was, I didn't see it. Kenny did that. Raising the game. I Well, to let you know, that was something we've been working on since about August. I had to fly to Detroit, or not Detroit, to Dallas <laughs> and watch them set this up at an event and had to stay there the whole time. So we could figure out if this was going to work at our event. And there was a lot of modifications that had to be made, which I had to say, this has to be changed, this has to be changed, this has to be changed for it to work. So you're bringing that to every race? This is going to be yes. like some sort of... Uh... Yes. It's What we're going to do with it, it's going to be a VIP experience for our sponsors. Mm. And that's all it is. It's not for the general public. It's for just VIP sponsors. So if you're a sponsor of the team or you know a friend of the team or something like that, you will get a wristband, and you are able to drive this car. It's not for the normal consumer. 
It's pretty cool. Can't even fathom the hoops you had to jump through with Feld to do that. Toyota, Toyota, Toyota is the space. official uh, yeah. Uh, truck. Yeah, well, or they've, car they've been. It, they've been. You know, Feld wants us to be able to do what we need to do to raise money to go racing. Mm-hmm. They get it. There's a big expense. They are understanding and working, but there's been rules set into play from the past right. that they have to live up to, and we understand that, and we want to work with them, and we want to make it work. They have we, to protect their sponsors, too. Exactly, exactly. Yep. and yep. we understand that, and we want to it's, – it's different than it used to be with Hart and Huntington, Motor X, whoever you – teams I work for, where we were just like, F the rules, we're going to do it until we get kicked out. Yeah. That doesn't work that way anymore. <laughs> it's no, like, okay, what do we have to do? And right. you know we're all in it together, so let's just make it work. Well, it sounds interesting, yeah. and, and 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 it's good to see that your guys' presence there, Kenny so, Rockson, so Brock Tickle. Getting back to, I don't do anything. I didn't say that. I, <laughs> I didn't say that. I want. What, to, I just want five, five things. things. I just want five things. Do you see me you walking know? around with a podium backpack? It's a podium on the back of it. No. Okay, that's me on the floor. I have to be on the floor for the heat races. Then Jeannie comes for the main events because she does the the, the post race interviews. Okay. So I'm there for all the heat races on the floor. Okay, that's notice? after. Yeah. I've seen him in the background I, with his glasses I didn't see on. Him. I didn't see that's him. after I start tearing down and bringing everything to the back of the truck, and then I have to run down to the floor and come back up. All right. So, hey, I did tell you what. I went to the race, actually. San Diego, yeah. And I saw that Diana Dahlgren girl. Nice. <laughs> did you see her running? Dude, that shit. I was so impressed with that. Like, I, I, I wonder I, what happened there. I don't know what happened what, there, what, but I've never seen a about? girl run that fast in my before, life, and I was impressed. It was before the 250 main, the lights main. Okay. And something, I don't know if the board was broken or they had mechanical, but she was first she was running with the board. You see her yeah, with the board? Yep. And then she got there and something and she just tossed it and they went back to the old school board. If you look at the start yeah, of the main, digital one is not light. That thing's yeah. heavy. Yeah. She threw the digital one and then picked up the old card and they turned it. And right. did you where, see how like the, 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 the AMA official was gonna go out and do the Yeah yeah and she, she, just, she just ran just, up and grabbed yeah. the card from him and she, I mean she took charge. I liked it. Good for her. <laughs> I liked it. I like girls taking charge. She's like a body, or not a bodybuilder, uh, uh, athletic. Yeah, she's in uh, muscle and fitness. Yeah, she can yeah. run. She's not. Yeah, my subscription to muscle and fitness hasn't arrived this month, but <laughs> I think she's been in it before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. 200 shows. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, Watson, you did uh, 100 and, geez, I think 30 of them or something. Top uh, that, Kiefer. No, yeah, you got thirty shows. Back. That's a lot of. Lindsay, miles. That's a lot I did thirteen. Miles. Lindsay did, I did thirteen. Thirteen. Um, let's I was, go. I was on. I was right on you, Kenny. I'm on yeah. three. I got a question. Yeah, yeah. Why did Paul bail? Uh oh. Here we that, go. Okay, now we're just talking well, about this. I didn't. Car. I I listened to like two shows, like when I was listening, right. but and then it was gone. So I didn't know the whole story. Yeah, Paul and I decided to do. Paul. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Kenny's pointing at himself. No, no, Kenny. not really, but. Paul and I decided to do the radio show, and we, we both had sort of similar ideas of what we wanted to do. My podcasting thing was going pretty well, so I'm like, hey, we should do like a live call-in show. And we'd spoken at the race. He's like, I want to do that too. And basically, uh, he lives in Colorado. I live here. I'm like, well, I got most of the equipment you know, for podcasting. We just need a couple of things, and we can do this. And so he was flying in, but then we got a sponsor, Moto World, on board. Paul got them through, through his connections, and they promised a year, and then they said six months. And then they were out after like 11 shows or 10 shows after 10 weeks because they didn't see any return. Mm-hmm. But it was a tent. Like, we're like, dude, give us more time. Like, you know, it just started. And it got pretty hard to get Glenn Paul. Boggy. 
Sorry. It, it got pretty hard to get Paul in and out on the fly because he was flying in to do the show and then flying out. Expensive, right. He, it was expensive, but we knew that getting him in studio was better. Then we got Watson in, in, on board at some point to come by because Kenny was living in Vegas then at that point. And, and then these two got into a few fights, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> But they didn't like. They, it wasn't really working for. <laughs> they fight. Well, we're arguing. I think you yeah. guys were not happy. No, it was and, fine. And now, so we had no money to fly Paul in, right? Because the sponsor, we had no sponsors. Paul wasn't pumped with Watson, bagging on him, right? Constantly. No, that was. Um, and then so it kind of yeah. I mean that's kind of how I remember. It. All right. No, well, well the, yeah. I'll tell you my. That it's pretty close. We all yeah. have selective memory, but yeah. Pookie and I were just talking about it in the car on the way over here, and it's fairly accurate. Other than I, I catch a lot of flack for. Uh, it being your show and all that. And the way I recall, I approached you at Lakewood. I'll never forget about it. You were doing the podcast at the time. But, yeah, you're right. We, we yeah. talked about it. I came up with the idea, approached you. The first one I asked about it, you instantly, and I told, in your defense, told Pookie, you were like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You got the equipment. We wouldn't be anything without what you figured out with this whole soundboard and everything. I didn't have a clue. I got the money. We were off and running. Where Kenny comes in, the interesting part is that, they were supposed to bring money to the table, if you remember. Who was? Kenny. From no, Martin Huntington. That was how it went down. And then I said, that's fine. If he can bring X amount, let's give him uh, Kenny's Corner once a month or, or once every few shows or something. And before I know it, there's no money coming from Hart and Huntington. And Kenny's here from the first show on, like the Unlawed no, Watson, Watson made first his... First show. No, first show. No. Yeah, he was. No, Watson made his debut in show four. No. Yes. I have it. I have the. We have the. Well, archive. We have the archives. Get right, your make, shit together, uh, Lindsay. See, yeah. you're still full of shit after all this time. Watson came and in then, show four, and then show eight, and nine, and ten, and then you were out. I just remember that when we talked about it, it was supposed to be guest appearances with yeah. some money. But then when and you two, we, I didn't want a third person. And in fairness, yeah. I agree. It was it was comedic gold, as you put it. it yeah. It, with, with us arguing or whatever. But I, you know, to be honest and and. Truthfully, yeah, I just I was pouting. I took my ball and went home. I didn't want to do it anymore, and we were out of money well, we were, at the yeah. same time. And and uh, I was tired of flying back and forth. I wasn't mad at Kenny or you. No, I wish you guys good, and I I knew it was going to be a success. And I actually agreed that it was comedic gold and radio it just gold. wasn't right. my right. kind of style. I just wanted it to be a little more serious. Yeah, to all. show the fact that it's four and a half hours now must kill you. Because oh, you, yeah. I wanted always, it to be an hour. I was trying it. to get it to an hour. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you a hour. serious yeah. question. Sure. If you think it was serious, like how you want it, do you think it would still be it probably not right. i mean no no again i i don't we, we disagree serious yeah no 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 we're <laughs> so, serious but i mean serious, like, more serious than than dmxs which not knocking those guys because they they are hysterical and we didn't want to copy them right. we i wanted it to just be a little more structured and and a little less graphic and not that i'm some prude but you know we got sponsors listening and kids listening and and uh mm-hmm. you know all of a sudden we're dropping f-bombs every other word not, so not, it was not like where yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's dropping guy. F-bombs. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just didn't It didn't suit me. And <laughs> I, I, I never, never for the record, never thought it wouldn't work. It wasn't like, oh, screw you guys. You're going to fail next week without me. Right. I, I was cheering you guys on the whole way. I thought it would work, and I agreed that that style of radio was something that people wanted to listen to. It just, and I actually enjoyed listening to it still. I mean, I listened to Jason well, Ellis. And, well, what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's... Uh, it just wasn't my thing, and like you said, the timing of running out of the deal yeah. with the sponsors. Yeah, the, 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 the Motor World guys bailing on us <laughs> that, 10 shows in is like, huh? That was a bummer, yeah. <laughs> they, they wanted to see Instant Spike on, the, yeah. on their, on like, their so, sales. Sorry, sorry guys. You they, know, didn't get, they didn't get the branding message, but those guys are still good friends of mine. I'm giving yeah. Glenn Boggy a bunch of shit right now for, for doing that to us, but yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a good guy, and so is uh, 
So is Brian Junkie the owner? So I, I love those guys. And then, Jared Malmquist, all those it kinda, guys. It took it took Watson a little longer, but then he also got tired of doing the show, just like you. Yeah, it, it just, he's got just a couple more than me. Thirteen. By the and, end, you did not want to be here anymore. You did not want to do the show anymore. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say <laughs> I that. I would. You were very angry, very hostile, very. Uh, I really, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I, I would sometimes <laughs> Please. people, I would show Devin, up. Devin, you listened back then. You, you were listening. There were, uh, there are very vivid memories of mics being slammed down. Thank you. And like you walking out of shows. That yes. was awesome. Yeah, that's correct. Because sometimes people said stupid shit and I was over it. <laughs> and I didn't want to just torture myself and just let people just tee off on me. And I was right. like, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm out. But mm. you know what Paul said about me bringing money to the show? You're right. And I did. You did we, not. We got he, more money after you left. Well, there you go. And then Probably. every sponsor. No, was he did bring money. Stoked. No, hey, yeah, he did bring. He yeah. brought three guys in. JGR. Probably because I left. It yeah. doesn't even it doesn't even matter. Tre. To what? What yeah. you told me the number of what they were paying, and I said, "Give what I say." I said, "Give me a day." I don't remember, but you. Well, I don't remember well, the day. What happened when the whole time you were telling me? I was telling you half that number from Motorworld, and you said he could do it no problem. And I said, if he can do that, he can have a, a Kenny's Corner once a week yeah. or once a month. And before I know, he's here every week, and we never got a check I when him, I was here. I, well, yeah, maybe not. But I don't think it took him a day. I think this was later on. Well, it, after okay. you it took left, at least 13 shows. I think after you left, I'm like, hey, Kenny, we can't keep going. It's costing us money. We need money. And then he said, give me, I don't know if it was a day, but it was some number. See, he hates me. And he, he came wanted up, me to he go. Came he up, waited <laughs> to get the money until I left. See? Exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. But, uh, hey, we got some clips to play here uh, from, from the show from early on, uh, um, and uh, I think some of the stuff's pretty funny. Don't, don't, don't do that, the drive, with me and Paul. That oh, drive. no, we don't have that, but that, was, that would have been good, too. Uh, did you ever hear that? I, I did. I don't I, remember. I, I think it's, some listener did that for us. It was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. I, I think I vaguely remember it. It was pretty funny. <clears throat> it was. Uh, I didn't think it was funny. Here's the it. very first show, Paul and I, uh, the very first uh, clip. Oh, man. MotorWorldRacing.com. Moto Show. i got to throw that out again. That's right. I've got a Red Bull cracked open. Red Bull not a sponsor of the show yet. Yeah, you might want to you hint, might, hint. You might want to drop that. Uh, just say Mon- Energy Drink. Cause, well, they sponsor me personally. I might oh, have, God. Here we uh, go. We're supposed to do it for an hour. Let's get it on with some bench racing. I do miss Paddington Ferry on the butt and wish him good luck. I miss that. I, I mean, I got Dungy struggling a bit. Uh, just first year 450. Yeah. Remember, his first year 450, he really struggled. Didn't he win the championship? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Still don't know shit. If the, the adaption to it. I see Andrew Short beating Ryan Dungey because you can never count Shorty out. That's be awesome. out. Larry, thank you for being the first guest on the MotoWorldRacing.com uh, Moto Show. Moto Show, what's going on? What's your name? Hi, this is Grendel. Grendel? This isn't, yeah. this isn't Grendel Grendel. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. we had, yeah. Brooks was our first guest and Coombs. That's right. Coombs is on also, but Larry Brooks was our first ever guest. Uh, Another clip here. Watson's first ever intro on the show. So this would have been show... Show one? No, show four. (laughs) The other guy is uh, none other than Kenny Watson with a surprise appearance this week. A Hart and Huntington team manager. Watson, what's up? Thanks, buddy. Just in the neighborhood, swing by, and I get to get on the show. We, we, we tried to lock the door, but he, yeah. he came in the back way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He broke a window and came I in. through the doggy door. <laughs> That's Watson's first ever uh, appearance on the show, show four, which uh, uh, I thought was pretty good. Um, here, look. See, show four. You can see the, in, the description. Oh, I believe you. Okay. All right. Uh, next clip we got Watson's infamous $500 bet uh, for, for, uh, that he lost. He ended up losing. I don't know if you ever paid the kid. All right, here we go. What's it? Uh, yeah. Paul, I'm asking I you guys a question. I actually heard uh, Morris at Daytona 
for uh, the East Round. No, no. You, you're, you've been reading the message boards, buddy. That I mean, I, I, I doubt it, man. I, I really... Keep in mind, Morris did race Daytona. This was a friend of Morris's, so just... I really, really I, doubt it. No, nah, I heard it from somebody. I think it'll happen. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you, know, you're, you got better inside <laughs> than me, man. Yeah, what, do you, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm 20. I'm in school. <laughs> oh, really? That's cool. All right, well, I worked in the motorcycle industry for 15 years. I think I know. Good comeback. That's almost as good as... I have short beating Dungey. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I mean, short almost did. He only finished six or seven spots behind him. Damn it. And maybe 100 points. Well, at least he was still on the same track. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, hey, I hope I hope more shows up with Daytona Watson. So do I call back <laughs> if he does? I'll pay you 500 bucks. There we go. Yeah, there we go. I think that was like the guy ever got it. That's awesome. Sorry about that. Uh, another clip we got. Uh, Paul, this is, this is your signature. Oh, Here we go. Show 10. We've ten. Here we go, baby. Oh wait! Before we get started, listen to this here. That is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open for week ten. We still get that. You, you don't know how many people walk up to me. How many fans walk up to me? Still, to this uh, day, at a GNCC last year, some dude walks up to me and says, "Ice cold Red Bull cracking," and I'm just like. That's awesome. The best is you said they're my personal sponsor, and I'm like, well, what do they do? They're all, they send me Red Bull. That's right. And folks, he's drinking one right now. I am. He's drinking one right now. I'm a, um, I'm a Red Bull guy through and through. We still get it. Although our, I don't get it anymore. I'm not cool enough. What? Oh, we got to yeah. change that. Yeah, <laughs> Hammer told me at uh, Anaheim a couple years ago that they redid the list, and and he was like, oh, I'll put you back on. We just had to tr- trim some people off. I didn't even ask. I was like, oh. sweet. <laughs> then now I didn't get on there and. Never happened, so now I buy it. Um, That's how much I love my Red Bull. And here's here's Paul's gone now. This is show thirteen and Watson uh, Watson debut. Paul Lindsay is uh, not on this week, and I'm not sure if he's going to be on in the foreseeable future. <laughs> I would bet not. Um, creative differences, Watson would we say? Uh, yeah, you know what, Paul and uh, Paul's always been cool with me. I'm just I just come on the show to try to put some. Uh, little excitement into it, and I don't know if I caused any controversy or what the story is, but uh, I'm here. Yeah. Steve asked me to be come back and, and help out and be part of it, and I'm here to do what I got to do. <laughs> I'm here to do what I got to do, like a Marine going in to fight <laughs> the war. going in. I'm here. <laughs> and by the way, Steve, here's a check. Show, show 14. Here you go. Um, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was sh- shortly after that or so, at some point. Yeah, I get it. I, I wasn't sure where you are going. Look how but. much better the equipment sounds right now. Compared to when uh, we ha- we did have teething problems with equipment and For, stuff early on. And yeah, it, it kept going down. I remember that, yeah. yeah, we had some streaming problems mm. and stuff. We've got, we definitely we've had some lately too. I think just from the increased people listening. But I got to tell um, you, dude, when you do those clips, you guys should have like a some kind of buzzer or sound drop. And say we're back now talking because when I listen to radio shows, you guys do that when they do those clips. And then you yeah. pause it, and we start talking. You can't tell if it's the old clip or us now. Uh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You yeah. ever get confused? No, never. No? Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> show the listeners at home think that it's uh, show 13 right now. Where's you know our what? Check, when Watson? you have your own show, you can do that. We're just, <laughs> Paul, is... we're just guests here tonight, bud. We can't tell them to do just, shit anymore. I'm just trying to help. It was, we, uh... we can't tell them to do anything anymore. Um, no, you know, you couldn't tell him anyways. He knows this everything. True. This is true. But where his truck's at? I know everything. Except for where I parked hey, my truck. That was actually classic. All right, let me tell you. Wait a minute, wait you. a minute. We're still talking about the show. The fuck the show. Laser Gate. <laughs> this is yes. way better. Laser Gate. This was way better. Oh, we'll get to it. I'm not saying we're not going to do it. I, All right, we I need fully, to get to it. F- full on say it. Do you, tell I the can story. guarantee you there's people right now at home on the edge of their seat and want to hear your stupidity. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, the, we got the, the Laser Gate show, a classic one. 
Mark Regal, uh, Kyle Regal's stepdad. Oh, but that's not, that's, this isn't that's that's the what show was that? Well, so, one thirty four was Alessi. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Kyle Regal, I think, was show eighty or something, show eighty five or whatever. So we've definitely had some meltdown moments. Uh, Watson, what if you can think of your favorite moment on the show, or what was was it? Lasergate was it? Do you have one memory yeah, that comes yeah, to mind? Yeah, that, that had to be it. Like Tony, where you were trying to impl- counsel Tony. <laughs> Tony imploded. Like he just freaking threw it all out there. He was just like, was- I just, I just thought he just threw gas on it and just lit himself on fire. Like I was like, dude, you're done. Like when Watson's he- the voice of reason. Like he's talking Tony down. I'm like, what is going on here right now? Because before. We didn't even know. He's like, no, bad idea, bad idea. I'm like, no, great idea. Great idea to have Tony on. Great idea. But I didn't know his, you know, I think Tony was, you know, t- throwing a few back, and he was, you know, he was pissed off about the whole thing, and here we go. Davey Coombs is beating up your kid. MX Sports is done. He was not happy. Oh, he was man. not. Good on Tony. going down. And, uh, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a ride, man, 200 shows. And, Kiefer, now you're a big part of it now, so thank you for, for picking up the baton from that Paul dropped. How many shows you got? Oh, Kenny I don't know. Dropped. It's been a while. Well, he doesn't come got, every week, but. Yeah. Uh, you got 13. Let me know when you get to 13. Oh, he's, yeah, I think I'm past that. He's probably got 13. All right. Yeah. So you might be third. You might be third <laughs> in the list. Um, 13, that's, that's a lot. So if, if you had lived in Vegas, it probably would have last worked longer. But oh, that, I, I, I was telling Angie on the way here. I think it would the, be the, for sure, yeah. The drive and the flying and everything, like the flying. No, and, it wouldn't and, have made started it. started out as a good idea, but I was <laughs> You guys. You wanted um, apples, no. you wanted oranges. This dude didn't want no part of doing it. And longer an hour, you'd lose you people's did. We, attention. Well, we did try to battle. We did battle over that. And no. now we go four and a half hours, Paul. Paul and, said hey, you're going to hey, lose hey, people's I, attention. And I, know, and I know people love it. I, like I said, I never yeah, disagreed yeah. that it yeah, worked. Yeah, it just yeah. wasn't what I wanted no, to do. Yeah, no, My I, brother-in-law is one of your biggest fans. He listens every week. Hey, Kyle. Jeez. <laughs> there's a lot of people that listen to the show. It's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. Like I didn't think it was that big until you walk around or I'm out testing and People don't give a shit about Dirt Rider so much. They give a shit about Mathis' show. So. Do you get bummed, though, because like he gets the ice-cold Red Bull thing. Watson gets it probably every weekend still different stuff. Who knows? Yeah. Do you get bummed when people are like the electric bike? or <laughs> you got to do, th- do 13 or, shows or, before you get yeah. you know, yeah, sound drop. Right? Let's be honest. Yeah, no, mine's 20. more like Burberry and Sprinkle the Dick and stuff like that. That's what I get. <laughs> when Reed told you you were 20, you know, you're 20, 20 seconds, seconds slower yeah, than yeah. him, so so your you're thinking on the yeah. Cowie doesn't apply. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's a good one. It is. Chad's like, well, 20 I, seconds a lap? Yeah, yeah. I think he wow. meant. He lapped me in two laps. Wow. <laughs> uh, or the big bore talk, you yep. know, when you race the big DV, bore. Yep. Yeah, you race the big bore in Supercross. Who can forget those days? Right. <laughs> Does it bum you out or no? I no, mean, I think it's, I think I love it. Like, I'm, I'm a, I can keep a sense of humor and, and it's all, it's, it's all funny to me. So I think it's great. And if they relate to, you know, they come to me and relate me to Burberry and all those shit. I think it's cool. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, there's been some creepy moments with you. <laughs> Definitely been some creepy moments. There's no doubt about it. Hey, uh, Watson, uh, talking about electric bikes. Uh, niche gonna, market, bro. We're going to give one away. Yep. We're giving electric bike away. We're what? giving away Who? a bike today. Ni- niche market. Niche. Niche. What, what electric bike? Don't the, worry about it. The e- what do you got going on? The e-moto bike. What is that? It's a- it's an affordable bike. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's what everybody can go buy. How much you, is it? You will probably want one for your kid. No, no want one. Yeah, I guarantee you. You're, if you took one home to your kid, you'd be the coolest dad on the block. My, my kid already has an OSIT electric bike. Okay. I don't know what that is. It's a trials bike, electric but trials bike. We're okay. giving one away on a show. Sweet. It's uh, they partnered up with RCH this year. It's uh, a, a small little electric bike. Uh, it's an electric mini bike from uh, New is Zealand. 
Is that the one? Nope. No. Okay. Is it MX type e-bike? Yep. Okay. They do graphics right out of San Diego, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what we're going to do, contest at com. We're going to give away an electric little mini mini cycle. Contest at com. Just send an email and uh, tell us you want to win that, and uh, we'll pick a random. We'll get Kenya to give us a random number at some point, and uh, you get the you get the bike, man. It's I want cool. someone to call in and win it. Oh, okay. Do some and, trivia and, or something and we'll do cool. Some, yeah, we'll do some trivia, some yeah. show trivia. All right, we can just switch things in midstream. Sure, why yeah. not? Yeah. Why not? It's not like you prepared <laughs> for the show. I told you, you said you were going to do that with the helmet. You don't know shit, you asshole. Um, <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, yeah, so call in, uh, we'll do some, we'll do some, some trivia, 702-586-7857, uh, call in now, we'll do, uh, like, first three callers, let's do that, and you can win an e-bike, courtesy of the folks at RCH Racing, and, uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to doing that for you guys, uh, also give away a helmet, and, uh, some RCH clothes, and, uh, X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere, everywhere, everybody wears X-Brand, um, all right, hey, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, San Diego and the move from, we just had San Diego Supercross, move from Qualcomm to Petco. Uh, first up, uh, let's go with the guy who's probably been going to Qualcomm the longest. That's you, Watson. What do you think of the move? Now, I don't want to talk about the race because your guy got second and Tickle did well. The, the, the move. I thought the amenities. The, I, I, thought, I thought the stadium in general was better. It was packed. It was sold out. There was, I don't think there was a bad seat in the house. Mm-hmm. Besides that, it's hard because the way the pits are all, there's three different parking lots with the pits, and it's literally, I would not, I'm not shitting you. It's literally like a half half mile walk to and from the stadium. So it's farther than San Francisco was when you all across the bridge. Double that. Oh, no, okay. I think it's about that. No way. I think it was not about where that. I was at. <laughs> Maybe we're the monster in all those people. It were. was confusing. Like it's in San Francisco, yeah. the old stadium, you just had to walk across, across the, the water. Bridge, and yeah. Everything yeah. was there. The yeah. Petco Park, man, I was getting lost. I didn't <laughs> know where I was going. <laughs> Dude, you literally had to walk all the way around the stadium to get into the rider seating. And if you yeah, went into yeah. the stadium, yeah. you had to walk inside the stadium. And after it was just – that was the bad part. Um, I think they had – I mean, you couldn't even mm-hmm. use your four-wheeler, like your pit cart, to drive down. They were giving people tickets. I saw the know. email on that, yeah. Yeah. People were getting tickets. It was it was a shit show. Why get why there get was went, a, why a lot get, of home homeless people all over the place outside the pits, dude? We were tearing down, and some homeless guy was just sitting in the back of our truck. No way! <laughs> like just sitting on the back by the lift gate, like sitting there. We're like, dude, you 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 can't sit here. He's like, why? I'm like. Why? I don't go in your living room and sit in your living room. Well, I don't have a living room. I'm like, dude, you got to go. And he was sitting there drinking a tall boy in a, in a brown bag and just minding um. his own business. But it was, besides that, I think the racing was good. I think the track was good. I think the amenities are awesome. Just having it downtown, the hotel mm-hmm. was connected. You could walk to and from the hotel. That was all good. But just I the, didn't the stay pits. in anywhere nice, nice like I, that. I, I had some friends that drove down there. And I think from you know Kenny's standpoint, it, it's hard for – people that are there doing their work but from the people that w- were there just to watch the race they seemed really like it because yeah. they parked at the hotel you that know, way, did you like it then what the i mean besides the confusing pits yeah i mean it was but you know i'm kind of working too walking back and forth right. and it was a long walk and then the pit area i could it took <clears> me forever to find where like i i never found kenny because i didn't know where they were pitted it was so hard well, to find two. jgr it was yeah, it took me forever to find JGR. We were right, we were right behind them. Okay, closer to the stadium. <laughs> Good Wasn't job. Too hard. Of course, All he found. Look for the wind flags. <laughs> of 
or look for the champ, smell the champagne that they, you know, for the podiums that they always get. So, um, yeah, it, it was a little the pits, and you get across the street, and there was a trolley sometimes. I think though, so, a lot of the people, like I know a lot of people that live in San Diego that went to the race, even they had some complaints about parking, and they had yeah. to walk a long ways. Yeah, and, I paid thirty bucks for parking. Didn't everybody park yeah. at Qualcomm, and you can take the trolley over? Uh, that, that'd probably be a pretty good idea because that trolley drops you right off right there. Same trolley. It goes to that one? Yeah, I heard that if you parked at Qualcomm, it was free, and you take the trolley over. Okay. All right. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be a pretty good trolley party. It's great to know after. Right, exactly. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, thanks, Kiefer. Sorry, man. Um, I thought it was uh, uh, going to be like San Francisco track, 42 seconds or whatever, and it wasn't. It was, you know, they got down to like, what are they they doing in the main? 56. 56s, yeah. So. They got it down a little bit more than lower than I thought it would be, but it was kind of busy track. I take Travis. that back. It was, it was more than that. It was like fifty-seven, fifty-eights in the main. Was it? Yeah. Um, busy track, Travis. Yeah, it it, it it was a busy track. It seemed kind of technical. It seemed, mm-hmm. seemed like it rutted up a little bit, but I thought the track was hard to pass on. Kind of, huh? Yeah, For I, sure I thought like right when Roxon got behind Canard uh, at the end there, it seemed like I, I kept thinking, well, where, where, where what's he going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where is he going to make a pass? And I just could not see a place where he could make it happen. Right. So. Well, f- f- I hate to say it, but Kennard had no problem getting around my guy. He yeah, figured he, it he, out. he ran around the outside of him. Yeah, yeah rub it Where in. at, though? I, I don't Step on, step off into that single uh, in the corner. He got, oh, out yeah. of, he got by him in the second turn. After the first turn, those small little rollers. And then Kenny squared him back up and got yep. underneath him, but then Trey had the step on, step off. Yeah, and then the he inside. got to the yep. inside oh, of the next that's turn. Right. So that's right. I um, wonder, you know what would be interesting to find out is if they used the same dirt or not. They did. it didn't look they the did. same. They did. Apparently, everybody said it was all marbly and JT slick. said they did use the same dirt. Really? Yeah. I don't know whether he talked to anybody official or whether it was just his thinking. I would think they would because they own it. Yeah. Yeah. They're not buying new dirt, no. like unless they probably have to. They did in Colorado Springs. I had a good long talk with them about it. It's more expensive oh, than people think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's the so number I'm one sure expense right. for putting a supercross yeah, track on. Yeah, yeah. I That's think it's normal. a big difference too from a buying dirt for a basketball arena than a full, you know full blown supercross. Either so. way, it's yeah. expensive, and you're right. That dirt's been there forever, and it's usually pretty good, I think. But okay. it, that, everybody uh, said it was kind of rocky. Qu- question: Before we get Marble. to our callers to play the game to win this game to win this bike, that I don't have any idea what to do for trivia, yeah. but. Uh, Sinjin, you got a question for Kenny? What's going on, Kenny? Long time no here. How you Missed doing, buddy? You. Good. Uh, my question for you is uh, for uh, Tedesco. Is, uh, I don't remember ever hearing if that is like a multi-year deal for him uh, testing for you guys. Uh, yeah, that's the plan is for him. What, are you an agent now? <laughs> Just asking. Dude, don't worry about it, Steve. He's asking a good question. He's going to ride long as he wants to ride, and then our plan is to bring him in-house to, you know, work with the team, whatever he wants. I mean, he, they're training him right now on everything from ECU to suspension so he could start, you know, oh, that's awesome. doing more stuff. He just wants to And learn. then when he when he leaves or when he wants to be done test riding, would you be willing to get another test ride? That kind of it. Uh, I think so. I think that's the direction that's, that we're going that's in. That's Preston. That's, that's all you, Preston. I think uh, Jimmy could be an option, I'm, I'm you know, there. in a couple of years. Jimmy you're Albertson, you know. You're done with uh, I think he's a pretty good option. Uh, hey, I would agree with you. Sinjin, yeah. show 200, uh, do you have a favorite show? Um, maybe the one with Gigi. He was on. Gigi? Yeah. Yeah, I remember Gigi. That was a good one. I do remember and also, Gigi. the person back in the day that called in pretending to be Luongo, that really wasn't me. But I, I wonder who that was. That person's pretty awesome. That was pretty too. funny. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if, you had to yeah pick, if you had to pick a co-host, uh, Lindsay, Watson, or Kiefer? In order, Watson. 
Kiefer, Lindsay makes me want to put my gun in my mouth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, thanks, Injun. Appreciate it. Right, have a good start. Thanks. Thanks. I get See that you. a lot. Uh, not so bad, Paul. It's all right. I mean, yeah. you know, he picked you third. Yeah. Hey, I'm on the, the podium. podium. Yeah, exactly. Where's the champagne? All right. Hey, so we're going to go. Uh, is this Nick? Yeah, this is uh, Nick. All right, Nick. Is this Dylan? Yeah, how's it going, guys? What, what's up, Dylan? Yeah, and uh, and Taylor. Taylor? Yeah, this is Taylor. Yeah, this is Taylor. Hey. hey. Oh, God, all right. What? What's the what's the spec on this bike? Is it he's a, very it, he's very worried about the electric bike. Is it twenty inch? Is it what size wheels is this thing have? It's a niche is, market. I know okay. we, this niche market needs to be stepped up. We need to know some shit right now. What do you want to know? Is ask, it twenty no, inch wheels? It's two feet tall. Is it a twenty inch bike? It's two feet tall. It looks but, like you know what it looks like. It looks like a PW fifty. What's it? What's Not a PW fifty. It looks yeah, like a. It looks like a PW fifty. No XR fifty. So it's for little homies. Yes. Okay. Copy. Probably three to five years old. Copy. Let's go. Thank <laughs> okay. You. Okay. We can proceed, everybody. <laughs> Kiefer says it's okay. Uh, so hey, um, Kenny, I, this is your idea. So Nick, Dylan, and Taylor, what what do you want to do? Ask him some questions. I don't have any questions. <laughs> All right, you want me to ask him? I'll yeah, ask yeah. him. I'll ask him RCH questions. Okay. And then the first, we want to do the best three. out of three. What's that? Best first yeah, one. Yeah, two out of three. Let's go. The first one to get three right. Yep. Uh, you gotta say your name when you when you know the answer, so we know which guy it is. All right, ready, guys? Yep. What was the first year RCH or Hart Huntington was on the podium? Dylan. Dylan. Okay, go ahead. Was it um, when Josh Hill was wearing the Fox gear last year? Nope. Is that mm. first year or first gear? First year. First year. Oh, first season, right? First season, Hart and Huntington slash RCH has ever been on the podium. Taylor? 2014, SX? Nope. Taylor, go ahead. Was it 12? Nope. Nick? Nick. Go ahead, Nick. Can you hear me? Am I muted? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, great. I was going to say 2013. Oh, you're all wrong. It's uh, U.S. Open. 2006? Come on, dude. What? What was it? Oh, seven? Seven. Oh, sorry, I'm off by one year. Who was it? DeMuth. The Sheriff. Fuck, I wouldn't have got Dude, that. he was in position to win the overall with he like three laps to go. He mi- no, he, yeah, he did. He missed was the overall. Was that an actual Supercross? <clears throat> the U.S. US Open. Open. The, that's not considered a real race. <laughs> what is it, a fake race? Was it a fucking fake 100 <laughs> I mean, not everybody's there. <laughs> what are you talking about? They were was everybody there. there? The gate they were, drops? They were Thank all you. there. Is Summercross a not, fake race? No, it's the gate. Get, get out. Get out. Okay, next question. All right, good job, Watson. So, okay, no problem. All right, next question. Uh, what year did Kerry Hart do the first backflip? Oh, wow. Nick. Taylor. Taylor, go ahead. 99? Nope. Nick. 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 98? Nope. Travis. Dylan. Go ahead, Dylan. Take a guess. I'm going to say 03. Dude, they're all wrong. How, uh, I know, can I guess? I know. No, no, no. Let him keep guessing. Okay. okay. Think about it. Taylon. Taylon, go Nick. ahead. Nick. No one. No. Great radio. Nick. Where's DV? Nick, 2000. There you go, Nick. You got it. All right, Nick, you got one. This is... Uh, How many are we doing? Three? One. Three. Three. Nick, three. We're three. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, All RCH questions or like... Yeah, knowledge. we'll switch it up. Let's do what, a Travis question. Okay, we'll do a Travis question. What number was Travis Preston when he rode on the Moto Triple X? Nice. Nine nineteen ninety nine. They ain't gonna get that. People don't understand. It's it's like, it's like yesterday to us, but it's not. It wasn't yesterday. Hey, Ron. Go, Go ahead. They're not twenty nine. No. Nope. Oh, it's back to the connection. We'll be here all night. 
We will. Yeah. All right. Three, <laughs> two, one. You guys are over it. What number was Travis Preston when he won the West Coast Championship? In what year? Two part question. Dylan. Go ahead, um, Dylan. Yeah. You won 2002, right? Yeah. All what right. was my number? Number. Shit. I don't know. Sorry, Travis. Nick. Nick. Go ahead, Nick. You're, you're going. 2002, number 11. No. 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 No, this is damn it. This is hey. This is painful. Who, just <laughs> FYI, you said the number earlier, so someone else talk. Yeah, K- Taylon two thousand two twenty nine. Oh, there you go. Oh. Yeah. Okay, we're just the next That's one. That's what again. I was thinking the first time. The All first right. person to get the two. So the first person that wins. The Nick has one. Taylon has one. Whole season on bar to bar. Dylan, you have Kim two. Stewart. All right, check it out. All all three okay. of you guys. This is it. The next guy that gets the correct answer wins the electric <laughs> motorbike. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Steve, Steve is. This is going to rain across reset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys are all yeah, equal. Good one. Yeah. You guys are all reset. I, I got a good one for you because I was wondering it myself on the airplane. What was the name of, so. his, of, of Travis's donkey? Uh, they Taylon. Won. Go ahead, Taylon. It is. Oh, shoot. Not, oh, shoot. Funny, funny, buddy. Wow. wow. Got it. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> right. Nick, oh, yeah. you win. He deserves the bike Nick deserves it. He got, all, he got three of them. Nick, you win. Congratulations. Nick. What? No, that was Taylon. Whoever won the last, whoever got the last question, who, who right. named the last one? I was yelling bunny. I think we were all yelling bunny. I was bunny. yelling bunny also. Just when we think the segment's over. He's got okay. Good one, Lindsay. All right, tiebreaker. Right, new question, new question. This tiebreaker. Okay? You got to say your name. Don't yell the answer. got to say, say your, your name. name. Okay? Very, very easy question. What number was Kyle Partridge when he rode on the Hart Huntington team in 2012? That's not an easy question. Gosh, I, I don't think I even know. I don't think I, I don't remember. Uh, I know. Oh, I think I know now. Got it, Nick. Nick, eighty-three. Congratulations, Nick. Nice. Yeah. Good job, Nick. Uh, Do you have time to look that up? Good job, Nick. You win. Thank God. No one's really the winner here. Stay on the line. God damn, that was bad. Nick, stay on the line. and uh, That was and awesome radio, you guys. Devin will get your information. Thanks for playing, everybody. Thank you, guys. We, we appreciate it. it. Thank you. Uh, um, the electric emoto. That went over like a fart in a windsuit. <laughs> That's, I'm going to look this shit up right now. Go ahead. Snowman, you got a question for Travis, uh, Travis Preston? Travis Pastrana. You never got that before. Yeah, no. No one's ever yeah. said that. Yeah. Hey, congratulations on uh, show 200. Thank you, man. Awesome. Thank you. Which uh, can you rank your co-hosts in order? Uh, Kiefer. Uh, What's not? Watson, Lindsay. (laughs) Me, Snowman. You want me to do it? Yes, Snowman. No, another Snowman. (laughs) Uh, Paul Lindsay. um, Let's see here. Kenny Watson. Mm -hmm. um, David Pingree. Fuck. I just got the overall. 3-1. Um, no, no, no. Um, Tony Berluti. <laughs> Berluti's ahead of Kiefer? Okay. Game over. 3-1. Oh, really? the overall. I'm out. <laughs> Which it goes from a bullet in the mouth. Right. Snowman, what's your question for uh, Travis Preston? Hey, um, so I'm about the same size as uh, Travis Preston. Um, I think I'm just probably quite a bit heavier than him. Um, I got a question on injuries um, from being a tall guy. Um you know, I was never, you know, national pro or any crap like that, but I'm pretty decent local. And uh, I 
have a lot of knee problems and lower back problems. I don't know, seeing if, uh, if he's experiencing anything like that and uh, what I can do to keep it minimal without, you know, having major injuries. How's your hand? Good question. Travis battles hand injuries sometimes. Uh, my uh, hand is no, okay, but, uh, you know, hey, my it's tough because when you're tall, the, the knees are a problem. The only thing I su- can suggest is getting a good pair of braces or just staying off the bike. <laughs> just totally? Just For totally <laughs> because when you're tall, you have one leg in one rut, the bike's okay. in another rut. Let's call JT right now and ask him whether he'd rather be a taller rider. Okay. He's going tall. Hey, it has its advantages. I has that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I don't think there's one that's like better than the other. But I do think a taller rider has. Uh, you're more prone to knee injuries. I think. Yeah. And how are your knees? Are you? you I, I'm good. I actually had two ACLs, but I had a great doctor. Yeah. And never had any problems. No, my knee feels great now. Hmm. Uh, taller seat. Also, too, if you put a taller seat on, or lower your foot pegs, less up and down, less strain on your body, that kind of stuff too. You know, make the lower back you. is stretching. I, I I had some lower back issues yeah. once I started doing some stretching. That that there you go, really snowman. Stop seat bouncing, snowman. You won't get your lower back won't be jacked. <laughs> well, I'm fat, so it's really hard for me to stand up everywhere. So I like to sit down and just seat bounce big. Well, there's your problem. Yeah, that's probably not going <laughs> to work. It's probably not going to work out so well. Yeah, Thanks. probably not. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a good show. All right. Um. With that, let's take our first commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Travis Preston, Chris Kiefer, Paul Lindsay, Kenny Watson, Pulp Mech Show number 200. Thanks for listening, everybody. Join us after this commercial break for a much more uh, fun and shenanigans. Yawning. Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. 
providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Usually, Safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Marker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like got to run Galfer. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style. And now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivot Works. 
the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivotworks stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride Pivotworks. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience, will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoke and nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. I'm gonna 
Welcome back, everybody. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Vortex Racing. You want 40% off Vortex? 40%? That's awesome. You know who uses Vortex? Babbitt's Kawasaki. You know who's on Babbitt's Kawasaki? Jacob Hayes. You know who trains with Jacob Hayes? You know who trains him and makes him the champion that he is? Travis Preston. Yes, sir. And uh, Vortex Racing, the leader in making top quality racing components for 15 years. thousand different gear choices. Uh, they got the, all the colors you want to match your bike. And uh, as well as the sprockets, they have a, a V3 motocross handlebar that is 29% stronger than competition. VortexRacing.com. They bring you Travis Preston, who brings you Jacob Hayes, who rides Babbitts, who uses Vortex. Watson, good song. Thank you. Yeah. Good song, Watson. Is this in your regular circulation? Strung out. Always. Nice. Always. Always. I like it. The uh, Moto Triple X uh, chicks were back this weekend the, at the races. The big ones? My buddy just texted me a picture asking yep. if you knew these girls. Can uh, hey, uh, third caller right now wins a set of uh, tickets to Dallas Supercross this weekend. Dallas Supercross this weekend, courtesy of Pivotworks. Guys at Pivotworks are uh, pumped to be part of the show and uh, the best bearings out there. And uh, check out sponsor deals to get the code to save yourself money at Pivotworks. Third caller wins a set of tickets, a pair of tickets to Dallas. Two for the East Coast opener also uh, going on there. Uh, Christy has a Chad Reed question. Christy, what's up? Yes, he's married. Hey, yeah. Yeah, he's married. He's uh, married. Yeah. He's married with uh, three kids. Sorry. No, no, two kids. No, he has three. Three. If you're going to be a Chad um, Reed fan, know how many kids he has, please. All right. Christy, what's up? What's your question? <laughs> okay, my question is, I'm a huge Chad, Chad Reed fan. Not that big, And obviously. in the last couple interviews I heard of him, he was saying that uh, the black flag is out of his hands. It's going to his lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, like... That's no one says that. Yeah, you guys are bench racers. Who's he trying to sue? I have no um, idea. Old FIM, yeah. AMM, Gallagher, like I uh, mm. Christy. I have no idea. Um, I've heard him say that. He won't really tell me much about it. If I had to guess, I would say that he's getting a lawyer to help form an association with of the teams in the pits to maybe so they can set some rules or something. That is just my guess. I mean. He can't be suing for to get his points back or whatever, can he? I mean, that's not. He doesn't know where he's finished. He can't do that. I, I don't know. I, I, that's my only guess. I don't know what that means. Well, the lawyer, it's in the lawyer's hands now. Kenny, do you know what that means? Yeah. I know everything, uh-huh. and I cannot tell Christy because she's not a huge Chad Reed fan. She was. She <laughs> I am yeah, a huge Chad Reed fan. Then get your shit yeah, straight. He has three kids, not two. <laughs> uh, Christy, yeah, so that's all we got. That's all I know. Yeah, he, so Unless, I'm just joking, Christy. He's right. He's. He's uh, you know, he's taking into his, he's taking legal action, and I know that, you know, papers have been passed around. I'm just saying, you guys, you guys nitpicked the sport, and when he says a huge bomb like that, no one says anything. I've asked him, Christy. I've asked him. He's like, eh, he won't really tell me. So I don't. I don't if really it's in know. the lawyer's okay. hands, you can't talk about it anyway. So yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you guys would know more than us. We're at home fans, and he says lawyer. I'm like, no, like what, what, I'm uh, with you. what? I'm with you, Christy. I don't know what else to tell you. He won't tell me. T- tweet him. So, All I don't. Right. I don't yeah, well, privacy, privacy. I'm not going to talk about it because my pass will get pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know well, what. Well, ask JP yeah. when he comes on. Okay, we'll do that. 
Absolutely. And All I right, guarantee thank you. you. Have a good night, guys. Th- thanks, Christy. I appreciate it. I got news for Christy. We're She's not, probably getting the same answer. We're not getting much out of JT. Uh, Phil, you got a Kiefer question. Yeah, uh, for one, I want to win that helmet if I can. Uh, two, Kiefer, since 09 to now, what do you think have been the best changes for the CRI 450 bikes? Uh, just the changes in general? Yeah. I feel like 09 has been like, was like, was the best CRF 450 bike. And then from then till now, what do you think from the best changes? Well, Phil, I'm going to have to disagree with you. The 09 really? was probably the worst. the worst handling motorcycle I've ever ridden in my life. The 08's good. I loved it. 08 is really good. And me and Travis were talking about this on the way up. The 2012 frame and motor were pretty good. We liked that motor and, and geometry. Um, Honda kind of went forward with uh, a more front-end steering motorcycle and maybe a little bit twitchy on the fast stuff. So slower, we were talking about this, slower vet guys seem to like that bike better just because it's easier to handle and they can steer off the front end. So just depends how you ride, Phil. I mean, if you're if you're a front-end steering guy, you probably really like the new Honda. So I do, actually. But yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's what I got for you, bud. There you go, Phil. Ooh. Thanks, man. Thanks, Thanks Phil. Man. Thanks. Yep. I uh, appreciate it. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of riders would run away from that 09 CRF 450. That was really bad. You didn't <clears throat> like it either, did you? I did not like yeah, it. I mean, we I, talked I, about this before. I, yeah. I didn't race it, but I, I rode it. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you, I remember we had this conversation where you're like, it wasn't a good bike for no. whatever reason. Um, Tedesco rode that year, right, Kenny? Yes. 09. That, but, you know, Tedesco's one of the guys that hated it, and he goes 1-1 at Lakewood on it. Right. Just destroys everybody. He would have went 1-1 on an electric bike that night. He was on it. He was on rails. Niche. Notice how he said that night. Because it was that night. That's right. It was, it was a night race. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the show. Uh, Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, Devin Gibbs, we got our ticket winner for courtesy of Pivotworks. Yep, his name was uh, Jake Cyrus. Ah, right on. Congratulations, Jake. You're going to Dallas courtesy of Pivotworks. Fantastic uh, bunch of guys, and uh, we appreciate it. Okay, so we're still talking, uh, still more stuff to give away. Still more X-Brand Goggle uh, tear-off questions and BTO Sports Gabba Gibbs and the NFAB question of the day. Maybe some future headlines. We'll see what happens. But still talking about uh, San Diego and uh, and the race there. Uh, I'll start with Preston first. Uh, Kennard won his second race of the year. Uh, he's now tied with Kenny for the most wins of the year after six races. I'm surprised. You? I'm not surprised. I, th- I thought Trey's speed's been good. Uh, Roxon has good speed. I just... Trey sometimes has some crashes that I... Right. I, like, he has more wins than Dungey and more wins than Tomac, and to me, that's a surprise at this point. Not that he has a win. I, I'm sure, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm not surprised because okay. he, he goes fast, and w- when he stays on two wheels, I mean, he does really good. He's, do you sometimes watch him with one eye closed like I do? Like, uh... He, ju- <laughs> he just has some crashes where I... Like, usually when you watch people ride, like, like I think Roxon, I can tell when he's going to crash. Mm-hmm. You can almost kind of see it coming mm-hmm. with guys like Trey. Boom, it's just an explosion, and he's on the ground, and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> right, right. That, he had that, a good one in practice, too. I don't know if you, you see it. I think, was that on the same jump that Cooper went yes, down on? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was the landing or if it was the takeoff, but yeah, right it, in that it was, section. It was that yeah, same section. Yeah, same section, yeah. and he landed up on the, ended up on the other lane. Yeah, right. Yeah, I saw that. So uh, uh, no doubt about it. It's, uh, it's a great job to see that Trey's doing it. Um, we're kind of seeing four guys break away a little bit uh, in the points right now. So, who do you like, Travis, to take this right now? I mean, who do you? I mean, Dungey has eleven point lead um, on on Kenny Roxon. I've always been a Dungey fan, mm-hmm. just because I love his style and his form, and you know how calm he is on the bike. Um, 
but Roxon just has some sheer corner speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are kind of my two picks. Oh, really? You should go either first guy in the points or second guy in the points. You're going to pick as the winner. <laughs> I mean, hey. How's that limb? Well, how about this, Steve? If you would have sat me down at before the first race, right. those, those would have been my two picks anyway. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. Waffle. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got to say, uh, Tomac's, Tomac went down, uh, closing in on Reed. And uh, at the time, I thought after the race, I thought that it was a little dirtier than I thought. But really, when you watch it on the replay on TV, it wasn't that bad of a pass, Kiefer. It was, I mean, he was just trying to go for it. Yeah. I mean, just kind of caught Chad's foot peg or whatever and right. went down. And I think he kind of, when he accelerated, it slid back into a swing arm or whatever. Yeah. And was, it a, it was, was it a bad move by Tomac or no? Uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad move. I, I think it was kind of rushed, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. But yeah, I, don't, I don't think it was, like, gnarly aggressive, no. Right. He ripped through the pack fast. Whew, he was on it. Yeah. He's he was fast. catching Chad at the end there. Yeah. So that that could have been a really good race. Well, I just want to like Trey's mental toughness that race was gnarly. Like it was, yeah. having someone up your ass the whole time and not make a mistake like he usually does. That I mean, just from us racing. I mean, you know, when someone you can hear the guy up your ass, mm-hmm. you don't know where he's going to be, and he just kind of rode his line. He didn't care. He didn't cut it inside. He flowed, and yeah, it was impressive. I, I I thought that almost helped Trey because when you have somebody on your ass like that, you either one you know yeah. can't. Do it, and, and you crumble under the pressure. Or Trey stepped up, and I think the pressure helped him because he had to stay more focused. And they both stopped tripling up that section near yeah. the end it at the same p- time. And I was like, he's going to get him every lap yeah. when Trey didn't do it, and then Kenny didn't. But do it that was a him. smart move because yeah. it was getting sketchy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Trey told me after the race that it was getting such stutter bumps in the rut. You had to slow down to make sure you weren't in the main rut. And then when you're slowing down, you know, it's slow. Set, and, and then Spending too much time setting up for yeah, it. And yeah. Then, and if you didn't set up for it, it was, like, really sketchy to jump up to it. Paul, I, throwing you on the spot here a little bit, but after six races in the 450 class, who's a surprise to you and who's a bit of a disappointment? Oh, man. I know. I, I agree, actually, with everything uh, Preston just said, I, I think Dungey's being Dungey, and it's pretty cool to see. I, I enjoy watching him as well. I enjoy watching Roxon. Talking about the corner speed of Roxon, I've never seen somebody hit a, a, a ball corner in Supercross, a rutted ball corner yeah. in Supercross. Anaheim won in my life. Roxon, mm-hmm. that one by rider seating right before the triple, if you guys can remember. Oh, I do track. remember that. Yes, sir. He was just yeah. laying it over. Right before like, the triple. Stephen average. Yes. Right before the triple. Yes. Like, unbelievable. It, it was Wasn't just even, a, I mean, off the last jump, he was seated foot yeah. out on the gas through Un- the whole thing. Unbelievable. A thing of beauty yeah. I can't even describe. And it was but, a deep rut, too. Yes. Life yes. worked really well. And a couple, guys, a couple guys were trying to do it like him. Uh, I can't even remember, like Shorty hit That's it. good. You saw that. Dude, that it was, was gnarly. Yeah, it was, was gnarly. Good. I'm glad you saw it, too, because yeah. I didn't know if I anybody thought, else talked I about it. I thought he needed a steel frame. <laughs> I thought that, but, I mean, obviously. It's, no, I'm glad both you guys saw that. That was, that Did you was see it, Kenny? pretty amazing. Kenny uh, has nothing to do with the race team. Remember <laughs> that? No, now, now all of a sudden he's taking the, uh, the, the praise for the performance of the bike. <laughs> right, right. But he has nothing to do no, with the race team. No, giving praise to my guys. We just... You can't do that guy could go. We designed that frame. Hey, that guy could ride like he just needs to be comfortable on a motorcycle. And if he's comfortable, he's going to go through his corners like that. That's You know, what? It was, it was really surprising to see him make that mistake at Oakland because he doesn't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, when we were talking during the, 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 the shows, we're like, Kenny's not going to make a mistake. Like, his worst job is going to be like a third or a fourth. Like, and that's with him being sick or whatever. To see him go for that triple. And go yeah, two he, and a half. That was so surprising. Yeah, he, he 
you know, getting back to that race, he just like totally, like he says, he brain farted. Mm-hmm. And what happened was he, you know, he passed Chad in that corner. He looked up, he seen short up there and he knew that Chad was there and Chad's a, a tough guy to pass. And that track was hard to pass on. So he said, you know what? I just got to do my regular thing and mm-hmm. get out, get around Andrew as fast as I can. And I'm sure that's, you know, he just farted in his brain and that's what happened. Farted but, in his brain. Yeah. Brain. brain. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, he's had like that one race. Yeah, that was surprising. He was on his way to go win that race if he doesn't crash, probably. Mm, probably. Probably. I agree with you. And last week he still had some, you know, cobwebs to shake out. You know, he got fourth. And then this week he got he got second. And he's that section you guys are talking about, you know, jumping on three right there. You know, that's where he caught Trey, he caught Trey there. Well, Nick was yeah. in the line. Right. Trey didn't do it for like two laps or three laps, and then did it. And Dick was in the line, and yeah, Kenny couldn't. Yeah. Do it. They ruined him in the whoops. Yeah. yeah, Kenny couldn't do it, and that's where they got away. But that's not an excuse. Like Kenny's not saying that's the reason why. Nick did slow him down, but you know Kenny's like, you know what? He got around me at the beginning of the race where he shouldn't have, and that's why I lost the race. He's not using that as an excuse. You know, I know they made some changes to the bike before. And it took him a little bit to settle in to get comfortable on the, the change they made. And I thought his second part of the race was way better than the first part of the race the way he rode. You didn't give me your surprise and disappointment. Oh. We got, you just we, said we, you, agreed with, you just yeah. agreed with Travis. Um, surprise. Uh, can't say many. Shorty's fifth at the opening round was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking further back. I love how there's two spots every week for a privateer guy. Like it's a crapshoot. There's 18 solid guys, yeah, and then one or two guys well, can jump a in thinner now. But yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, and and Tevin Tapia making the main at the opening round. If you We're not talking about A one though. I'm talking I, about just, I know, this oh, season, but yeah. in general, there's been a Tevin Tapia like every week. It yeah. seems like, and that's yeah. surprising to hey, me. Uh, and Ronnie Stewart this week, exactly. Um, Keely Rusk uh, won a semi, won a which semi. was surprising. That was unbelievable. On a Yamaha, which made you two. Yeah, I like that. He was riding really good. I was. I didn't like that. <laughs> and then uh, disappointment would be Davey, for sure. I yeah. think uh, – I don't know what's going on there. And, Said he's and, sick. Yeah. yeah. And it's – you know, it was cool to see him jump right back in at the Monster Energy Cup. Just boom, hey, I'm back. I'm on my new ride. Right, right back where I'm supposed to be. And Trey obviously had a good night, but threw it away in the third main. But, yeah, I think uh, – Seeing uh, Trey get two wins early, I gotta agree with you on that. I think I, I, I see think him getting wins. Preston, and, Preston yeah. didn't agree with me, but no, what, I mean whatever. four four different winners in six rounds can't yeah. get much better than that. And no. I agree, you're, those four are starting to kind of take control of things now. And I think when Barsha gets back, the jury's out on that signing. We'll see when he gets back how he does. Yeah, I think that's been an it's been an okay thing so far. Preston. It's been a, a reverse uh, he's, confidence. He, you know, I, I just think that. What You're our JGR expert here. In well, this room, you know, right it, it was an unfortunate, you know, crash, mm-hmm. you know, that he got injured. But I think they've made a lot of good changes recently to the bike, and I feel like he, he was definitely. I think okay. once he comes back, things are going to be good. He's made if some he, changes. If he's injury, if he's injury free or whatever, he's feeling healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel he's right. definitely on the upswing now. Okay. This just in: Preston thinks the Yamaha is fine. Uh, they, all yeah. right, let's get to some questions. Uh, these guys have been hold for a while, and JT's on the line too. Cody, you have a general bike question. Yeah. All right. Yeah. For Kiefer, I was just I was wondering. I'm shopping around for a, a new 450, and I'm just wondering what he would say for someone that doesn't get to ride too often, but I mean rides enough. So I guess something that's reliable. Well, don't on the new Yamaha. Yeah, you Yamaha. <laughs> Yamaha. Yamaha. Well, let me hold on. Everybody. Don't read the new Dirt Rider because they screwed DV's oh, opinion. Oh my god! Here and we go. They F DV out of everything. No, they didn't. All right. 
So, it, I mean, if you're looking for reliability, I mean, straight up, it's hard to beat a Honda and a Yamaha. It, those two bikes are great. Go ahead. You got That's something? bullshit. What, Suzuki? <laughs> Dude, I've had a Suzuki dyno oh. for 75 hours. The tranny, people stepping on that thing. The Here Suzuki drivetrans and motors are good. On the RCH setup on the pit thing. <laughs> it don't yeah. matter. The engines, dude. What's what's more durability testing than guys that don't know how to ride? Just cranking on the transmission, dumping the clutch, never, you know, th breaking any. Trains. Are you talking about dyno time? Is that what you're talking about? I'm just talking about people riding uh, hours. The thing had hours on the motorcycle. Well, I, from my experience, Suzuki. I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Honda, everything. Honda, Yamaha. My experience. Uh, Kenny wants a Suzuki. Travis, Travis says Yamaha. Yeah. So, yeah, Lindsay's okay. saying Husqvarna over I here. mean, it depends how much money you want to spend. I just rode that new KTM. That's actually really good, too. Yeah, I was actually was wondering about that, too. Hey, pick a color. How about that? Pick a color because they're all good. They are all good. At He's the end right of the about day, that. They're all good. But That's it, the level that most guys ride. Just from sheer you know, durability, those are the two that I've had the best luck with. Hey, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite co-host, rank and order, one, two, three? Uh, Watson, Lindsay, Kiefer. I would go Kiefer Watson, Lindsay. Suck it, oh. suck it, Dub. <laughs> it's okay. You got more. You got more airtime than me, Layla. You're better. You, I'll, I'll, I, I'll, I'll tell you. Like I've listened to a few shows with Chris on it, and I think he does a really, really, really good job. Oh, thanks, Dub. I like, I like how honest he is. He's, he's, he is man enough to say he gets his nails done, and you know, nothing wrong with wearing Burberry and yeah, jeans. All, yeah. all right. Thanks, Cody. Thanks, Cody. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Austin, you got a Kenny Watson question? Austin? Oh, hey, what's up? What's up? I don't know the phone kept cutting out there. Sorry. What's your uh, question? So, first of all, I just got to say, I'm uh, stoked to have Watson on the show. <laughs> all no right. Problem. Hey, I'll give you my number. You can call me anytime, bud. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> just be like um, but, uh, you know, mostly because uh, I've been riding Suzuki's now for a little while. Mm -hmm. awesome and motorcycle. I've been uh, eating those Jimmy John sandwiches. Perfect. Which totally helps with the riding. <laughs> but no, when when you guys got that deal and I saw the press release, I like dream team right there. Yeah, freaky fast, bro. Hey, where are you oh. from? Where are you from? Uh, Washington. Okay, this guy right here. <laughs> Frequent visitor of Canada too. I'm oh, sorry. fantastic. Oh yeah. Do we have a question? But, uh, no. So my question uh, is. With these Suzukis, I love them. But is there something with the clutch on them that uh? Oh, Kiefer's nodding. Kiefer's nodding. I don't know about my dyno bike. It works pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you talk to uh, Chris about this. I mean, I, I've ridden, you know, I've, I've I've ridden like an 01 RM. I have like two 08s right now. Like the new bikes, like every single clutch, it just doesn't have that. I don't know. It's just spongy. Okay. What do you, Kiefer? What do you know? Spongy's a different word. I don't. I don't use spongy, but I use. <laughs> um, they seem to burn out quicker than other clutches. Like they they slip sooner. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, I. I mean. I don't know. I've even put aftermarket stuff in it, and still just has this weird feel to it. Hmm. Yeah. Feeling wise, I mean, honestly, it's hard to beat a worked connection and clutch lever and perch. From my personal, just like feeling, as far as having a good lever feel. Okay. Um, Try putting a Henson basket in it right. in, a, in that whole cut. I mean, that's what we do on the race team. Yeah. Uh, not we, they. 
That's what they do. They uh, <laughs> on Thursday he I, does that. I, I put in. I, I don't put shit in. I don't even make the calls anymore to order those things. But the race what team, the and I know the Henson is seems like it's a really really good component to put in your bike. Yeah, right on. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah, any, any kind of aftermarket, like a Henson and a Recluse, those two are, are really good for that bike. Yeah, guys, yeah. I got a great story about Henson when we get done with this caller. You guys are going to uh, love it. And, and Worst Connection <laughs> official sponsor of the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTO Sports and Fly Racing. So check out sponsor deals, bro, to save yourself money at Worst Connection. Fly gear, Austin. best out there, bro. Thanks for supporting the team, buddy. Thanks, Austin. Oh, yeah, I, and hey, I'm using those sponsor deals all the time. Awesome, perfect. Good job. Thank good you. Good job. Show, show 200. <laughs> Who's your top three co-hosts? Oh, man. I, you know what? There's like probably a three-way tie. Jerk with off. Watson, Watson and Tick Nap, <laughs> you, you got to get the seven dudes deuce on there. He's coming in like two weeks. Yep, perfect. And uh, Villeman, just yeah, I like Villeman. him yelling at people. Yeah, yeah. yeah Vill- Villeman's very opinionated, and so Kiefer is not in the top three. Done. No, okay. I'm out. All right. Uh, you know what? It's just the Yamaha thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your show. All right. No problem, Austin. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, man. All right. Last question before we get to our X Brand segment. Ian, what's up? Oh, hey. How's it going? Good. What's your question? Hey, great show. Congrats on the 200 shows. Thank and, you, man. Uh, Thanks. I really enjoy all the content you guys put out. We try. We're working hard. Hey, I just had a sort of a dumb theory about the, yeah. the, lawyer, the lawyer comment with Chad Reed. And I think he got the lawyer to um, actually sue the FIM slash Gallagher slash AMA to get points back. You're wrong. Because I think you're wrong. Uh, well, but you're not even. What? How is he going to get points? Like, what points would he get right. back? Because they DQ'd him. So, what would he? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I think he has a couple really good arguments. And uh, I, mean, I mean, I'm not hey, saying I haven't studied the rule book, right. but I think he obviously he got screwed. And I think uh, yeah. a precedent, b due process. You know, like mm-hmm. you but, know when when the rule book is empty and it doesn't explicitly say. You know, you broke X rule, we get the black flag, you then. There has to be a precedent of when the black flag was used in that situation, and there is none. And B, his lawyer should argue that he didn't get any due process, right? I mean, you know, the well, fundamental. You have a good point, but what, our, what's his lawyer you know? going to say? Yeah, no, I. I, you're I gonna, you would have got fifth, so you're going to get fifth place points? You you can't no, you no. can't speculate. The, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> no, give him the points that of the position he was in at the time he was flagged. So like what that. do you do? You just push everybody back a few points? Yeah. That that rode the whole race. You can't just say what if. What happens? Yeah, he could have went and crashed. You can't do yeah. that. I think I what what I personally think is going on is there. He he he's is doing what he's going to do. Like he said, he hired an attorney. And I don't think if you listen to his interview, it's not about him trying to sue to get points back. It's to make a point. So whatever that means, it's not he's not suing for positions, championship points. He's he's going after whoever he's going after is to prove a point and to change the face of of the future of motocross or supercross. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe I just think it'd be cool if he's sued to get his points back. You know, yeah. I think he I would too. to get something. I, I agree with you 100%, but you can't do that. I mean, my, my biggest grief I have for the whole thing is we, I lived this thing last year with Brock Tickle when he got torpedoed by Michael Essie. Okay? And my, my fight was, are you going to let this guy race the rest of the night? You should, he could be disqualified for maliciously taking our guy out. 
Well, their comeback to me was they're never going to disqualify anybody until they could go through the procedure of looking at video. <laughs> that work? Yeah, looking at video and talking about it among themselves. So they're going to let him go through the end of the, you know, until the end of the night, and then they'll make their decision, which they did, and they choose not to disqualify him, and they were going to fine him. And my fight was, so you could just take somebody out, and and you're just going to get fined. I said, you're going to have big problems when you have these guys that make millions of dollars taking people out, and they'll just write you a check for 50 grand, and it doesn't matter. Their comment was, well, there'll be certain rules, not certain rules, there'll be, there'll be, it'll be adjusted under circum, different circumstances. When he said that, I knew there was going to be a problem eventually, and that's where it is now. And I feel bad for Chad. It's, it's bullshit because he always right. says, you can't hurt a rider by taking his points. You only can hurt the riders by taking their money because that's what they're here for. Well, maybe for Michael yeah. Essie, you could take money away from him and it's going to hurt him. But Chad Reed, yeah, you're not going to take money away from him to hurt him. You could take points away, and that's exactly what they did. All right, Ian, we got to run. You make some good points, though. I'd like to see what happens for sure. But I made, I made some right. better points, though. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> All right, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Uh, not too much. Just listening to you guys ramble. Now, JT, pre- what did you like? Did you like my ramble? Preston? Uh, yeah, I thought you had some good points. Thank Pre- you, sir. Preston says it's easy. Preston says it's easier to be a shorter rider in supercars yeah, than like you would know. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you just didn't hold it on in the whoops. Ricky did it fine. <laughs> totally, yeah. You just, you just let off. <laughs> Put Ricky on his bike, and I'd like to see Ricky go through the whoops on that thing. Well, you, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> did Did he used to tell you that when you were his teammate? Just pin it through the whoops. Who, Ricky? No, this guy, Jason. Yeah. Weren't you on his team on the Husky? Uh, no. Yeah, we were on the <laughs> same team, but I never <laughs> saw him. We, we were so Ferrari. scared to death just staying on the bike. You know, they're... Yeah. The Ferrari. Nobody store. was telling anybody to pen anything on that bike. <laughs> hey, he didn't, you didn't look too scared in Houston that night. Ferrari story. Well, half the epic. people crashed, so. <laughs> All right, then get back the check in the trophy. <laughs> just to recap, JT, uh, uh, five straight motos out of gas. On the Husky 250. Yeah, and then the sixth one, my crank went out. Right. <laughs> a little bit different than the Husky we're seeing out there. Yeah, just, just a, that's a tad different than Jason Anderson's Husky. Uh, Fly Racing Light Hydrogen Gears revolutionized the world of lightweight racing apparel. Inspired by Canard and Short, the Light Hydrogen line has been fine-tuned over the past four years. Unlike other lightweight gear in the market, the Fly Racing Light Hydrogen line has kept all the premium features like zipper lock and patented 2D buckle system. Flyracing.com, bro. Fly Racing, best gear out there, Fly bro. gear, best out there, bro. That ain't no lie. <laughs> Watson's is haunted by that drop. Haunted no, by I'm, that drop. I'm not haunted by anything. I think it's really uh, nice. JT, welcome to the show. Um, let's get right into the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. <laughs> Fuck it. Hey, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser, and they're for everybody in the studio here and JT, but not me. Thank God. Wow. Are there any questions about when JT lost his virginity again? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> like last week. What age were you, Jay? No. When JT, JT refused to answer. Oh, yeah. He, and I agree. It's really? stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Huh. We're not answering that kind of yeah, filth not... and trash on the show. That's why Paul <laughs> left. That's fun. That's why Paul left. X-Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere. Gary Sutherland, Jessica Patterson, Nick Way, uh, um, Brock Tickle, Michael Lessie, Vince Freeze, Austin Politelli, Michael Lieb. Josh uh, Strang. Alex Martin, Ben LeMay, if he ever races again. What about that LeMay yeah, for what, Hill switch? Did they really clip him? They did. For Hill. Yep. And then Hill didn't make the main. Yep. 
But come on, on paper. I don't know paper, but it doesn't matter. He didn't make the main. This is what I got out of it, and I talked to some people pretty close to it. Ben LeMay has ridden for that team for three years. Right. They have sat down with him numerous amount of times in the past and this year, and there are some issues that they've had with him, and he knew about those issues, and he knew this could have happened. Issues if, on the track or off? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. But they said, you know, he's, they could say, oh, they screwed him. They gave him a ride for three years to prove himself and helped him. And th- they obviously didn't see, you know, what they wanted to see, and they weren't happy. And you know what? I think it was just time to part, just like, you know, when we had to do that with Hill after Supercross. Um, I like how people say, like, it's time to part, but the rider doesn't think it's time to part. They, do they, don't, ever, they, don't, they don't ever do. Yeah, right. Ben LeMay doesn't do. think it's time to I part. I mean, dude, I had riders on my team when I used to have to do that that were my really good friends, and they didn't think it was time to part either. And it was time to part, and you know it, it came down to it. It's this was part of the deal. It's a Paul. Dirty... You've clipped guys, I'm sure, as a team owner. We were just talking about that, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, Parkers. That was. But the difference is like the difference between like my team and Paul teams. We paid our guys in full. They'd have to take Paul to court. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody took us to court. Everybody got paid. Kyle Partridge got screwed. Jerk <laughs> um, off. Um, hey, um... <laughs> who else? JT. I heard JT chime in. Uh, no, that was his drop, actually. Oh. Um, okay, the X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere, uh, eksbrand.com. Use the code PULPSHOW14 to save yourself money. Yeah. Are you ready for these questions? Is everybody ready? Yes, sir. 15 seconds or less, you have to answer these in. Everybody, Fuck 15 it. seconds or less. Nope. Do we have to yell our name first? Like, no. Okay. no. And if you don't, you get smacked <laughs> in the knuckle with a ruler. Or something. You can get I use smacked in your finger with a ruler and someone could Listen, break can I, their can hand. Can I keep this? I'm going to take this home. You really can. I'm, I'm, Which like, one is it? I've been enjoying it. He's infatuated night. by the donut. I, I am. I'm just sitting <laughs> there staring at this bitching little Which one Dunlop, is it? Brock Glover. You can maybe have two of them. Hey, Chris you know Johnson on the backside. I think you should cut it out and put you on there. It's a Nuva ring. you want all the money? Okay. All right. Let's go. X-Brand Goggle Taros. Let's All do right, it. Paul, you're first. Oh, okay. Okay, when you left, how many shows did you honestly honestly think Steve would make it without you? Infinite. I I, I thought they were going. No problem. All I right. said that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kiefer. Yep. Uh, your buddy Preston is a writing coach. Yes. But what what's a flaw in his own in his own writing? <laughs> your questions are so jacked. Um, <laughs> Corey Moser. Blame him. A flaw in his one of our writing. Employees. Yeah, his writing. God, that's tough to do. Um, that's easy to do. Hold on. You put someone on Instagram a little while ago with a flaw that you were doing. In a yeah, photo. I, toe, I, your toe I, wasn't in or something. Yeah. Trav, I, I could, I could tell you what you. I, I got one. I got okay. one lately. All right, twelve seconds. Flag, flag, flag on the play. Seat bounce. Fifteen seconds. <laughs> He's yeah. holding on with three fingers. It's tough for Travis to stand up out of a corner and and not seat bounce to jump. So he's lazy and seat bounces. No, he's just tall and it's tough. No, no. but you're true. A little lazy. Yeah. All right, seventeen seconds. Flag on JT, yeah. <laughs> who was a better mechanic in their prime, Mathis or Watson? Mathis, for sure. Sorry. Uh, I would have to say Mathis because he actually at least worked on factory equipment. Hey, so talking about that side, this is the story I wanted to talk to you about. Put your motor, put, um, we were uh, talking to a, a caller called in about his Suzuki and what could he get, do better, you know, make it work better with the clutch. And I said, call Henson. This is a great story. I worked for... We're, we're doing a segment right I now. I know, but this is... We're talking about mechanic skills. Okay. So when I was a mechanic, Hinson just came out, and they sent me a clutch basket. I'm like, oh, cool. So I take the stock one out. I, I go to put it in, and I'm like, it's missing the hub. Like, where's the gear? 
Where's the gear? And I call him, and I'm like, you didn't send the gear with it. The guy's all, Ron Henson's like, well, you got to drill the gear off and, and rivet it back in. And I'm all, huh? What are you talking about? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and he's like, really? So I had it the night before the practice on Friday, and I worked for uh, – Iron Sheik, yeah, and I put the stock one back in and told him I put it in. <laughs> <laughs> so then I took it to a local shop and had them press it together for me. <laughs> okay. All right, next question. All right, Preston. If you had to choose between Watson and Mathis as your factory Honda mechanic, who would you choose? Well, after that story, Mathis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did motors, four-stroke motors. I, Watson didn't never. You never no, did a four-stroke no. motor part. Hey, I mean, Watson. Watson's a good time. That's what Watson is. Jesus. I mean, because when you rode for Motor Triple X, Ulo was your mechanic. Kenny was no, just the manager. No. Sean didn't start being his mechanic. <laughs> oh. I hired him a mechanic, and the guy put the crank in upside backwards or <laughs> upside down. Hey, 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 <laughs> you know what? He came through a lot that year because I had a mechanic, and I don't know what something was going on. Who I don't remember the guy in the beginning. Who was it? Dude, I don't even remember where he came from. You guy who's who like him? straight. Who hired him? I I don't know where he in any was. He only lasted Did two you or three races. Him? Did you hire no, him? Well, kind of. No, no, no. You know who he was? He was Jordan's buddy. Yeah, he came from MMI. He was Jordan's buddy. And well, how bad could he have been? He came from MMI. MMI. He was right. terrible. But he had no no racing experience. Yeah, nothing. back then MMI wasn't the thing to do like it is now. It was like taking a gamble. Back I don't know then. if it is yeah. now either, though. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, more popular. He, he just yeah. had no experience, and he was there for two or three races, and he was gone, and I was hurting. And Kenny oh, found so Yulo. Yulo. Yeah, Kenny you found knew Yulo. Yulo through Sheik. Yep, because yep, right. I used to go stay at Shawnee's house in right. Debs in New Jersey back in the day. And Shawnee uh, was, you know, he worked for the team before, the year before. Yes. On, on, for Deegan. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, so let's stop right there. I got a great story of how I met Sean. Okay. That was that year, 1998, Phoenix Supercross, when they had it in the old stadium. Sun Devil, yeah. Yep. yep. Sun Devil. So that was in Birdwell, the day. Birdwell made the main that day, by the way. <laughs> he Math- made the day show. Math is tuned. <laughs> Pink. Okay. So remember in the day you had to like qualify to get to the night show? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So me and Deegan were doing like a daytime qualifier or something to get to the night. I took Deegan out in the last corner before the finish line. Deegan still What year would De- Deegan would have been on what team? Motor Triple X. He was on yeah. Motor Triple X. Right, right. So I had one of my buddies that was in college there as my mechanic. Okay. So Shawnee's working for Deegan. Well, I my mechanic gets on the back of the bike or riding up through the tunnel. Deegan gets on, or Shawnee gets on the back of Deegan's bike. Deegan races up to the side of us. Our mechanics start fighting as we're riding up the tunnel. And I don't shut the throttle off. Brian doesn't shut his throttle off. And our mechanics are fighting each other on the bikes going up the tunnel. That's how I met Sean. <laughs> nice, nice. Gotta have that guy. That sounds like something like Berluti would do, too. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> all right, next question. All right, Watson. Yes, Out sir. of all the sponsors you've landed, which one is your most proudest? Oh, that's a tough question. I would have to say the Soaring Eagle. It's where the goat gambles, I heard. Nope, he gambles at Saquon. Sorry. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, Paul. If you were going to start a new satellite race team from scratch, you how much not- money would you need? 250 or 450 <laughs> uh, That's a pretty arbitrary question. I get that a lot. Let's actually. do 450 Two-man team. I mean, there's so much to it, but, I mean, these a days. A ballpark. Give, me, give us a ballpark. One point, if you want to do it right, 1.5. Oh, I thought it would be more than that, actually. Now, a lot of people think it's more, but I, I think you could do a team 
right now today for I mean again it what are you paying on, the riders right yeah there's so many questions right. do you have a race shop are you mm-hmm. buying the semi are you leasing the semi right. do you have a crew chief do you right. I mean, do you hire a guy mechanic like myself yeah right all it's right. it can vary quite a bit, but that would be sort of the target range. I would say 1.5 if you wanted to do it right. Okay. All right, next question, uh, Kiefer. Hmm? When you close your eyes and think of Kenny Watson, mm-hmm. do you picture Moto Triple X, RCH, or something else? Hmm. I picture him naked on a quad. <laughs> I, I picture him. I picture him with uh, sorry. I picture him with uh, red or pink hair, uh, working for a, a de- uh, uh, chic. No. Working for Sheik. No, I never had pink hair when I worked for Sheik. That was one of my rules that I had to have a team shirt on at the races, and I couldn't have freaky color hair. So you had freaky color hair when? When I worked for Deacon. Right. In 97? When we were hanging out, me and you? Mm-hmm. When we were buddies? Yes. Oh, I don't remember that. Yep. And it was only freaky hair for like two races. That's it? But I got shit for it, and then the same year, the year after that, Randy Lawrence and McGrath showed up with blue hair. And it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and everyone was like, that's cool, and the Japanese guys are doing ads, the Japanese, and that was funny, when I went to Honda and interviewed at Honda, all they could talk about was me with the colored hair, and I'm all, but McGrath and, and Randy Lawrence had blue hair at Yamaha. They're all, yeah, but they won. I'm like, ah, I get it. All right. Oh, oh, Kiefer. Uh, yeah, Kiefer. yeah, I would I would say Moto Triple X, but a quick Kenny story. Yeah, oh, what? I, so before the show, I said to Kenny, do you know Kiefer? Yeah. And I should have realized, of course, this being Kenny Watson, he's got a story with everybody, <laughs> Kenny's corner, and he's like, ah, I went to Reno with Kiefer <laughs> 10 <Yeah>. years ago. <laughs> I, I went, me and Casey have been longtime friends. I went down to Casey, and Casey, uh, Casey was helping Ken, or Kenny was helping Casey to go to Reno, so we all hopped in he the He wrote truck. for the Plano Honda team. Right. So we all hopped in the to go to ride the Reno Cross. What do we drive up there? His rig, I thought, with the trailer. Yeah, we. I know where we drove a truck and a trailer. Yeah. Did Kenny lock himself in the back with a magazine and a flashlight? No, no he yeah. was shotgun. I was in the back. We That's raced. What we did in '96 with the one <laughs> guys. And uh, it was a two night deal. I didn't make the the main the first night. The second night, big bore or no? No, it's okay. pre that. All right. <laughs> and I I made the main. I won the last chance qualifier. So I was super stoked. It's kind of the first time I actually did anything. Right. And uh, I rolled back the trailer. And my first memory of Kenny, he walks over to me and goes, Kiefer, come here. So I, I go over there, and I'm thinking. And Kenny's intimidating. I didn't know him, you know? And I'm like, fuck, what's this? He, yeah, big-time team manager. You know? And he's yeah, like, yeah. hey, man, uh, don't think you're all cool now because you won't let last gen acquire. It doesn't mean shit. So <laughs> do it, do something in the main. I go, copy that. And I just kind of left and just kind of go, fuck, this guy's on my shit all Motiv- night. No, Motivational you know what I think? Kenny. No, I think I told him. I, I don't know if you remember this, but I think – me and Casey were telling you before you went to the LCQ, we're all, and if you don't qualify, you're driving the first shift home. Because <laughs> I remember we left right after the race. Yeah, we right. bailed home. All right, next question. <clears throat> oh, wait. What? Did you answer that? Yeah, nah, whatever. Yeah, all yeah. right. All right. Uh, JT, can you try to list all the different jobs Paul has had in the industry? <clears throat> can I list the jobs that Paul Lindsay's had? Yes. Oh, no. No. I cannot. Didn't uh, even attempt. No, I I. I wouldn't know where to start. I mean, I know he worked for Elliot and Moto World and a few others, but I, I don't have a list. In Announcing front of me, no. gigs? Let me try. Let me try. Can I try? Shoot. Okay, first, he, Paul Lindsay was an international racer. Okay. Where's but, the weirdest country you ever raced in? Indonesia. Indonesia. The Cambodia. weirdest one? Cambodia? Wow. He's like the Dennis Stapleton of. Uh, yeah, exactly. You probably, yeah, you kind of. Stapleton took your gig. We, yeah. do, we joke about it oh, all the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'd say he did that, but 
Like, when he would go to the big international races, he would still go. Like, Paul still got invited to go to all the Japanese races. And no disrespect, all those guys are good. You know, Paul was a guy that got in the show. But he would make more money gambling on the airplanes on the way home. Like, literally, <laughs> turning, like, Skip Norfolk's wallet upside down. My wallet, Lampson's. Dude, and we were like, okay, we're playing, but he ain't playing. <laughs> After about the third time, we're like, no way. And he was just like, dude. That guy is banned. He, no. And then, then we started making jokes. Like, Paul's like, ah, I'm not going to Switzerland. But I might just go to play poker. <laughs> and we're like, no. So I can say, like, after you quit racing, I would think, did you start Moto World right, right then? Or what was yeah. your no, Moto- uh, oh, no, 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 no. Takati. 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 And then after Takati, you went to the Honda team. Planet. Planet Honda. Yep. Then there was Moto World. Yep. Yep. Okay, then it was Lee at Brace. Nope. You might be the only announcing? guy. Announcing? Nope. Well, announcing and. Moto World, wasn't it? No. No? Well, I did Motor World. He said that. Yeah. Okay. After Motor World, uh, eight years. Eight years of Motor World. Uh, I tried to be a super agent member. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He had. Was that right after the Motor World thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. For yeah. three years, and I did the stuff with Feld. I did the. Uh, why don't they? Why, what happened with that? Why they didn't bring it back, or did it not work? Or with what, Feld? Or yeah, with, the Feld thing. The oh, it was intermittent. It? I was doing like what Holly does. I was yeah. just doing pit interviews and podium interviews. But they didn't like to do it anymore, or what? Or. It kept changing every year, and I some years they used me, some years they... Did you go for the didn't. job that Boyer just got? Did you uh, try to get that gig? Did I try to get it? Yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. Did you try to get the Arena Cross job at Nancy? I did, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things out there. I didn't know if... Hey, you Blair did a good did. job, I thought. I didn't listen I haven't to seen it, it yet. Yeah, 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 yeah he did. I heard it. Yeah. You know, job. the good thing about him is... We got to take it easy because JT went for that job, too. Ooh, I think... Yeah. I mean, JT and I He's talked about it. I, I didn't like him. JT and I talked about it. I thought... He would probably have the upper hand because he knows the guys, and he 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 raced that race. Right. Then he goes back into the green room and talks That's about it. That's good. So He's he racing. could talk about the track breaking yeah. down. Yeah. He can talk about the riders. That's he what knows they it all. And yeah, but JT's been around. He knows what the yeah. But if you're on. not there at the event. You know, and you and, and you're just as good as another guy. He's going to nudge you out. Yeah, it's yeah. it's broadcasted way behind, and they yes. do like three or four mm-hmm. races at one time. Yeah, and, yeah. And he's uh, Daniel's going to have it JT, burned in his brain. JT, I'm glad you didn't get the job. So. Yeah, I know. You've told me many, many, okay. many, right. many times. Let's keep going. Next brand, Goggle Terrace. All right, Preston. Let's go back in a time machine. Go back 15 years. What do you picture Watson doing? 15 years? 15 years ago to the date. So 1999. Ni- Was it 1999? 15 years ago. It was 2000. Okay, okay. Okay, 2000. Yeah. 2000. So, so Plano. Yeah. So what, what do you picture him doing in the future? From now. No, when back were, then. I, when can't, you, I can't even handle the question. <laughs> in a t- hot tub time machine. You went, you, in 1999, when Kenny was your team manager, okay. what did you think his future held? Wow, that's a... Be honest. Be honest? Yeah. Did you ever think he'd be general manager of RCH Suzuki? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did because he... <laughs> I, I call bullshit. No, because, I mean, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but, like but. Travis said, when he was on Triple X, I left that team. Like, I was pretty much leaving that team, and I still helped him throughout. I said, hey, I'm moving on, yeah. but I'm still going to do whatever I need to do to, to, yeah, but that for doesn't you mean... and Sean. No, but it was always on good terms, okay. you know what I mean? And I, that's why I think that he respected what I did for him, and he mm-hmm. knew the job that I could do. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, Watson. Uh, besides DMXS... Uh, who else could do a better job than Steve hosting a podcast? Nobody. Mm. That's a good Stamp question. that. Stamp it right now. 
Pop. No one else does podcasts. I mean, the nope. MXS guys do a live radio show like this. It's, it's, no story? It's a difference. No story. No, but you know what? There's a lot of people. I mean, there's guys that try to do them. Like, Brock Tickle did this who one last podcasts? year. And I don't know who the guy was, but it was terrible. It was terrible. It was crickets. Yeah. Like, so, Brock, how you doing tonight? You know, <laughs> I'm just like, he's like, you know how Brock is. He's like a one-question guy. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't go in. It's like, you know, no disrespect to Chris Bloss. I love Chris Bloss. But he's a tough interview. Yes. Like, you a, have to is. have your notes, and you've got to be prepared for the guy. And there's guys out there that are doing I mean, you can catch them, and they're pretty yawners. I mean, it's not as easy as you think. Hmm. All right, next question. Great. Right. Uh, Paul, assuming you've been listening to the show, what has been your favorite one? Favorite episode? But I don't think he does. Oh, man. <laughs> And I, what's worse, I don't have a story prepared like everybody else. I, I, nobody told me I was supposed to bring a story to the 15-second Fucking notes. Uh, I, I think probably the one with uh, with Regal's dad, for sure, or, or Lessie. Yeah. Those were pretty yeah, those, uh, those the, were the Lessie one pretty broke, intense, yeah. broke our server. It was so much <laughs> downloaded. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. You'd think he'd be a little more happy to see me. <laughs> I don't know. He's not, though. All right. Next question. All right. Kiefer? Yep. As the newest co-host, whose shoes are the biggest to fill? Uh, well, Antonaps probably size twelve. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say Kenny actually, because that's how I started listening to the show. Because uh, I, I just randomly stumbled on it one day, and I heard Kenny. And if someone makes me laugh, it kind of draws me in. So Kenny always told it how it is, and and sometimes the truth hurts, which I think it's funny as well. <laughs> so. What uh, got you in the biggest trouble, Canard? The Canard thing with someone in the pits. What got no, you? No, I think in the... I got into more trouble with my team about some things. You know, saying oh. a couple things here and there, and about like like what was going on behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just about the way we operate and the way we do things. And do you, you know. do you, why are, why is our industry so secretive? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, it seems like everything we try to do, it can't be spoke about. Well, I mean, on. For myself, I think there was stuff on the business end, the way we do business, that other teams choose not to do it, and it's kind of our niche. And I was starting to, you know, do you think people heard, heard you on the show and changed changed up things, or I, you tell me. Look at JGR. Well, I don't know. What about them? Look at them. What, They're what? doing full hospitality, full marketing, full hot dogs, serving hot dogs, doing all that stuff. They do activation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's I a, there's a lot of other teams that are starting to to catch on of what's going on, right. and that's great. But we're not going to give them the handbook how to go do it, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. And I think it's awesome. But I, but like I'm, I'm a, I, I'm with you. Like secretive. Like if a guy gets hurt, like in the NFL, you could go and read about what what's his injury, how long he's going to be out. Well, you like know? Millsaps is keeping this big thing a secret, and you know, I'm yeah. sick. And you're like, what, what's happened? I've just been dealing with some stuff. Okay, well, while you just deal with stuff, we'll continue to say you suck. If you tell us what it is, yeah. yeah. But then if he tell if he tells you what it is, then all of a sudden he's a pussy, right? So no, it's a double sword. Everybody says this, this is an old so. debate. It's 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 like old school back from Stan and way before. They keep their injuries relatively think- secret, and on the money side. Jimmy Button had the best answer I've ever heard. It's because we don't have a, a players union like the NFL. Yeah, does. We, have, we have no I organization. Mean, yeah, yeah, so there's not they're not going to uh, divulge what the salaries are as much as the fans want to hear it. You know, that's there's certain things that aren't. The riders like, would benefit yeah. from getting together and releasing salaries. They would, but if fans, right now yeah. they wouldn't without without a union, obviously. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I, for sure. Yeah. I just think we need a little more transparency, even on that side. But even like when when riders say we need we change to certain things, you know, there's some things they can talk about that I know for a fact they can, and they just don't talk about it. And as guys that are not in the industry, 
They want to know what, what did he change? Hey, like, why is he so? Like an unspoken hey, rule. I, they, right. I agree. They, I follow up on that a lot of times. Yeah. They'll be like, we made some changes. They'll be like, what did you change? Right. And they'll be like, Ugh. like, like. like I'm I like, put dude. heat warmers on my air on my forks, yeah, and it could literally be as easy as we raise the fork yeah, oil height. Yeah, You're like, like, fuck, just tell us, right? Like, what you know, Preston was probably like one of those guys. Honda made him. Honda you know, was the worst. Honda happened. wouldn't let him tell anything. No, see, this is the thing that that you know, people say I had good podium things, whatever. Yeah. Um, I just spoke. I always said everything. I never got in trouble for saying one thing about you know taking somebody out or mm-hmm. making a change in my bike or anything, and I. Sometimes I wouldn't thank any sponsors at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I guess maybe Kenny, you know this. I hear like people, you have to thank sponsors now on the podium, or else you get fined. Is that true? Yeah, that is true. Well, JT, you, that's true, right? With with companies. Um, <clears throat> technically, yes. You know, I, I think uh, if you are a repeat offender, you're going to get fined. But if you just screw up, you know, it's definitely in your contract, though. I, I kept wondering why Jeff Fox from Parts Unlimited get thanked, and he's not even with the company anymore, <laughs> and it's in the contract. Thank mm. Jeff Fox. I'm like, what? It's in the contract. It really is. It's lame. I That's agree. I, I just prefer Travis. Obviously, everybody does, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And if then, it's so redundant, we, we get it. We all about, know who. How about Webb's interview this yeah. weekend? He made sure he got the enough in there. First, yeah. he screwed up. <laughs> That's he, right, because they called him out. Yeah. Yeah. See how little that is? Yeah. That's such a minute thing, but we think it's bitching because we don't hear nothing. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Jesus Christ, that's yeah. so bitching because he's actually real. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, but some of it's due to like just the way you are as a person. Like, for example, like I got nothing against Blake Baggett. Nice guy. Never had any problems with him, and we've always seen talked well. I don't go interview him. I don't have him on the show. It's boring. I'm just like, what mm. is with this kid? Like, give me something. Laugh something. Talk. He's grumpy, yeah, when you talk to him. Uh, yeah. He's like, serious. He's and, real you know, serious. Yeah, yeah, it's just like the way he is. And I, I, I want to provide entertainment to listeners or information, at least. He doesn't give you information. He doesn't really entertain you. So I'm kind of like, eh. He's been riding great this year, but kind of like, eh. Maybe so. he can pick up on from RJ some of that stuff. What? Oh, what? RJ was good at that. Yeah. You guys explained that we need a riders' union to to talk about salary. What, yeah. Why? What's the reasoning behind that? Like, I understand I, that. This is this is what I think. Um, JT's going to start one. Yeah. Yeah. You say a riders' union. I, I either say <laughs> it needs to be a united front with the teams to start it, and with the riders' union for the reason why is if there was a riders' union. The head of the union couldn't appeal the race to the FIM, what happened, instead of Chad personally having to go do it. That would be the representation of the riders, their union. Okay. Like when they get in trouble for football or whatever, they, if it's football, baseball, basketball, right. whatever, they have a head of the union that will go to the NFL and say, well, you know what, our client here did this. They appeal it all the time and they get suspensions that are – you know, they have their guidelines. They have their rules for steroids. You do steroids. Well, first time, you get banned four games. You do it again, you get banned 12 games, and then you're out. So we don't have that. We don't have a representation that can represent the riders to Feld, to anybody. The FIM, it's the, the book is the book, and the FIM book is just like the AMA book. They can change the rules when they want. It's a one-sided deal, and right. that's the way it is. I don't know if that'll ever change, but didn't Eichel try to start one back in the day or some yeah, shit? Yeah, and they asked him to leave. Right, um, and that was before it was. Stan dope. tried it one year. Yeah, same with him. All right, next, uh, let's keep going on right. next segment. Uh, JT, if you go to the fridge to create the sound of an ice cold beverage being cracked open, what is your beverage of choice? Uh, right now it's water, which is super lame. Uh, lame. 
Ten seconds. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been drinking anything much. I've been on this fitness kick, so I'm getting after it. Cool. Hitting that treadmill in San Diego. Come up, bring, your, bring your mountain bike down here, see what you got. <laughs> There's oh, a spare one here oh, you can borrow. On Strava, check or, me. Okay, next question. I don't, I don't think you want any of that. <laughs> All right, Preston. Besides Kiefer, what other men have you gotten many Manny Petties with? Me, none. Mm. No. I've never gone with Kiefer. Yeah, well, Kiefer, Tra- Kiefer yeah Travis was the, wasn't there. Kiefer was, on, Kiefer was on the show last night telling us how he met Heather and then also telling us how he loves man- manicures. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I, yeah. I, I, I've always had mine done solo. I don't go well, you with get another. You're, you're a closet doer, but guy? you do get them done. Well, you, I mean, I, I would never go with another man and sit. <laughs> right, you know, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think it's, I think it's weird. I was trying to hook up with some. Yeah, Kiefer doesn't nanny. like like Manny Petties. He just went there to get chicks. Right. No, he um, gets Manny's. He said he, he gets does. chicks too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question. All right. All right last questions for uh, Watson. Which year was more work for you? The first year starting RCH or your current year at R- uh, RCH? First year, for sure. Uh, Hart and Huntington. Uh, and which one was the most fun? I would say the first year, too, was because it, there was no really expectations that, you know, from a team standpoint of results, and it was more make a statement. Make a statement in the pits. You wanted, we wanted, re- you know, return customers. We wanted people coming back year after year after year. See what we were doing to build the fan base, and and that's what we did. Sweet. All yeah. right, that's been the X Brand Goggle Tariff segment. <laughs> X Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X Brand, you won't win. Lame. Uh, thanks, uh, JT. We're gonna get you back after the commercial break, or are you done? All right, you're done. Are you, are you? Can you come back? Can you join us? Yeah, I can come back. All right. <laughs> Another commercial break uh, on the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Show two hundred. 200 Pulp MX shows. That's gnarly. I can't believe it. Where'd the time go? How many years then? Like four and six weeks. Hmm. Four years and six weeks. Who can forget? Paul Lindsay and Steve Mathis starting it up. And he's back in studio again. Moto Show. The Moto Show, bro. The Moto Show. That's right. That was your name. I (laughs) I never liked that name. Wasn't the Moto Show Elrod, another dude, and Doc? I asked Doc to borrow. I came up with the name in my head, and I then subsequently found out that they had that name, but they had it on pause. They weren't using it at the time. Who's Elrod? That was his his Uh, partner. I asked Doc's permission. He said, go for it, and Mm. we kind of had a verbal, and and I brought that. So how how much did Steve have to pay you for that name? Nothing. I just didn't. That yeah. was one of the things I said. I because I, yeah. I was thinking about doing a, uh, another show later. Yeah, you said uh, let me keep the name, and and I think I owed you money from some of the equipment, or I don't know how it worked out. But you were like, hey, let's just split it, or yeah. you owed me money, or whatever. Yeah. However, it worked out. Um, we yeah, div- divorced. I wish it was that yeah. easy. I got I got the <laughs> I got the name, and he got the equipment. Yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> Two hundred Pulp MX show presented by BTO Sports and Hey, by the way, I'm glad to see that name's working out for you, bud. I'm fly gear. I'm, I'm coming. There, coming big. <laughs> Uh, hey, join us uh, after this commercial break. We've got lots, lots more here on the Pulp and Mac Show. Uh, thanks for listening. Hey, guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. 
Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Jimmy Dakotas uses Race Tech. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves. Of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent 
surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivot Works, the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivot Works stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride Pivotworks. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 
29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Welcome back, everybody. The Pulp MX Show presented by PTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, official brakes of uh, half the team in the pits, KTMPartsExpress.com. Want to save 15% on KTM parts? Uh, use the code PulpMX2014 and you'll save yourself 15%. And Black Ops Moto, better starting, better throttle response. They're all on board. Uh, check them out. Check out the website. Hey, um, guys over at Rooster X, uh, uh, we're super pumped to be a part of those guys. And they bring you Paul Lindsay tonight on the show. And uh, uh, congratulations, Paul, on that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, excited about it. Check out Pulp Nation section on the website to get your Pulp MX swag. Pulp Nation saves 20% off. These guys have been in business forever, and uh, they have the Cycle Trader Rock River team. They do graphics for all sorts of bikes, and they do the Pulp MX uh, section on the website as well. And uh, we're pumped to have them. They're our official graphic company at Pulp MX Show. So welcome back, everybody. Show 200. I've never had so much fun. I'm sure all of you have thought the same way. Red line in the front. I mean, have you ever had any? Has anything? Have you ever done anything funner, Preston? I can't think of anything funner than this. Thank you. I can. Maybe one thing. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say more fun, but probably way more gratifying. I'm glad you said more fun instead of the the editor guy over here and said funner. 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 Yeah, it's funner. Race Tech. Race Tech, world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension mod company for over 30 years. Race Tech has been supplying. Racers, riders, tuners with factory-level suspension, freeze, Dakotas, Gilmore. Use Race Tech. I guarantee you, probably 86.3% of you listening to this need some suspension work on your bike, whether it's fresh oil, new bushings and seals, spring rates for your weight and or speed, or just a, a better setup machine, Racetech.com, and uh, Pulpamex 2015 code to save 10%. All right, here's our best emails of the week. Austin sent this in. Hey, Steve, I want to thank you and the Pulp Show for bringing two under into my life. Ever since I got my Ronnie Renner edition gear shifts using the discount code, my world has been changed. I highly recommend these to anyone who wants something to work out or just for incredible support of your most prized possessions. Do your beans and Frank a favor and get some people. Franks and beans, Franks and beans. Uh, from Austin. Uh, and you've got a pair of two under, Kiefer. Yeah, i got two pairs of two under. You've been running them? Yeah. Actually, I free ball a lot, but when I do put some underwear in, that's what I do. Great. I'm yeah. rocking my two unders right now. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> that's a good oh, look he gave him. I, they're great. I, uh, <laughs> Dude, every, every week he, he, he drops some like, weirdo stuff. It gets, it gets freakier and freakier every week. You don't free ball ever? That, no, not on a motorcycle? No. no, no, not riding, but like on your way to the track. You no. free ball? No. On, on the way to the track, where do you put your gear on? You, I use like weasel squeezers or something, you know? <laughs> like right. bicycle shorts, Devin. Yeah. How's your two under? They're great, man. I, I use the. Uh, I went Joey pouch. You got a yeah. Joey pouch. Dude, they're fu- I, who, why has that not been invented? It it's is genius. invented. No, well, before yeah. until the two unders. Like, why did it take this long? No, I have. I, the, don't know. Uh, I wore the gear shifts uh, when I went riding. Very supportive, and I'm wearing the day shifts right now. Very relaxing. Jared sent this in after listening to the haters on show 199. I thought I'd bring some positive to the negative. I appreciate all the shows you put out on a regular basis. It gets me through the work week. Always awesome to have Kiefer and DV or anyone for that fact in the studio. Even Gibbs is all right in my book. Thank you for making the show possible and asking the questions no one seems to have the balls to ask. Doug said, uh, Steve, two things. First, please try and modulate the everyone's voice level better, both callers and in studio. Between you and Weege, myself and a friend, both had to turn up and down. The show is great. Voice level control sucks. Uh, the show is great. Rotating guests are awesome. Keep it up. 
Uh, Terry said, I was just wondering if anyone had discussed the possibility of Ken Roxon's father taking over from Alden Baker because of Ken's mid to late season slumps. This is something he had never previously had working with his father and now has now seems to have them. Just food for thought. Keep up the great work. And if Steve comes to Australia for the Australian MX titles in uh, uh, management, he should bring some Pulp MX merch. He would make a killing. Yeah, we've talked a lot about all, uh, Kenny switching trainers. Watson, I heard you were key behind that. No. <laughs> and, and everyone's making this into a really big, big deal. I know JT Shocking. is totally against it, but Ken has a different program going on. His dad is not his trainer. Okay, his dad is just some eyes out there from when he's riding, and he's seen the kid ride. He knows when he's comfortable, when he's not, and it's just a it's just a comfort level to have his dad there. And you know he's it's one of those deals. It's this this sport. It's you know your your family's involved, they're involved, and he wanted to have his dad involved in his life. He didn't want to lose his relationship with his father over racing, and. If it was to pick from one from the other, I think he had to make a choice. And that's me totally speculating on the whole thing. But from someone that's around it and see what's going on, I don't think there's bad blood between Eldon. I don't think anything. I just think it was time for him. He wasn't comfortable on what he was doing, and he wanted to make a change, and that's what he's done. But his dad is not his trainer. Chris said, heard you guys mocking Millsaps over him supposedly being sick for months. I had the Epstein-Barr virus. And was sick as a dog for three months. I was so weak I could barely get out of bed. If you've never had it, it's hard to imagine how weak you feel. I know most people only get it for a couple of weeks, but some can take months to get their strength back. Well, that's fine, Chris. If Millsaps has it, just tell us. Right. I mean, Red Dog had it when I worked for him, and people said it was a made-up virus. Well, I don't think it was made up because he would come back after a heat race, and he was white and dehydrated and was exhausted. I so thought I've Nico, seen it. I thought Nico Izzy might have had that because I saw him in Oakland when he pulled off, and he was over the front of the bars – like, I'm all, something is wrong. He, that, that kid has Epstein's bar. Something's going on. First thing I thought about. All right. Todd said, uh, let me. Uh, all right. All right. Moving on. Let me move this on to Preston here. Todd said, let me begin by saying I'm not a Barsha lover or hater. I was just thinking of the struggles Barsha has been having this season. Obviously, him switching bike brands and teams is a challenge. After listening to you guys talk about how Reed struggles with switching so. to a new tire brand, I thought maybe Barsha is also having issues and Preston's not listening and not hearing anything. My mic don't work. Can you we hear can me? hear you. Yeah. Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, you probably, I got to look and see and plug something else in, maybe. Something happened with, okay, so can you hear me now? I can hear you. So, uh, after listening to you guys talk about how Reed sw- struggles when switching to a new tire brand, although the Pirelli guys don't agree with that, um, it starts to not been the best and he's typically a good starter. Uh, seemed like Barsha expected the front tire to stick in some corners uh, in, in, in that incident with Cole Seeley. Um, I was curious what your thoughts are as, for a possible tire adjustment period taking place with Barsha. What do you think? Uh, I do know that Pirelli has come out with a new front tire, and I know that the guys love it. And I have seen him working on his starts. And I think he's the tire change. I know they've made some other changes to the bike. Like what? Why yeah. is it a secret? Right. Well, okay. <laughs> Why so, is it a secret? All right. Come good, on. Good, okay. Kenny, uh, hold good. on. Hold on. Okay. Motor changes. What changes? To, to to control the power. To I'm just I don't know exactly. Okay. But I'm guessing for a start as a rider, you want it to be very controllable coming out of the gate. 
Oh, yeah. that's weird because you talk to them. They got the most bitchinest, fastest engines in the world. Well, they do. I've ridden the bike. The, the engine's great, but you have to fine-tune it for each rider. If, if the show goes down, it's Mathis' fault, by the way. He's, like, yanking out wires no, like their internal organs that over here. You fix it. No, hey, that that doesn't you are. That's a that doesn't go down anymore. You problem Thank solved you. and fix the situation. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what men do. We're problem solvers. And you know what? We didn't hide it. We just said we had some difficulties. So, yeah. So, I, I think, I think Barsha's, it has made a lot of good changes, and... It just sucks that he got hurt right when all these good changes were made. Do you think there's been some adjustments with the Pirellis? Well, of course. I mean, I just saw a new tire on, on the bike. Okay, because I kind of wrote that about Chad Reed and Pirelli. You guys were very angry with me. Well, I, I, I mean, they're so all... Gonna get, you're going to get a- angry people at Pirelli now. Good luck. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I mean, of course, people are always making tire changes. What, what's the big deal? Saying That's my point. Saying that somebody is adjusting to new tires is not a huge thing, I don't feel like, but... Some people I do. don't think he's adjusting to the new tire. I just think he's, he, he found a tire that he likes now. Okay. Uh, Peter sent us in, what the fuck is up with Chad Reed not getting mentioned once during the San Diego round? It seemed like Ralph even skipped his name reading off the results at the end of the broadcast. Get on this, you fat fuck. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it. Angry. Uh, Ted sent this in, is Cooper Webb trained at Rockwell? LOL. What, you pop off about Rockwell on the podcast several times. Wait, that's right. You were a factory mechanic, so that makes you a pro trainer and best friends with Hannah. LOL. I love your show. Listen to most everything, even though you disrespectful a-hole at times. Hmm. So, yeah, Rockwell trainer. Best out there, bro. We can hear you guys. You, it's all getting picked up on the air. We got a secret conversation. The two guys that were actual co-hosts <laughs> don't know how the mics work. Like, like I get it. If, I get it. If I get it if Preston doesn't know because, you know, he's not I in knew. all the time. Right. You're new. I assumed you unplugged me when you were over here doing Why Preston's Why would I unplug you? I don't know. Watson, pay attention to the show. Stop showing me stuff on your phone. Hey, I didn't talk. You did. Watson. <laughs> yes, sir. Your buddy at Bean. Jason Beam. Jason Beam. Yep. One of the best painters out there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. And he has uh, graciously donated uh, his time to uh, uh, put the name and, and pinstripe and, and make a bitchin' Carbon fly F two carbon helmet uh, for our for our show two hundred. That's awesome. Thank you for beam beam design. Yeah, Jason that. stepped up and did it, but he wants to know he's not about redesigning a fly helmet. Their graphic he said is really good, and he just wants to do some pinstriping on it and put in a um, a name on the back of it. So that was cool. That's probably about a five or six hundred dollar value. Right, so. plus the helmet. Yeah. So you, whoever's getting that deal, it's a good deal. Absolutely. So, so what, we want, what we want you to do is uh, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. We're going to do a random draw for that for the Fly F2 carbon helmet with the beam paint uh, uh, design on the helmet. So thanks to those guys. Thanks to Fly for doing that. Best helmet out there, bro. And uh, X-Brand goggles, also uh, the Choice of Champions. We're going to give away a pair of goggles, too. Um, fifth caller right now wins a pair of X-Brand. Can we do that, Devin? Yeah, so you know a little bit of background about Jason Beam. Um, he uh, is a you know he's been our helmet painter for a long time at Hart Nuneaton and RCH the whole way he's been affiliated and Jason is part of the reason that we got sponsored by Dodge because his affiliation he comes from the NASCAR background he started in moto and uh, 
his family has been helmet painting for a long time, so he was gracious enough to hook us up with Dodge, and that got the ball roll got the ball rolling back in the day. So he was a huge part, and he paints Jimmy Johnson's helmet. So Isn't if you want the same like, guy to paint Jimmy Johnson's helmet, paint yours. You need to win that helmet. And it's going to be like a special paint job for the. He's just going to do some pinstriping on okay. it on the fly helmet. He's not going to jack with the graphics. Right. Just going to put his little touch on it. Maybe a name or something on it. Yeah, cool. put a name um, on the back. Isn't it funny though? Like a massive deal like Dodge for you guys and everything else really comes down to our relationship. Every deal out there is like that. They can all be boiled down to somebody, somebody in a position. Something. That's right. Yeah. Every, guaranteed. It has to be a good Which ROI actually, for well, the company. But wait a minute. It actually doesn't say that much for our sport in some ways. Well, no, it's a, it's a triple triple play is the way I've, I've always seen it. Kenny, you've done more of these deals now than I have, but has to be a good return on their investment for the company. You have to have a person in position of power that digs the company or their cousin, nephew races or whatever, or their neighbor, and then you have the connection and you give them the good platform like a, like a pro circuit or an RCH, and then boom, you got a deal. You send, you send a, a proposal to uh, McDonald's and they round file it. If, they're not, if the guy that gets it in marketing isn't interested but in the sport and doesn't it, see the demographic. But don't you wish our sport... With everything, all the stats we have and all the ratings we have, don't you wish some companies would be like, "Yes, can now I speak to somebody?" Finally, at RCH? getting there though, because we've got that eighteen to thirty-four demo on lockdown. They are? I think they are. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I, I think don't it, know, bro. I, I still think it, it's going. Through can you some put growing. the mic up to the mouth? I think it's going through some growing pains for That's sure. That's my favorite part of the show. That's what I miss. You yelling at Kenny to put the mic in his mouth. The growing pains are definitely a lot easier than they were. You do? You think so? Yeah. Yeah. But I'll still say it. The, our biggest problem we have is branding on the motorcycle because they see the value. Like, we're trying to get the same numbers they want to do for a NASCAR program. Well, they have a car that they can brand. Right. Okay. And, and they see and, and they see. Well, you really don't have that branding that you do on a car. That's why, you know, there's things that we're trying to do and working on to make that more visible for the consumer and for the sponsor. Okay. But if you could show them, you know, social media is a huge, huge play now. With you know sponsorship, I think so. that is I think that is such a buzz, buzzword that is so played out a little bit. The social media th- things. How about something like like Kenny saying, you know, you, you can't see the stuff that's on the bike because it's bike small. How about like you say they're, sh- they're like they're showing Josh Hansen when we were watching the race a while ago. Throw up like you know the, his top four sponsors to where it runs across the bottom of the screen. They do do that sometimes. Yeah, they what used if they to can, do that. What if they conflict with the series sponsors? Exactly. See, that's a problem that Feld, yep. Feld needs well, to Well, we, we used to, to cross that. that you used to cross that, you know, road before, Steve, like you said. Um, back in the day when we were sponsored by a certain energy drink and the series was an energy drink, they were only allowed to say your sponsors one time. They have gotten better. They have worked with people. Still has a long way to go. That's where I think they need to change. Oh, yeah. Way. No, absolutely. They're, the promoters often are holding this sport back, yeah. without a doubt. They do great things, and they're getting better all the time, but some of their pit rules, some of their restrictiveness by these teams, they wonder why people come in and come in with a bunch of money, look around, and then leave. Some well, of it's, some it's their rules. On the, on the, their Paul de- would never say that. He doesn't want to piss off his friends on their defense, No, I agree, actually. On their defense, you know, they have done a lot for the sport, the oh, promoter. I have. They're getting I better. Mean, they, they, we're, if you were to thought 10 years ago that we were going to Supercross racing would be on live every Saturday night. Yeah. I mean. The transformation I've, has been so gradual, though, you can still get people whining about it that we haven't gone anywhere. Look at the sport in, in Feld's defense 10 years ago compared to today. You can't well, compare. I and, believe they're actually getting paid for TV rights now. They are no, not paying not. to get no, on the not. air. They are paying. So. I don't think so. 
Just remember it this. It was in Sports Business Journal. 1-800-INF-MOTO. That's how you used to have to get your race results. What was that got to do with paying for it? Because. You, I don't know. Because back in the day before internet and before TV, Saturday night, when the races yeah, were no, in Charlotte, I, but, you were picking up the phone calling right. 1-800. Get my ass beat by my dad that because I was on the my, phone. That has nothing to do with my point. What, what's your point? What is your point? My point was that they are getting – I believe they're getting paid. And I just told you they're not. But your reasoning was 1-900-Infomoto. <laughs> no. I'm just saying that they brought the sport to another level when they paid out of their pocket to put us on yeah. national TV yeah, yeah, every I, week, week in and yeah, week yeah, out. No, no. But at this point now, I believe they're getting paid. I don't think okay. – I think you're wrong. All right. No, I, I could be wrong. Absolutely. I'm not 100% sure. I know. Everything. JT, welcome back. Yo. Ask JT. Ask him. JT, is Phil Yo. buying TV still? Is Phil buying TV? Are they, are, is Phil buying TV time or is Fox <laughs> paying Phil to, to air it? I don't, I don't think they buy it anymore. So it's just a, they don't pay him to do it? They just do it? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. I was wrong then. JT would know more than me. I think, uh, when, when? I, I think that they used to, but I don't think so anymore. Do you think that's why they made the the uh, 250 lights purse more? Uh, no, I just think they're trying to uh, prevent a riot. <laughs> yeah, I can see all those mad kids. Uh, according to, uh, uh, what's the kid in the Honda, the privateer? Um, Dakotas? Yeah, according to him, he's the one that started all that, right? That's well, what he's I mean, I don't know about that, but they have yeah, Feld put in... Um, 1700 JT? 1500 What was it? Into the 250 purse. 15 grand a race. 15 grand? Yeah. 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 Yep. Good job by those guys, for sure. Yeah, awesome. for sure. Kudos. Uh, I mean, everyone wants to bash those guys, but you know what? They are trying. No. Nothing, they, they happen, are. nothing happens and, overnight. I and mean, you know what? This is what my biggest problem with them has ever been, is, you know, we're there to do a job. We're there to raise sponsorship dollars. We're there to promote our sponsors. I understand that they have sponsors that they have to apply. So a lot of their deals, they've done multi-year deals with these people. Well, these multi-year deals have caught up with what we're doing now. So they have given away the farm to these people and promised them what they can do in that footprint. So that footprint is no longer our footprint. It's their footprint. And they're, and they're telling us what we can and can't do. Okay, I think that's another reason why there needs to be some kind of team, team union, rider union to go back. How about association? Yeah, exactly. Just like the NASCAR guys did when they say, hey, we're all going to get together, four teams, and we're going to buy all our hotels, all our flights, all our tires, everything together, and do it in one lump so it's an even split. Something yeah. like no, that. No, they've been done doing a good job, and they're, they're good guys down there. Dave Prater, Danny Hartwig down there. I just feel like they could do more uh, for the sports popularity and, uh, and help. I'm going to disagree rising, with you on that. Rising. I think they've done plenty to help the sport grow. I think they've I'd, done a I'll, I'll take point. it a step further. I, I, and people, I, I, this has been an unpopular opinion, but I agree with Steve. I think they – I mean, agree with Kenny. I think they've done – I think the reason I have a job or had a job or Kenny has a job is because of what Feld has done over the last 20 years. And I believe the same can be said. This is going to be the unpopular part for the GPs. Everybody's going to yell and scream at me about they took the purse money away from the riders and everything. They're trying to build a package to make the sport higher profile. And that's TV, and it's everything. Nothing happens overnight. The, Paul, the teams are better. No the way. salaries Paul, are higher. Paul, I, Paul the, it, it, the, it's the, a the, slow process, the sport, but the sport the salaries is, aren't higher. The sport salaries are not higher. That, that has to do with the economy right now, too. Don't forget. I mean, the, the, no. it took a big dive. The, no, I mean, the economy how many, did how take many a dive, outside but, sponsors? I mean, 
are in the sport now compared to three years ago, five years ago. How many outside sponsors have they chased away? Do you, well, do you think that's, that that's not the question? The, do you think taking away the purse money helped them get sponsors? I don't think it helped. Think help? No, think I'm not saying directly. Taking away purse money helped grow the series because I don't. If they if they took that money and put it into the TV package, for example, then yes, I do. And I know I know JT that probably hits home being a privateer. I know what it's like too, but. It, I you, you personally believe Giuseppe in the long-term growth and the vision that Feld has and that Giuseppe has, which, again, that's going to make me super unpopular. But I think they're, they're not, it's not the cash grab everybody thinks it is. It is. It's their property. They're making money, and they, they have a right. This is America. They have a right to make money and the monster, protect their the, property, but they, they are growing the sport. Feld, Feld bought Monsters Jam and Supercross for $300 million five years ago or whatever it was. Three hundred million dollars. You don't get three hundred million dollars for a, uh, you know, hey, they're not getting rich thing. I mean, they're get, they're making a lot of money. Three hundred million dollars for Monster Jam and Supercross. That's what it was sold to Felt for. That tells me profits are good. Yeah. So Series what, what else? The, yeah, the sports good. My my point was, I don't think that Giuseppe couldn't afford to do what he's doing without taking the the rider purse away. I, I really, really. Really don't believe that. JT, in do you the think the strongest terms possible? Do you think Paul is defending Giuseppe because he wants to announce the donations <laughs> again? That's, that's none of my business. I, well, that's I my business. I want to be in up in Paul's business. No, I, I don't know what Paul. I'm not defending anybody. Now, having said, I'm talking about the sport in general. I 100% agree that Feld put uh, $15,000 into the 250F purse, and that's a great job by them. And you still have people bitching per race. You, you can never put. Enough money in the purse to stop people from bitching that it's not enough. That's my point. That's well. I can tell you what you can do. You can take away all of it, and you can get a lot of bitching. Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. Um, hey, let's move on to the NFAB uh, question of the day here. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com. Proud sponsors of the NFAB JGR Auto Trader Toyota team with Barsha, Pike, and Nicoletti. Dress up your Jeep truck or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB. Hey, were those the NFAB bars I stepped into your truck? Absolutely. Those Absolutely. Good job, Thomas. I, I'm pretty sure that, Thomas, they're flying off the shelf. Yeah, I'm, they I'm better because they're, they discontinued the car, so you better get rid of them. It's a truck. It's a car. Um, it's a car with a cutout. Here's the question for you guys, NFAB question of the day. It's looking ahead to uh, 2016. Does Eli Tomac... Stay with Geico or go someone else. Go somewhere else. He's probably the number one rider whose contract is up. Uh, he's obviously won a race this year. He's enjoying the Honda much better than he has in the past, I think. But there's no doubt he's, they're going to be throwing a lot of money. Does he stay? It's early, and we're not going to hold you to this, JT. But first off, Kiefer, does he stay at Geico or go somewhere else? Uh, I think he goes somewhere else. Pre- yeah. Preston. Stay. Lindsay. I think he stays. Watson. I think he goes where the money is. Highest bidder. Which could be Geico. All right. J- JT? Uh, I believe that he will be on Monster Kawasaki. Mm. All right. Okay. Uh, that, that's the NFAB question of the day. It's that easy. Boom. N-Fab.com. Uh, thanks to those guys for uh, for coming on. Um, big part of the show. And the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast Thursday uh, we should have that up maybe maybe tomorrow, but Thursday for sure, Thursday morning. Myself and JT uh, getting good uh, uh, response from that. Lots of people into Fantasy Moto. I'm number one in the Racer X staff league if anybody wants to know. Cool. You're back at the top now? 
I was always at the top. Congratulations. Oh, I thought you lost some spots. No, no, never. Lost some spots in the Pulp League, but... Uh, okay. okay. Had the red plate. Well, that, that, that yeah. shows how brilliant you are when you said that Short was going to beat Dungey <laughs> in the rookie year. So I thought uh, your was competition was going to be very stiff. I thought Dungey was, was going to struggle on the rookie. In the, since, we're, rookie. since you bring that up, Steve's um, deal here about knowing everything, I got a good one for you guys. JT, you're going to love this one. Okay, this guy, I get here today. He picks right me up here. from the airport, and I, he, I come back, and we're hanging out with his brother. And he's like, should I tell him? Should I tell him? He's like, no, I can't tell him. I just, I meant his brother goes, yeah, tell him. So Steve tells me this deal. He goes, okay. Do you want me to tell the story? I mean, I will. <laughs> Why can't I tell it? I don't know if you'll get everything right. No, I'll ahead. get it all <laughs> right. So he goes, he goes to the airport. He parks <laughs> in the same place every single time, every weekend, right? He leaves. He's been doing this for how many years? Oh, I've been living here for seven years. So we're calling it seven years, driving from here to the airport, parks in the two, same two, level. No, well, two different terminals, but parking in the same spot generally in both terminals. Same yeah. level, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, the very top. So go, they to come the back from San Diego. He goes to his spot, and his car's gone. Truck. So he's freaking out. So he goes to security. Truck of the year in 07. No one would steal that. So something. He goes to security, and he says, <laughs> my out. car's gone. Get out. Get out. You know what? Tell your story because you're going to sound like more of an idiot. Go ahead. <laughs> I Listen, I go up there. My truck is not there, and I am like, what the F? Like, first of all, honestly, I really did say, who would steal a Ridgeline? I really said that. Will Hahn would be the only one. <laughs> Cole, Cole Seeley and Will Hahn got together. Um, and uh, it's gone. And the lady comes up, and I call, and the lady comes up. She's like, let me drive you around. And I'm like, look, I'm not some old lady who forgets where they parked their car. I don't need to get driven around. It was right here. It's gone. I got to call the cops. She's like, well, get in. We'll drive around. She drives me around. She, and I'm like, not even looking. I'm like, it's not here. And then she drives me one, lo- one level lower. I'm like, yeah, not here either. It was up there, and it's gone now. And she's like, well, you got to go to the office, and we're, you know they're going to look at the, all the records and see who left the parking garage and, 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 and see when the truck was here. Because every night they log the license plates and, and they look at who leaves and takes picture license plate. So what's your license? Okay, give her my license number. They're looking and looking and they're like, look, we we have no record of that license plate leaving this parking garage. But oh, we see shit. it coming in, you know, with you. Uh, and I'm like, okay, that's me driving it in. It hasn't <laughs> left. And I'm like, oh, no, it's gone. You need to check your facts. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, all right. Uh, let me go and look in the logs to see. Oh, you know what? The first one they looked to see if it was uh, – there during the night and they said they did have it there during the night and then they said okay let us look and see if it left and i'm like well yeah and then i'll call the cops and my brother and i were even discussing because i'm like they don't make rich lines anymore what am i gonna buy <laughs> with the insurance money like i gotta get something and uh they come back and they're like no it never left and i'm like it's gone the truck is gone somebody stole it <laughs> i park it on that level all the time like 15 minutes later the lady comes up and was like is it a black honda truck I'm like yep black wheels yep yeah, it's on level four. I'm like, are you? Like, I thought I was going crazy. I you, have you ever had that? Have you I've ever, done that. I was so sure. Yeah, dude, it was unbelievable. I'm like, this is the guy that knows everything, I, but he can't remember where he parked. Literally his truck. done the same thing. That is to make a long story I short. Would, JT, I mean, do you agree? The guy's an idiot. He hung up. He's gone. I, yeah. I would have fought somebody over it. They stole my truck. I would have too. Yeah, I was yeah. ready to. I've, I couldn't I've done believe the same it. thing. Yeah, it's it was, crazy. You no, know, it, it was insane. So uh, yeah, he ate, Steve's like, "Am I eating stupid pills? Did my <laughs> wife and her girlfriend hide That's my car?" That's what I started thinking. 
Yeah, I'm absolutely. like Steve. No, they're not that bored. I like to go to the airport. I'm still trying to prove it. Um, hey, uh, X, uh, BTO Sports. Dot com Gabbit Gibbs segment. These are uh, your questions submitted to us. Let's do it. BTOSports.com. I thought they would have thought that was more funny, but I guess not. They really didn't. Yeah, these guys are just reading their phones. Oh, whatever. But I guess I'm more intimate than Steve than you. BTOSports.com, the nation's leading retailer for anything for you need or a biker body. Use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money when you check out at BTOSports.com. These are our Twitter questions from our listeners to all of you jerkies. And uh, here we go. Uh, you picked the best ones. We've got some for JT, some for Preston, Paul, Kenny, Kiefer. Let's do it. All right. Uh, through five rounds, this one's from Skyler. Through five rounds, uh, was Barsha's 2014 season better than this year? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could go back and look at the number of points, but it seemed like he was so more. Is this a trick question? In there. Was he injured? Hey, Anaheim won on a Honda. He set the fastest time. Yeah. Caught James from behind, won the heat race. Got a bad start in the main event, came from way back to like sixth, but it was like Phoenix, he led. Mm-hmm. Or did he actually ever get a lead? I know he challenged Brayton, but. No, I don't know that's if he actually the one he got led. stuck behind Brayton, yeah. But he, he slammed Brayton for yep. a second there. Yep. So yeah, but I, didn't he, I would say so. Didn't he? I mean, he, like uh, Travis said, he's starting to, like. He had fastest time what a nine three practice or what what race or Oakland? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, he was he was riding good there. I thought like that was where I thought he was going to turn around. I agree. That, he had fast lap, but I think Oakland. that dude, all that dude needs to do is get a start, and he's going to be okay. Right. All right. Next question. All right. This next one's from Matt. Uh, Baggett wore a chest protector while on PC, but doesn't now. Is it due to his gear deal, not wanting to cover the logos? Does anyone know? I would say, in my opinion, knowing Baggett wears every single piece of protective equipment known to mankind, and I'm talking, obviously, helmet, mouthpiece, neck brace, chest protector, kidney belt, wrist braces, yep, outdoors, kidney belt, (laughs) who wears a kidney belt, knee braces, ankle braces, everything. Yeah. Chest protector, probably just because you don't really need one. And Supercross, it's more roost protector. I mean, that Again, yeah. just like you, just my yeah, opinion. I don't know what O'Neill my, makes my for thought. a full chest it, pro. And that could be it as well, or maybe he's wearing an under one. I really yeah. don't know. But he's yeah. he's all about the safety. I know that. All right. Uh, this next one's from at Moto Chris. Uh, she wants to know what happened to Tyler Villapoto. Does anyone know what's going he's on with that? up in WA, living up in WA. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah I don't know. I know he was going out with a – he met a chick from Montreal, and he was dating her, and he lived in Canada for a little while. He was supposed well, to race the Canadian Nationals last year. Never did, though. So why? Yeah. What do you mean? A Canadian. End of story. Oh. <laughs> all right, next question. Uh, all right. Brian wants to know, is it time to take Alex Martin serious? Uh, shouldn't he be considered for a Geico slash PC ride next year? What do you yes. think, JT? Alex Martin take whose spot? Sorry. A Geico or PC ride next year? Oh, uh, he rides pretty damn well, but I, I don't uh, – I think that uh, Yamaha would probably try to hold on to him before, you know, I mm-hmm. think they would – Move him over to Star before they'd let him get away. He's riding well, but all oh, right, yeah, something better than he's been on, he's, no offense to the team he's on, obviously, no, which is always no, the slam in the sport. But I agree, I agree the, with that team. Uh, the Cycle Trader Rock River team has stepped up this year. Absolutely, uh, don't, yeah. they, they have more support from Yamaha. Yep. They, they have better motors, and it's obviously showing in his results. JGR doing the motor, right? GYTR motors, uh, Enzo suspension now. 
Um, they got they weren't not using JGR anymore, and I think those guys get a salary now. Like uh, Fly is on board. X-Brand. Roost Graphics. Yeah, Roost Graphics. So I think See? I, I, I know, think that I, know this. I think that team is uh, has taken a huge step up in the last couple of years. So I agree. And yeah. again, I'm just prefacing. <laughs> oh, I know. Because you know how it is in oh, this I sport. Yeah. I went through it at Motor World. Everybody, that's how DV and I got into it originally. He said, uh, I don't remember who it was, Boniface or somebody, uh-huh. or it was Shorty, I guess. Said DV did the famous thing on Vital and. Said he could benefit from a better ride, and I was like, "What's wrong with where is that?" You know. So I was I've been in Cycle Traders' <laughs> hey, spot, you know. Who, so I'm not slamming them, but I happen to agree with what JT hey, said. My buddy Alan Brown, you know, he had ran the NFAB Yamaha team, and and Wygant wrote something about you know uh, a C team or something, and yeah. or a B team. Maybe oh, it was even maybe he called him a B team, and Alan and just lost it. Well, it's like dude, it's sorry. easy. It's easy to slip and say stuff like that, well, but it's a, look. I understand it what it is. It's yeah. your livelihood, yeah. and, and you know you've got this. You're having great results, but let's really get to the bottom here. The factory teams are A-level teams, and you are below them. That's I mean, right. That's At the end of the day, it would be a step up to go to NECA or pro his circuit for him. So. His whole thing was, I, got, yeah. I get bikes from Yamaha. I'm a Yamaha yeah. team. I'm like, yeah. okay, all right, cool. Yeah. So Some of that's mental, too. I mean, you get on totally. those rides, you know, and you just mentally think it's great because it's, you know, supposed to be great. That's mm-hmm. right. That's yeah. that's a huge part of it. A lot yeah. of the bikes are a small percentage point difference, but the confidence that comes with that contract like, and the support system right. within the, the team. The bikes are so much the better testing. now. Like right off the showroom floor, Dude. they're like good. Yeah. when yeah. JT and Preston went to DKNY Husky. I mean, their confidence level <laughs> sky high. It soared <laughs> through the roof. Depression. <laughs> You're who had the story about Araldo shooting at the guy <clears throat> who was walking was in New York. Did you ever hear that story? Well, John? He, oh, no. he just he just shot in the air. Shot in the air, but a guy was cutting across his parking lot, walking. In Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. And JT, right, he told him not to do it, and the guy kept doing it. So he shot up in Yeah, he, he told the guy, like, hey, get off my property. You know, cutting across the parking lot. And the guy, you know, like, whatever, flicked him off or whatever, basically just blew him off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I like, calm down. I'm walking across the parking lot. And, uh, yeah, Karachi went in and got his gun. <laughs> fired off a few warning shots. <laughs> <laughs> Good old PA. That's he means awesome. business. He does, right? All right, next question. All right, Tom wants to know, uh, how does one become a rider rep for a clothing or goggle company, and how much does it usually pay? JT? I have no idea. <laughs> Is that how much No, I don't, do? I don't know. I got very, very lucky. Uh, I just had a great relationship with um, with the guys at Fly Racing, and it wasn't uh, – I don't think it was a very typical way to go about it. Normally, you would apply for a position and go through an interview process and all that. I – it's, just kind of got offered, you know. It, it just kind of landed in my lap. So I don't want people to think that's normally how it happens because it's not. It's who you know, like it's, anything. It, it totally is. It totally is. Right. I was just very fortunate, and I think they saw value in me, and I obviously saw a great opportunity, and it kind of worked out. But generally, it's just like any other job, you know. Uh, positions get listed on dealer news websites. Uh, we obviously put them out on <clears throat> in the media itself, and then there's an interview process. So. Mm-hmm. Like I think if, if you wanted one of those jobs, if you call it prestige or whatever you want to call it, which prestige worldwide, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's prestige worldwide. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that prestige. is that great of a deal, but I think that worldwide. you're gonna have to start. You're gonna have to start at the bottom and get go work at Fly in the warehouse, and then go I, work. You know, I wish I got paid. I wish I got paid ten dollars. Not a dollar, ten dollars. For everybody who hits me up on Twitter or emailed me, how do I get to be in your position? Right. Like, or, or whatever. Like, all of us, uh, you know, I mean, Preston, 
you were a factory rider and you spent your whole life in a sport. Kiefer, you got into a factory ride in Canada right. and, and magazine work. And Paul, you raced for a living and then got into a team ownership. Kenny, you've been around it working for Ray Crum or Kyle Lewis. I don't know who your first guy was. But, I mean, it's all just relationships. You know what my favorite answer Everybody is? Everybody in here. Has- it's relationships once you get there. My favorite answer to that is, how do I do it? Just go do it. If you want it bad enough, how, I mean, are we all not passionate about what we do? I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound... I hate this shit. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Here's I'm the just deal. saying, you, you, you go after it and <laughs> yeah, do it. Right. It's, it's not not doable. We're not geniuses. I mean, we just did what we wanted to Fuck do. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> we just did what no, we wanted to do. We had a passion for it. You're right. And, and we, were, we were lucky and blessed as well. We had, like, J, like JT said, you know, Maybe you get some we were, breaks along the way. But yeah. if you want something bad enough, go do it. At period. some point, we weren't jerk-offs. Right. We had yeah, to keep jobs. Well, the thing, <laughs> someone asked this question in the magazine, too, and, and people don't understand, like, we don't live in Instagram world. Like, everybody thinks it's jolly and great and all this other, you know, everything's grand. You have to, we brought this up earlier, but you have to ha- make a good first impression on someone, and you have to be persistent, but you have to go about doing it the right way. You can't be an asshole and a douchebag. You have to be respectful and you have to give the company something that they want. They, you have to have something also. You just can't be like, hey, I want a job. I ride motorcycles, and that's what I get a it's lot. It's my dream, yeah. I, I, t- I ride all the time. I want to be a test rider. Well, fuck, dude. You don't understand. Well, I'm at home. I'm typing. I'm doing other shit. And that's not about doing whips and jumping shit and getting free shit. It's about doing other things besides that too. So I think that's what the misconception is also is like, Hard work, be a good person for one. That that helps huge. And how many? Just a, a good point is Kenny. Like people don't like sometimes what Kenny has to say, but at least if he can't do it, he'll tell you no. And people get butt hurt by no sometimes, but at least he's giving you a no answer. I mean, even even Preston, you you gained and lost a ride before you won any title. You were a full privateer. I mean, it was you were almost out of the sport, and you kept trying and, and working at it, and you eventually became a one twenty five Supercross champion, a factory Honda rider. Could have been easy for you to just give up at one point. And when I got on that husky, I felt like giving up. <laughs> <laughs> was it which uh, that was the first swing arm or the third swing arm that broke on you? I, I think it was when it cut out on the face of the triple, and I had to step over the handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and, and the uh, worst bike, the uh, MDK KTM or the husky? Uh, I'm gonna say the KTM. Okay, you know I, that KTM was so bad that year, and they had to make a change that year. Yeah, you know, that was a year right before I think Roger came yeah, on yeah, and they made big changes. I didn't yeah. feel bad for him at all either. Yeah, because he turned you down. I know. Yep. Yeah, turned yeah. turned down the heart and honey. Big thing, right? big mistake. On my what part. year is MTK? It was oh, two thousand and nine. Oh nine. And I was talking to Kenny, and my choice was either Kenny Hart and Huntington or you MDK. Went, did you go for the money? I went for the money. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. That <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, didn't get. But all also, of but in the back of my mind, you know, I didn't know how serious. You know, Hart was, and I, I, I just didn't know. Yeah. And Kenny knew. So Kenny did know. He knew. Uh, all right, next question. All right, this next one's from Laser. Kiefer, if you had to spend your own money on a 250F for your little guy, would it be a YZ250F or a KTM 250 factory edition? Yeah, I didn't talk about that, but, yeah, I wrote the KTM, the factory edition 250 today, too, and that's pretty good. But I would still have to go Yamaha just by pure excitement. Shocker. No, no, no bullshit. And Preston, that's Preston Yamaha too, because it's blue. Yeah. No. Well, I'm cool. I mean, I built it. So. Okay, all right. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> hey, but built that was a total joke. The new factory uh-huh. edition's way better than the old model. The other old model didn't have no bottom end, and this one has some excitement down low. So it's it's good to ride. Sweet. Right, what she said. 
Next question. <laughs> this next one is from Patrick Clark. Uh, it's for everyone. Uh, do you guys think that Cole Sealy will be able to win a main event this year? I would have said no. He looked I, I on fire in San Diego. Dude, he's won two heat races. What happened in the main? He just kind of didn't bad get a start. good start. Yeah, got a bad start. Yeah. yeah, he was tripling in on that rhythm section after that triple table. Uh, the only guy I've saw do that. Um, he got second. He won two heat races now. He's looking better and better. I would have said no. I Kenny, would have said what? no as well, and uh, now I would say possibly for sure. I would say Chad's my next guy to w- be the first-time winner. I think Chad can still win. And then I'll go maybe Sealy, the next guy. How old is Chad right now? He's at 44. <laughs> <laughs> 79 years old. 32. And, That's and, awesome. And JT says he looks great. He'll be 33 at Indy. And, That's awesome. And every week JT goes, I know you guys are on a text message. He goes, I know you guys are going to laugh at me, but Chad looks really good. He did. He looked good in, in practice. <laughs> he looked good in the main. I mean, yeah. No. Um, what do you think, Watson? Can you see Sealy winning? If if, if everything goes th- his way, and a couple of those top four guys go down, yes. But if they're all up there, no. Okay. Here here's an interesting twist on that. Why are we having this conversation about Sealy and not Anderson? Think about it. Sealy's hot right now. Yeah. He's got the heat race wins, a couple podiums. Anderson was hot at Anaheim 1 and then kind of fell off. He's had some rough weeks. Yeah. He's beaten Sealy. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah, he's had a Sealy should... by only by four points or something in the points. But yeah. Right, but last year, let's say, okay, yeah. he, he wins he the He was battle. better than Sealy. That's right. right. So Bike. they both move up. They both have a great ride to start the season, a shocking ride, let's say. And now, just because what have you done for me lately, how our sport is, Nobody's talking about Anderson. Can Sealy win a main? What? Anderson beat him straight up last year. Anderson beat him at Anaheim 1, got a second, and shocked everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to pick a fighter. Take yeah, Sealy. No, I love both those guys. But what I'm saying there, is right. that is our sport right there, and it's that gnarly because there's that many guys that could and should win who's a main Who's next? Event. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag, there you go. who's next? That's the excitement. Uh, well, we, got, we, we kind of, you know, with these shows, we always talk about the guys that are doing well at the time, too. That's you right. Know, it's not like we want to say anything negative about Anderson. It's just kind of. Who's hot right now? That's true. Yep. So, who's hot? But if, I, I if, think Sealy could win. I don't think he will win, but he could. You know who's hot is that fly racing girl, Preston. <laughs> That's who's hot. Yeah. Smoke and mirror, somebody, I said. Did you, did you see her at the race? I did. I did. Fly racing, bro. That's the company that employs people like that. Hottest chicks out and, there, bro. And Jason Thomas. And fly it, gear, best out there, And you don't bro. think JT's jeans look good and, you know, expensive? He's dressed very nicely. Yep. Uh, all right, hey, um, uh, let's get to a phone call. This guy's been on hold for a while. Wow. Uh, Noah, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? You got a question for Watson? Yeah, and uh, JG can uh, kind of attest to this, too. Um, I'm a marketing and business major uh, at the college I go to. Hold on, Noah. And Noah, I- hold on. Okay, so Watson and JT are your go-tos for this marketing question. What's wrong with the other four of us? <laughs> Uh, well, the, but the, I mean, I guess nothing, but these other two, you know, that's kind of their, what they do. So uh, I'm kidding. I'm joking. But uh, anyways, first time watching. But, um, yeah, I just want to, I know you guys pretty much kind of, um, touched on this, but, so I'm going to try to twist it up a little bit, but, um, to Watson and JT, what is what do you guys think, you know, it takes to be successful, like as a, as a marketer for a company? I know like, uh. Like you guys talked about earlier, how Kenny, you know, you went to the Dodge thing and you know got the simulator and stuff like that. So well, I, I, think, I guess I was just wondering, um, you know, what do you, other than you know really doing, getting out there, and what do you guys think it, it takes to be a for uh, you know a good marketer for companies? All right, what do you think, Watson? You know, I think we touched on it a little bit. I think uh, 
you know, you have to have the right people in the right place, first of all, at the, at the, at the brand. Um, you have to have people that are enthusiastic. What's the word I'm looking enthusiastic. for? Enthusiastic. Enthusiastic about the sport and the brand and about what's going on. And, you know, f- for me, um, I personally, it's, it's been pretty easy because we've been, we've, we've, we haven't really had to go sell what we're doing because it kind of spoke for itself with the numbers mm-hmm. and the return and, you know, everything that really? we've done. In today's age, today's day and age, in this sport, it was easy, huh? Yeah, That's amazing. We, had, we had the right people at the See? right place. <clears throat> as, as Steve's te- texting, not catching no, no. My, I mean, my sarcasm. I mean, if you want to talk about like Because the, the sport is so healthy. Well, not not really. The, I mean, we and had, the team is healthy. We've we've had even when the and Paul wants to take away the purse money. Hey, all attention, all riders. <laughs> Paul's even, taking your even purse back money in the day when the economy was super down in '08 and '9, that's when we started our team, and we still were funded. You know, and then mm-hmm. 2009, you know, we we were you know blessed enough to, you know to have Rockstar and you know good energy. In 2011, that's when Dodge came on, and they were they were just filing bankruptcy and and the, they had the government loan they had to pay back but they believed in our sport and they believed in what was going on here that there was something going on then the casinos jumped on board and then under armor jumped on board then jimmy johns jumped on board and so on and so forth because they see the value they see the return and you know it's it's like i said you just have to you know i don't have a marketing degree but what i have learned throughout the years is you know working in the trenches and working side by side with you know the the, the brands themselves and what they want to see in re, in the return what they're looking for it's like we go in there saying what do you want you know that's what we give you we don't go in there saying yeah and that's that's why you know I wanted to ask you because you know like I guess in the classroom all day but you know you know most of the pe- people you know they just tell me what the curriculum says where you know I can talk to somebody like you who's been in the trenches, you know, like you said, and you know, and you know, like what these companies want or, you know, what they might be looking for. Yeah. Like it, it definitely helps having people that know about the sport. Like we haven't, there's only been one sponsor that was really not educated on the sport that we had to go in there and sell them. But also for my team, it helps when you have, you know, a guy that's kind of a, you know, an icon in the sport with, and his wife's a pop star and, you, they say, yeah. well, you know who this guy is, and they say, no, well, you know who his wife is, and they go, oh, yeah. So that, that was a big help right there. And then when Ricky came on board, that was like a no-brainer when people said, oh, these two guys together, it's, you know, it's, it's a win-win for everybody. What, what do you think, JT? Well, you know, the biggest thing I see uh, and I, I hear from customers and, and talking to companies, uh, they're always looking for – new business you know there's so much infighting that goes on between companies over the same customers over and over you know you're trying to steal whether you're trying to steal shelf space from another a competitor's product or you're trying to steal a customer away from another brand there's all this infighting for the same guys for us or for me when i'm trying to market something i'm always looking to try to how can i bring in a new customer how can i bring in new business for a company because I feel like that's the most valuable resource. And at the races or regardless of what we're doing, if it's at a race or if I'm out uh, at a dealer or if I'm on a show like this, I'm always, I want to engage the person. I want to talk to them and uh, really kind of explain what we're doing, what, how we're different, 
and try to try to get the word out to people who don't already know what you're doing. Uh, just because that that fight's going to go on regardless, you know, we're maybe we're going to sell something, and then uh, Fox is going to get that customer next time, and then and they're going to buy an answer product or whatever. Right. People bounce around and they like different colors. That you know, there's so much of that. But if you can go out and get someone who was buying a Walmart brand, and you can convince him of the, you know, for me, if I can go out and convince him of the story behind why and how we created our product and and where we came from, and, and he can understand the family side of what we're doing, that's a win for me because that was a customer we didn't have before. So that's that's really important to me, and, I, and that's what I hear from companies all the time, is how can you create new business from us? Not a customer that we may have sporadically, but someone exactly. new mm-hmm. that's new to our products in general. So I think that's a, that's a big thing for our sport in general as well, is trying to get just a casual fan that really doesn't buy any of our products he may just have seen it on TV for the weekend for the first time. How do we get mm-hmm. that customer engaged and actually spending money in our sport? I agree that's, with that's JT. Which topic, I follows think. through with what you were asking earlier about that customer, Steve. <clears throat> Sorry to jump in, but this perfect segue when you're talking about the, the fans in general and the popularity of the sport. Mm-hmm. Let's take, I might as well go down with the ship on this one because everybody thinks I'm crazy and Sinji wants to put a bullet in his mouth by listening to me talk. Right. So, hypothetically, few years back, five years, ten years, whatever, RCH isn't there, JGR isn't there. Those teams are now here in our sport, correct? Yep. Do you think, yeah. that, do you think that Brock Tickle or Weston Pike really are that uh, concerned about if their purse money is 1200 or 1400 Well, okay. Uh, JGR, versus, JGR, versus driving to Anaheim in a van, which they might have been JGR if they t- weren't there. JGR took the correct? price of MDK, who came and went. I don't, I don't know that the, anybody's ever replaced any of those guys. I well, think there's but, definitely more, but you more to, teams, you, more spots. You, you not, pointing to JGR, and, and I, I'll, I'll tell you 10 Okay, MDK, then, then go back I mean, before MDK. No, I mean, what I'm saying is okay, just teams we'll come and go. One. Teams come and go. I mean. Yeah, but like, at some point there was Stanton and RJ, and then yeah. there was Kenny Keelan pulling up in a, right. in a pickup truck. At some point there became more teams. There are more teams now. It's yes, a fact. absolutely. There, there's a gazillion more semis in the pits. I can't even keep up with them. Slayton Racing, five, five or the 5150 Dragon, or the... Yeah. Like, I, pros, oh, my Lord. Uh-huh. Look, at, look at Ben LeMay. Look at what we just talked about that. Would Ben LeMay from Alaska even have an opportunity to have a full ride on a team with Yamaha support and I'm assuming salary or bonuses from Yamaha? I mean, and again, the alternative would have been driving in his pickup truck to Anaheim, which isn't really feasible anymore. There's more spots, more riders. Nobody's going to... Comprehend what I'm trying to say there here, might, but it's, there might be more semi trucks, but the rider's not making shit, and there's no parts in that semi, and no no sponsors are paying. You, <laughs> you don't think the alternative for, for Brock mean, or Pike well, last no. year? If the fans cried out for Pike. You're, give him a ride. You're talking about a guy who's fifth place. Weston Pike is fifth place in, in the Nationals last and, year, and, or whatever. And he was. Deservingly so, he so, got a good ride. And you're talking about Brock I mean, Tickle that's Brock, coming off of a that, West Coast Championship. That's yeah, what I'm saying, I mean, though. Those, those guys, guys, but both those guys, and rightfully so, have their rides. And, have and they would always sucks. have rides. No, they didn't. They Brock, Brock was in question right up to the last minute. No, according, according to everybody else, I knew it wasn't. So was Weston. Everybody was whining. Weston didn't have a Weston, ride last year. Weston, could, Weston could have had rides multiple times, yeah, and he, he chose he, not he, to I, take I understand them. that side of it. But Weston could, could have been on a Rock River Cycle Trader Yamaha. And was. In, in, and yeah, was, he was yeah, at one point, yeah. but I'm saying he could have gone back or whatever. People were hiring. The two guys you brought, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But the two guys you brought up, all right. So maybe, maybe bad riders. examples. Yes, they are. I'm not bashing either Chism, one of them. Chisholm's number eleven. He's in a motorhome. That's right. That's Nick right. Nick Way is in a his own team. Kyle Partridge. 
Kyle Partridge is the main event guy. He's in a, the the Rocky Mountains. Look at Brett Metcalf. I mean, yeah, he's a good rider. <laughs> he's a good rider. <laughs> hey Noah, thank you. And, thanks, uh, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, you thanks, know what? A perfect right, thing thanks, like man. like you know JT brought up, and it's it was a really good subject that you know new business is very 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 true because even Feld is trying to bring new business. We're going to New York. We're going to be on prime time for that reason. Yeah, we're starting at 3 o'clock. So it's going to be on Fox. It's not going to be on Fox 1. It's going to be on Fox. So people that are sitting at home that don't even understand what a Supercross race is, they think a motorcycle is just a Harley Davidson Hells Angel, they're going to see what the sport is, and that's opening up people's eyes to the sport. So maybe there's some CFO sitting on a couch. You know, everyone that we ever bring to the races, and we brought people from all different – as did Coy. I've heard Coy over the years tell me. I mean, me we bring people, people and races. they say this is a great, great property. This is it. Like this is a hidden secret in marketing and motorsports. They That's don't what get I'm it. Saying Coy, Coy wouldn't have a team right now if it weren't for those. Yo, yes, yes, he would. Yes, he would. Okay, he's raced. He's raced for a good Coy, six or seven years. With Coy no is sponsors. nothing but an enthusiast of motocross, and that is why he has a team. Exactly. So Coy replaced MDK, and MDK has always been there. Well, no, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but. Uh, like Coy Gibbs, like those are NASCAR sponsors. Those are that. That's a he's great, a That's team. a win for our sport to bring. I was jumping up and down when I heard Gibbs. Okay, what is it really? What has it really done? What is it? What has it done? Filled two more factory spots. Those are those are prime we spots. Lost, well, we lost factory Yamaha, so now it's even out. Now we don't have factory Yamaha team anymore. Yeah, but those are going out anyway. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, who knows? But Bruce, I mean, Bruce Sternstrom, by the I'm way, not, predicted that like 15 years ago. I'm not saying you're wrong. The sport has grown, no doubt. There are more semis in the truck, but the riders. They might be in a worse position now than they've been in a long time. The riders on the track, on the team. There's only a handful of guys. That, that, there's a different dynamic to that, too, because there's still the, the haves okay. and the have-nots. The haves well, okay, are making plenty. There's well, a, no, yeah, I yeah. agree. That's, yeah. what I, that's not healthy. That, that part, that's not healthy. I can't, I can't help that. I'm not going to well, get that's into what that. I, that's what that's I'm like saying. a third-world country. There's no middle class, okay? But that's a whole it's different dynamic. It's not a healthy sport. When you're, you're trying to argue it's a healthy sport. It's never been better. I'm trying to say... You need to look at the guys that are in 12th place. I'm are... saying that this show and the five of us sitting in here, six of us, wouldn't be here if, it, if oh, the sport wasn't you know, at the level it's at. Let me write Gender on email right now to thank him for my job. Because that's what you sound like. You sound like those guys. No. no saying, I, I've said in interviews before. Those MC, guys... MC took the sport to another level. RC took the sport to okay. another level. Yeah. Thank, you, these guys. thank you, Fel, for this Fel job. Fel took the sport to another <laughs> thank level. Thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Fel. That's thank how you I for see having it. me the That's show. How I see thank it. you for my mortgage. Thank you for my dogs. Thank I, you for everything. Thank you for being so short-sighted. Too. It's not. That's what you're saying. You're saying. I am. You're saying. I've literally thanked them. For, for, for I have. I, people ask me why the sport Paul, is so popular. Paul, it's X a three hundred million dollar business. Okay. Yes. Okay. They're not it, doing it to help us out. Did it used to be? Did it hey, used to be? Hey. They're making millions of dollars. Cheaper. Yeah. Why didn't they, why didn't they spell Feld it for three hundred million and eighty six? What is it then? Huh? Kenneth Feld. Okay. Paul. Well, okay, but why? Paul, why is that? They are doing a good job with the sport. They are also making a shit ton of money. If anyone, if, okay. if anyone thinks that this sport. The Supercross is one point eight billion. Right Wait, hold on. There's no help. For you. JT, yeah, I don't Steve, know if that's exactly a, a very Steve, good. Steve, you know, he has the Paul. guy, the guy that owns Feld, Kenneth Feld. Okay, Paul. <clears throat> Kiefer, what's the his guy that net? owns Supercross? One point eight billion. 
But that, I mean, that's, that's Apple's fault. Because he oh, that's that's not that much. No, 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 no. That's Barney. That's Ringling Brothers Circus. That's Disney on Ice. I mean, that. I, I rest my case. That, I'm not, you guys are so far off topic on this by comparing the, not, the net worth. Steve, at least, is getting I'm, what I'm trying to say. I'm not Forget saying it. I, I'm going I'm to. But, but to yeah. say that we have jobs yeah, I just want you because to see of that. those guys. <laughs> It's ridiculous, Paul. It's okay. ridiculous. Hey, hey are, Paul, we have a job uh, because of him. How come you don't, goddamn? <laughs> I don't exactly. I, I see what he's yeah. saying, but it's kind of like it's like we have a job because my mom and dad boned and I'm born. It's I, I think the sp- you just kind of nailed it though when, when you said like about the circus and thing because Feld owns all of those things, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think how he looks at it as he wants to maybe kind of invest as little as possible, kind of keep the things coming in because to him that might be all the same thing. See, like, we love motocross, and it's special yeah, to yeah. us. So we re- re- really want it to, to grow. He- and I think, I think you're right, and I think Todd Gendro and Dave Prater and those guys see the vision, and they're, they're passionate about the sport. Yes. Okay? There's a sales team. There's so many more people behind it. Charlie Mancuso. All those guys get it. Okay? Because you have an owner of a, a big, huge corporation. Yeah, he's in there to make money. And at the, at the end of the day, he does not – he wants to see that dollar. That's right. Yeah. Okay, it's and that's been all the same core that's guys fine, for but almost but 30 not, years. That's fine. They've grown the sport. They've done a good job. Yeah, correct. I'm not thanking him for this show. I'm not thanking him for having a job. Well, I this, cover the sport. You're talking to a guy here that thanks Red Bull for when he cracks open a I Red guess Bull. So. I, I guess so. I, for sending him a can of Red Bull. <laughs> I don't know. I he mean, said he's sponsored. Paul, I've seen a, you've been in the sport a long time. We've seen so many teams come and go. They come in, they invest, they look and, at it, they go. And a lot of them have been yours. <laughs> all, all one of them, yeah. All two of them. Three, well, two, two and a half. Cause um, I have a question for, off topic. Yeah. So do the teams know that New York will be on prime time. Yes. Okay. Does that alter the riders' salaries if they win that race? Is it a bigger no. salary? Nope. It's the same. Same thing. Okay. If Supercross went on the market tomorrow, someone would pick that up so fast because it's a huge money maker. Oh, I know. That, that's I know, so I know easy to, to to picture the guy twirling his mustache. Do you know how much risk they take at every single race? Oh, Do you no, know how God. many rounds they've lost oh, money at in God. recent years? Oh, we're going to have a bake sale for Kenneth Feld tomorrow. Bake sale. Please pick up cupcakes. We're going to try to help Feld out because they take a huge risk. Well, I know someone who's seen the books. What? I know someone who has seen their books. I know somebody that knows their neighbor's dog's cousin and has seen their (laughs) cookies, JT. Great great radio, Paul. Don't, Don't tell me you know somebody that's seen their books. I've seen their damn books. You've Come seen at me books. with numbers. Yeah, tell me. I, I, I'm not going to air their dirty laundry on the air, but I'm telling you, there's more risk involved. I'm not kissing Feld's ass. I'm Thank not you. thanking Kenneth Feld. No, not them or Giuseppe. Thank you. Todd Gendro. Thank you, Dave. You guys Carter. are so freaking narrow-minded. Thank you for having the show. Thank you. You think there's – the, I mean, sport, I the sport is very healthy. They are all making money. money. The they should all go to jail. That's the, they, they, not they the American way. They should make as much money as they want. That's right. Fantastic job by them. Absolutely. But if you think I'm narrow-minded because I don't think they're profitable, that's – Silly. Do you think there was ever a point when it wasn't profitable in the in the distant past? Not when Feld owned it, no. <laughs> or, or clear Feld, that's, or a, that's been a long or, reign with Feld, for sure. Not really. No, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> people got murdered. Okay, well, per- we're talking about Feld. People yeah. got literally murdered. You want to talk about okay, but where, where should it go? So good for Feld. When good Roy for us. Jansen, they bought it. It's profitable. The sport's doing when well. Jansen was handing out plaques on hay bales. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. You're you're solidifying my point, JT, because from 
Roy Jansen standing in Denver handing out plaques on hay bales. With Pizza Hut. Remember they catered Pizza Hut? <laughs> there you go. Do you think that the sport was risky back then? Who invested course, the money? But that's like saying the NFL is not profitable now because it used to Okay, so what's your point? So yay for Kenneth Feld. Yay for Charlie Mancuso. Big deal. Thank you for the show. Hey, you yep. know what? You know what? The one thing Feld is trying to do, and I know that they're trying to do this. They're evil. They're they evil. they they are really trying to make it profitable for everybody involved. That's what they're working on with the TV package. No, they're not. No, they're not. You seem pretty narrow minded. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my my dogs. Cousins, neighbors, oh, it's pretty no, narrow. No, and I know Paul, they're not going to bring you back because you're kissing their ass on Steve's show. Yeah, I know that. Oh. I, I just, I just said they're evil. I'm they, calling they them out right here. Mo- Congratulations, they make money. They should. Like, I want to. <laughs> I wouldn't do this show for free. I make money on the show. Uh, you, you make, we all make money. It's, cra- it's a great job. It's not that. Dude. It's not that. But if you're trying to claim the sport has never been healthier. I, I never said those words. Technically, I think you did. I, if it, I think you, more teams it, than ever. Maybe so. I, more teams than ever. I would say that the sport is extremely healthy, and we all are in a good I position. I would say I want you to be drug tested. I say <laughs> you're immediately. <laughs> Paul, how can you say we're in a good position? You don't even have a fucking job. That's right. I'm unemployed, and I'm saying that <laughs> life is good. There you go. All right, let's let's move I on. I'm very lucky. I'm uh, blessed. Nash, oh, you there? Man. Nash. Gentlemen. Yeah. What's, what's up, Nash? Get real. Get real, bro. Holy cow, this is like a Mensa candidate meeting. You guys were going off, and I loved every moment of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guy. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, Kenny, Kenny, I give you a magic wand in regards to track design, and you get to do anything. No, no, no. Don't, don't no. give me the magic wand. Travis Preston. I don't even. Hey, Nash. I'll tell you what, I don't even see the track until the heat race, bro. <laughs> so you're talking to the wrong guys. TP? Uh, JT and Preston have the magic wand. J- yeah. JT and Preston, you get the magic wand. My mistake. Three sets of whoop sections. <laughs> really? <laughs> Travis is all, all whoops. I'll come out of retirement. JT, and JT's magic wand is no whoop section. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to take Travis's wand away. <laughs> Anything else, Nash? Uh, yes, who was Giuseppe Longo? Who on was? the show, you mean? In, in the show. I, I don't who know. Was that that I don't him? know, but he was gold. I have no idea. I wish he'd call back he, in. And... He is listening right now. He needs to make a research. RV is racing in what, two weeks? Three oh, weeks? Two There's weeks. There's definitely. Two weeks? Giuseppe needs to call in and comment. He does. On I'd how like much to... RV is going to go over there and wipe the floor. Ooh, you think he's going to wipe the floor? I think he's going to do really well. <laughs> well, that's that, thanks, Nash. Paul, Paul, what do you think about that? I think it's going to be gnarly. I think it's going to be tough. I, I, think, I, I think in in all things being equal, I think he should go over there and win. But it isn't going to be a cakewalk. He's not wiping the floor. No, no, no. Um, I, I, I think, think he can, but I think it's not going to be as easy as people think. Um, well, I think he's going to dominate. Easy, but I think RV possesses the grit and the focus, and he may be in the autumn of his career, but. That dude's proven time and time again that he does not uh, like to lose, and he fu- he's fueled off of that. I mean, Steve, you've seen him in the hauler and, and experienced him and his mindset. He's a unique individual. I've also yeah. been around Caroli a lot and experienced Caroli and seen him at GP, seen him at Motocross the Nations. Right. And that dude's bad. He's a bad dude. I give the sand races to Caroli, uh, the mud races maybe to Caroli, and, and from there maybe maybe RV gets him on the, on the man-made – Super crushish tracks, but that still gives a lot of race wins to Caroli. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think well, he's in for a hell of a battle. I don't know who's going to win. 
but he's in for a hell of a battle. I think those two have everybody else covered, though. I've heard Pauline hype and DeSalle hype. And I, no. I think Pauline's going to do well in the Honda. I think he'll do well. But he's always hurt, and he's always and, and, got his ups and downs. Yeah, when he's on, he can go 1-1, but he's not on very much. Yep. So, I, think, uh, well, I think RV may win this first one, though, because it's kind of a, a man-made-ish track. Mm-hmm. And I think... Like Covington, how well he did last year. Oh, Qatar, yeah. Think, did know, he do well? A little bit of a fall. He got a third and, or a, a second one more, yeah. How the yeah. series will go. At Qatar, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, maybe you got a good point there, JT. Uh, well, that gives. The, the, oh. yeah. the good news is Giuseppe may call in based on this activity going on. Over I there. hope so. And Paul will defend Giuseppe. Well, wait. Let, let, let's, since, since JT is trying to make it personal with me, that thinks I'm literally oh. would stoop oh, to the Paul, level. Stop it. Literally oh, stoop to the JT. level of kissing ass to try to get a job on the air. Don't, no you, work, don't, you, don't you work for, for Davey, for Racer X? So, I do. Okay. I'm not, is is Davey as evil? Show, is Davey as evil as uh, Kenneth Feld and Giuseppe Longo? I would never say those guys are evil. I just think that they're out to make money, just like everybody else. Davey's ripping people off. He's beating up people's about? kids, too. Yeah. That's your words, not mine. <laughs> well, but that's what you're saying. He's in the same category, right? He's at the helm of I our sport. Ne- I, I, I never said that anybody was ripping anyone off, especially not Feld or any of those guys. Well, what are I you saying? Yeah, you're disagreeing I, that... that my, main point, my main point was that they're, it's, they're very profitable. It's a very profitable enterprise. That's why they're doing it. And Supercross sure. is much more profitable. Than that, I would that think was so. My, that was my whole cross. point to start with. Okay. But so is Davey, right? Sure. Would, would I you, would hope so. Yeah, I would okay. hope that if he's in this, he's good, in it to make money. Good for Davey. That's right. The main problem I had, Paul, was you saying that they're responsible for us having these jobs. I didn't like that's say re- it directly. I did not say did. that. That's, I did not. I said I, I believe the growth of the sport in general has to do with three things – ambiguously over the course of time. MC's amazing run, Feld's hard work, and the X Games. That's my opinion. Take it or leave it. And I'm trying to put in an application of sweep floors at Feld according to JT, so whatever. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, it has nothing to do with nothing. Well, Giuseppe you, or Davey I, or Feld you, or anything. It's the sport. Is the sport. Motocross, Supercross. If I were you, I would get a hold of Feld because I heard that they're doing a full freestyle contest Tour next year because X Games pulled out. Speaking mm-hmm. of that, is Cowboys done? Yeah, it oh, is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, Nash. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. All right, wait, Kenny. In yes. honor of the two hundredth show, can you give me a hidden gem factory fill story? Ooh, please? factory fill. Hidden, hidden gem. Factory fill. You know that might be a good yeah. question. That might be a good question for Travis because you know we were all teammates that year for Supercross only. Uh, Preston, come on. Do, we all shared a box were, fan. Oh, did we share a box fan? We did share a box fan. Yes. And, Phil, and, I can't tell. Those stories aren't good. <laughs> he has a huge dong. That's all we know. No, okay. He does, but, right. yeah. No, I, I just can't tell. Them. You can tell. Phil don't care. He does. He's a changed guy. He's a Christian now, married <laughs> with kids. I've called him out. He'll go, come on, bro. <laughs> I don't want to do that. No, so he's, he's, he's moved on. He's uh, right here. He's right here. He's on the line. Phil's so on the line? Yeah, right here. Yeah. That's so funny. Dude, <laughs> how much does it take for Okay, okay, okay. I, okay, well, I'm going to tell a story. Okay, I'm, I'm he's, tell he's, a story. he's telling a story. It was Minneapolis. Uh, when we were frozen? Yeah. The Not, frozen tundra where we had to. And he had an idea. Timmy had a good race at Minneapolis. And I oh, know. Timmy we was went good. out. Oh, we did? Of course we did. Shocking. <laughs> we didn't we? <laughs> We went to Hooters. This was Voss as your boss here. Sean, oh, yeah. Hey, Sean yeah. knows this story too. We Sean went with us. We I wasn't went, with you. Okay, um, man, we met some girls, <coughs> and 
Oh, that's right. He said, he said, I like to have a couple drinks the night before the race. Okay. Kind of loosens me up. Yeah. And I was, no, that, that's not going to work. That's not a good idea. <laughs> He's like, just try it. So I did. I, I had a couple drinks the night before the race, and that, I think I got fourth that night. He's like, I told you, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he said. I told you. Yeah, but he took it. Phil took it to the next level because it started a couple drinks to staying out all night. I would leave to go to the track at 6 or 7 in the morning, and the dude still wasn't back. Sometimes I passed him in the hallway, and he goes, we got this tonight, bro. Don't worry. I'll be there by track walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenny, you don't disappoint. Hey, cheers. Hey, thanks. Steve, great job on doing 200 shows, and, and thanks for everything you guys do. Have yeah, fun. Thanks, Nash. Thanks a lot. Uh, let's finish these questions. We, a long time ago, we started them. Uh, it's been a while. Okay. Um, this next one is from Brady. He wants to know, JT, what foods do you stay away from when you are racing that you can now enjoy? Uh, honestly, I've, I've been, uh, In that health been kick. trying to eat really good. So I would say it's, <laughs> I ate worse. <laughs> well, I would say worse, but I ate more when I was racing just because you're constantly burning calories. Me too. I eat more. But I, I haven't really changed my diet too much. Um, you know, I think it's gotten more strict. The guys are so fit now, uh, that they're really, you know, all the gluten-free and all the stuff. I never really did all that. I just tried to use my head and, and listen to my body more than anything if i felt weak i you know i would i would always just kind of go off how i felt more than anything but these guys are so high tech now and doing blood tests and all that kind of crazy stuff so they're far more advanced than i ever was what are you eating now more than you ever did do you kidding me right now what the motherfucker was just i just had five brownies (laughs) i'm just saying like was there is there a food that you didn't eat when you raced wait you're talking about a guy that went on that cocktails for a drink but hey that 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 system doesn't work I tried it the next weekend. It don't work. <laughs> what you, about these girls? What about the girls? Well, that that that's beside the point. Okay. The the system that works for motocross is you know like you 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 have to everyone's so competitive now with the mm-hmm. training and yeah. that's the only way to do it now. I hear you, bro. I know Dude, I used that. to have a guy that I worked for. He used to try to convince me that smoking weed before he rode was better because he could focus more. <laughs> Until one day we were at a track in the middle of Bakersfield and you had to ride to it. And he did his little routine, and literally, I'm watching him right away, and he rode right into a rain rut that was about four feet wide and went over the bars and broke his ribs. And I said, I thought it made you focus. He goes, I wasn't there. (laughs) You might know that guy. You worked for him, too. Oh, was it? I thought you were going to say crummy. No, no, Uh, no. Uh, All right, next question. All right, this next one's from Brian C. Paul. After a show, you go home and find... No, it's no. stupid. Don't ask this one. It's, it's dumb. Don't all ask right, it. All right, it's all right. dumb. Every week, we, guy sends the same thing. He thinks it's funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny. No, no, it's not. Steve. Yeah. How are you able to follow the sport so religiously uh-huh. and have no interest to ride at all? Yeah, well, I think I would have more interest to ride if I was in SoCal because riding up here sucks balls. Right. Uh, two, I have many, many, many... Many hours on a dirt bike. I know it's hard to believe at this point, but I mean, my brother's over here. He can vouch. I, I have a lot of time on a dirt bike. I'm good. Like you know, I don't know. What else I, you got to prove? Well, a four Manitoba title speak for itself right. and a Canadian amateur title. But uh, you sound I mean, like RC right there. What more do I need to prove? <laughs> I mean, do you ride a pole? I don't anymore. I'm a hypocrite. Any desire? Or no, like, none. Yeah, I mean. I'm old you were and fat and lazy. Yeah. You were certainly way better than I ever was. But again, I don't know about a, that. I just a don't. Of, I'm a full hypocrite, admittedly. It's hard to believe. What's that? It's just like, I, I know. feel like I'm going to ride all the time. I, I like, used yeah. to be that way, yeah. and I don't know what happened. I got hurt 
once real bad at when I like, had the team. I was uh, racing locally, brought the semi up to a race in Colorado, and I thought I could be a hero racing with my guys, and I got hurt, and that was it. JT, you don't so. ride, you don't have a ton of desire right now. It's still early in your career in your retirement, but yeah, it's it's hit and miss. If uh, really, honestly, more than anything, it's it's time for me. I just don't have time. I, that's that my too. biggest thing. But you know, I'm at every race. But don't I work you f- all day. Don't I you do feel with you? Don't you feel like if you really had the desire, you could get out and ride once a week? If I was going to go riding, I would go into the into the hills and go like trail riding and stuff. Hell that's yeah, what JT. I would do. I wouldn't go more. Yeah, I've done that my whole life. You hey know, JT, that, that's do that's you guys it. have a track at Fly, like in the back? Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, if you really had the desire, and it was just the perfect saying, day yeah. where the and dirt I do was perfect. I, we, we have ride days at lunch. I ride with those guys. But if I really wanted to go riding, like if it was a weekend and I was off, if I was gonna go riding, it would be up in the trails, like trail riding, mm-hmm. having a good time. It would not be out just pounding laps in motorcross. Preston, what about not do that? What about you? I mean, obviously you have the motorcross school, so you ride a lot. But did you, what, did you ever go through a point where you were just I'm 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 done. I'm over it. No, for for me, I'm still trying to get that perfect lap. I, every time I go through a corner, <laughs> I feel like that's I mess. why I don't ride. Because I, you don't lose that. We all do it because we love the competition, right? Yeah. I didn't like feeling myself getting old and fat and slow and lazy, and it sucked, and I, I was over it. So it's not fun to go get smoked and get arm pumped by some 40-year-old that you know that you used to be. It doesn't mean you got to go race, though. No, but that's, that's my I problem. I don't, I don't have that. You would, I, you would only go out to the track. Yeah. I, like, yeah. Like mine, Paul said. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to race. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. For me, it was just all or nothing. I didn't like just cruising around like an old guy. When I crashed on my mountain bike like three weeks ago, a month ago, I went over the bars, like pretty fast section. I remembered all the reasons why I hate it. It a lot more. Oh, my God. (laughs) I get hurt doing everything, so I'm going to ride and have fun and get hurt. And and at least I'm having fun getting hurt. (laughs) I'm laying there with the wind knocked out of me, shit everywhere, scattered, my bike's broken, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Like you don't laugh at yourself though. No, I'm like this sucks. This is horrible. Damn. But that's why I don't ride dirt bikes. I hate getting hurt. I, you, you do ride quads naked across the. Desert. I did, but you know, every time I tried to ride dirt bikes, I would fall down and get hurt. I hurt my ribs. You remember that? Hurt my arm. Hurt uh, everything. Motorbike yeah. video. Motor, the naked quad. Okay, that was him. I didn't even know that. You didn't know that was Kenny Watson. I didn't know that was him. It Same. says Kenny Watson on the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's an imposter. Anything else? Uh, yeah, there's a couple more. Okay, let's do this. Uh, We're going to take a commercial break. And then knowing, J- JT's got to go to bed. Paul, knowing what you know now, would you still have started the podcast with Steve? Uh, I wouldn't have started a podcast because it wasn't a podcast, but I would have started the show. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, this is for Kiefer and Preston. Uh, would it benefit uh, to put the 2015 YZF450 steel lower motor mounts on my 2014 YZ450? Yes. yes. I recommend that. Do it. Uh, this guy lower wants... motor mounts. Lower. Yeah. You know, I was a pioneer of lowering the radiators, and then uh, Butler saw my idea, and then Dubot got it and started selling it, and that was my idea. Are you being serious? I am being dead serious. Timmy was hurt. I was assigned a project. Make our bike, bike handle better and lighter. And I'm like, okay, all right, let me try to work on some stuff here. And I said, we need to go back to a three-speed like they used to have, which wasn't groundbreaking, but we did that. We had to make new transmission shafts from OW, from Yamaha and stuff. And went back to a three-speed. We lost whatever amount of weight that is. Kenny. Yes. <laughs> Steve is uh, I'm listening to Steve. You lost weight from the transmission. You went to a three-speed. <laughs> you lost weight. You were a factory. You were a factory Yamaha mechanic. Butler stole your idea. Dubok picked it up. 
you had to, you had to put your bike on a diet. Now what? But how did Butler steal your idea? It wasn't Butler's idea. It was Dubox. No, but so then I said, oh, hey, to turn this thing better, we need to get the lower center of gravity down on right. this thing because we had looked at the Honda. We had pulled a Honda into the shop, and we looked at it and measured it and looked at it, put it on a CompuTrack, you know what I mean, and looked yep. at it, and it was lower, smaller, everything about the Honda. We're like, that's what we need because our bike is steel frame, tall, fat, and, right. you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, how do we do that? So I'm like, okay, well – we can make the pipe, the header pipes, any way we need to. So let's, you know, make them longer up here. We'll we'll, sh- we'll, get, we'll keep an overall length by moving the, the the muffler back in, in case because in case we want that specific length, which turned out we didn't. But anyways, so we move the header pipe, and I could drop the radiators. I made some mounts to drop them, and then I cut. You know, I just got some stock radiator hose and cut it longer so it kind of drooped because the middle, the top ones went right, through the frame. Across, yeah. And I I lowered the whole radiators by three millimeters. Riders tried it; they loved it. Soon enough, like I'm not kidding you, within. Three months, Dubok had it for for sale. Really? Yeah, production kit using my same. I just took the to my. Do you tell Doug when you did the podcast with him? Call mm, him out. Mm, what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know for sure. I don't have like you know proof. This right, is, right, you right. Know, I'm not CSI here. Caruso hasn't got back to me yet, <laughs> but he literally took my idea for the mounts too. Which all I did for mounts was uh, I, I made two like uh, uh, a flat to start. I just made two four pieces of aluminum, right? And I countersunk. Uh, the one side so it would fit into the existing mm-hmm. stock little peg. And then I just simply put a nut on the back and threaded it, you know, to move the, for the mounts. And he just took those same mounts, yeah, anodized them red. And they work good. Yeah. Can you, can you yeah. adjust the height of the radiator from no, the mount? No, it was just, here we go, just drop them. Right. And then, and then you had to, uh, with Dubak, I think he sold the same header, which GYTR made us a header to, to snake around the lower radiator. Hmm. Yeah. You're brilliant. Thank dude, you. You're, Thank you're, you. Dude, you are a pioneer. I, honestly, you Innovator. ask Gothic. When will you see Gothic next? Uh, I see him quite a bit. You ask Gothic. Okay. Innovator. I will. And you know what he'll tell you? Bullshit. Nope. I'm oh. a pioneer. Because that's what <laughs> I was calling myself. I'm going to ask him. That's what I was calling myself. Yep. I, I thought you were just a parts changer. I guess I was wrong. Hold on. You know what? We're going to call Gothic. God damn it. He's a good interview. Yeah. <laughs> you, tell, you talk him about you talk to him about high desert trail ride. He'll talk all day. Put some Depeche Mode music on right now and call Gothic. <laughs> you know I took Gothic to see Depeche Mode, right? Remember Daryl that used to work at Feld? Bald, yeah, know? he got me U two tickets. Yeah, he passed away. So I took. He got me passes to go see Depeche Mode, and me and Gothic went. Showed up with makeup, the whole bit. It was awesome. Gothic Joe. Gothic! Jay! Yeah. Woo! Woo! Gothic, it's Mathis. You're live on the air. No. <laughs> Welcome hey, to Travis Preston is here. Kiefer is here. Yeah. Paul Lindsay and Kenny Watson. And JT's on the phone. Listen, I just told the story. I just told the story. You got to vouch for me here. Oh, okay. way to put him against, back him against no. the wall. What did I pioneer? Well... Could Anal be sex. the multi-hook start device. It was not that. You pioneered that. Okay. Well, um, lowering the radiators. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Man. I told the story. We're never going to hear the end of it now, Gothic. Gosh. Gothic, did I not do that? And then Dubok came out with the same kit? Like no, I don't know. I don't know what the timeline is there. <laughs> I'm not saying for sure, but I heard Fuck it from you it. first. You, you 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 were there. You witnessed my brilliance, the sh- the stroke of brilliance on the uh, on the radiators, dropping them. You you were there. Yep, was there. Well, hmm. thanks for filling us in so much, Gothic. 
Thanks okay. for <laughs> filling in the story so well. He's, ready. He's like, okay, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything else, Gothic? And so oh, that's, that's it. That's it. Okay, so you, all right. And that's Matt it. Get that one. Give me a top five on your podcast on your uh, on your uh, iPod right now. Top five. I don't even have an iPod. <laughs> all right. Top five bands of all time. Top five bands of all time, Jay. It's got to be the Cure. <laughs> Anything else? We'll throw Depeche Mode in there. <laughs> <laughs> we were betting on that. We were... <laughs> I got Gothic, Depeche Mode, New Order. <laughs> no, it's yep, New Order. Yeah, Joy new... Division. Uh, Joy Division for sure. What about um, like Guar or Nine Inch Nails? Sort of Gothic. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nine Inch Nails. There, there you go. There's five. Yeah. <laughs> Right on, well, Jay. Gothic, thanks for really filling in the blanks here with the story. <laughs> yeah. Um, when are you going to? When are you seeing uh, TP next? When are you guys going to hook up for some desert riding? When it rains. When it rains. Yep. Yeah, some good trails. He's up coming there. off a small injury, so it's got to be really good conditions. Gothic does haul ass on his tracks. He does. He, I, he goes good on the trails. Yeah. He, we yeah. had one day where we were hauling out in Honda Valley, and yeah. he kept up with us all day. And, you know, Corona Dilla. We've all been to Corona Dilla. Yeah. Corona Dilla. What yeah. about Alan, is Alan Brown out there riding with you guys, too? No. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen him. No, Alan's been riding a ton. Really? Oh, you yeah. seen Alan lately? Yeah. He's fit. Oh, yeah. He looks fit. Yeah. No, he's he's been yeah. riding a, he's been riding a shit. He's got an 08 Honda, and he's been riding the shit out of it. <laughs> nice. so. Best bike made, bro. Yeah, yep. he's probably got about yeah three hundred hours on it. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Still going strong. All right, Gothic. Well, I just I told the story cool. on the air about lowering the radiators, and I needed I needed a second, you know, a vouching for that. So, oh yeah, no problem. You were there. You saw yep. it. All right, Indy. See you, Gothic. Cool. I'll see, see you, Jay. Jay. Gothic. Right, see, you. see you, Jay. Very charismatic, Gothic <laughs> Jay. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> JT. Lots to say. Yo, thanks for coming on the night. Two hundred shows. Two hundred shows. You were probably a part of a hundred and. 50. 50 of them, I bet. Maybe more. Yeah, so, like thanks for th- thanks for the ride, buddy. Thanks for joining us. See we you next week. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for all you guys coming. coming oh, to make this show. Wait Thank a minute. Know. Yeah, it was awesome to have them all here. You have something new to talk about. Uh, yeah, we'll cover it another time. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, right. Right. Sorry now. All right. Uh, but VIP is still open. I know you know lots of people are asking about it, so mm-hmm. uh, keep following up with that. Um, but yeah. All good, man. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. 200 shows. 200. All right, see you guys. All right, see you later. See you. later Great Jay. Jason Thomas, everybody. Fly Racing, new boot out, by the way. Brand new boot. You can try it yet? No, I haven't tried it yet. You're going to, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, hey, let's take our second commercial break of the night here. Third. Third commercial break Sorry. of the night. We're almost done. We are. Paul has to go. Three motos. Yeah. Uh, uh, coming back with Travis hey, Preston's Paul's music. Paul's going to go with us to the strip club, just like the old days when we used to leave here. <laughs> yeah, there's no sex in the champagne room. <laughs> oh, geez, baby. I want to go. Let's go. Let's all go. Let's do a pulp after party. Fantastic. Nope. Uh, nope. No strip club for me. Boo. Nope. Okay. The right. older Kenny is just not as When fun. he says nope, but he's nodding his head, what does that <laughs> <No>. mean? <laughs> You're such a dick. You know I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm joking, everybody. Hey, stick around. Third commercial break. Lots more to come. Pulp and Max Show 200. I'm in love, bro. I don't do that. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. 
We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did, too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. 
You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivot Works, the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivot Works stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride Pivotworks. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pice mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsha. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like you've got to run Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Race Tech, privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is... Factory.
hey, hey, hey. Now that I got out of your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Beck Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
red, the green, the hope, the true are beating me black and blue Cause you're in every scene My friends try to cheer me up I get together at the pizza hut I didn't have the heart to tell That was our place These sleepy streetlights on every sidewalk Side street everybody. Paul Burnett Show. Number 200. 200 shows. I cannot believe it. Preston and Kiefer have all commercial break to talk and they're still talking right now. I think you need to get Paul back in the studio more. You guys are really bonding tonight. <laughs> yeah. Preston, are you going to join us? This is your stupid song you picked. Sing this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Heather loves this song. Heather is a really awesome girl, but unfortunately, this, <laughs> this is terrible. She has really bad taste in friends, though. <laughs> True Welcome that. back. 200 shows. <laughs> I just took me two show. seconds to grab that. <laughs> BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech, Vortex tonight? Racing, Roost Graphics, <laughs> X Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection. Atlas neck braces, brand new 2015 Atlas neck brace out. Try it out. Weimer, Anderson, Moose Moosekin. Uh, uh, Moose uh, yeah, come on. Davalos, dude. they all wear Atlas neck braces. You should try them out. I know there's a lot of debate on neck braces, but trust me, try an Atlas and you'll be sold. FMF Racing, proud sponsors of uh, uh, the Star Racing team, who's killing it with Cooper Webb right now. We'll talk about that in a second. And the JGR Yamaha guys run that. W Wheels. And what more can you say about W Wheels? Uh, Andrew Shorts. Uh, are you a fan, Watson, of the light-up wheels they've been running, Barsha and then Shorty? I love that. Opening ceremonies. That's a W creation. Stop that, it. That, that is. Stop and it. I talked to John about it. I think it's really cool. It is cool. I think it's different. Um, I think it's – I don't think – I think if one person's going to do it, I think one person do it. I think it's pretty circusy to have mass people doing it F and you, stuff dude. like that. Um, but I'll give it to John. At w, w wheels. They're always – Trying to take it to the next level. And to innovate think, and elevate. I think they're doing an awesome job. Guts Racing. You guys use Guts Racing. They're on your They're on your team? The best seat company I've ever. They are good. Ever, Very good. The best Very seat good. company I have ever, ever, ever used. Talking about turnaround. Yeah, they, they work with you. I'm telling you right now. Whatever you use they in got, the seat, that's great. But give Guts a chance. They got. Uh, Don't go with the name for the last 20 years. It's all new management. 
It's the younger generation of the Guts family coming in, and they get it. They, uh, if you want covers, you want uh, foam, you want a complete seat, either any of those three do things. Do they have Guts. the sickest new carbon seat bases? I know. And then the they Velcro do? covers? Yes. The Velcro yeah. they covers, have light, too? They have light foam, too? Light oh, foam, yeah. carbon base. Oh, no and shit. They have this new thing that they came out. It's a Velcro seat cover. So no staples. It goes on with Velcro. That's fucking Doesn't cool. Stay and on. It's, yes, it's the same kind of Velcro that they use in the automobile. Now, do you, do you run that setup with the Velcro we have. on Supercross? We have. And it stays on? We have, yes. Wow. Yeah. We have. Um, We've tested it, but there was we didn't have enough time testing it to run it, but there's a chance we will eventually run it okay. because it is a good, good product. Gal for breaks, two under. Uh, KTMPartsExpress.com and Black Ops Moto all on board with us once again. Check out sponsor deals when you're looking to shop with one of our guys. Chances are we'll uh, give you a discount on something, and we're happy to have all these guys on our on our side. There's no doubt about it. 200 episodes of the Pulp MX Show, and Paul and I were still spent the whole commercial break arguing. <laughs> He's not lying either. Non-stop. Non-stop. <laughs> I have Shit. a headache. I, I actually ordered some flowers and cupcakes to Todd Gendro. Thank you for allowing me to pay my mortgage. Thank you. Uh, no, good stuff. Thanks for coming, everybody. We appreciate having a good time uh, on the show. Um, I don't know if any – you know this. We have this really awesome segment. It's called Future Headlines. <laughs> this guy is going to waffle. Give it to him. Give it to him. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so this is Future this, Cycle News Headlines. What we're going to read in Cycle News – uh, when it comes to this topic, uh, you have to choose one or the other. You have to pick one or the other. That's it. You cannot waffle like JT. Do I have to bring so, a story, a backstory? Like no. Earlier? No, 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 no. No time clock, no, no tear-offs, no, no 15 no, seconds, no, no backstory. Okay. okay. So I'm going to ask each one of you guys. Uh, uh, I only I only got three, so somebody's getting screwed. Um, <laughs> Leave me out. Okay. I've played it, so let these guys go. Okay. All right. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So, Watson, here's your future headline. Gotcha. All right. Electric bike excites the market, or electric bike shocks consumers. No one buys them. Electric bike shocks the consumer, and no, no. one buys them. That's bullshit. Unless it's the KTM. <laughs> oh, Kiefer. Free ride? I don't know. I don't know much about them, to no. tell you the truth. I, I don't, don't know how you don't put your mic up to the mouth. Either. I don't know much about the product, so I really... <laughs> Uh, hey, but right. you should have said future headline number future two. headline for me. You yeah. should have said in the next five years is going to take off or not. Okay, but right. you, I'm thinking future like headline. next week. Future headline next week. No number two. All right, yeah, he's I'll, do, I'll go with you. Ready? Okay, ready. All right. Rocks and rocks Supercross and captures the title, or Kenny kills for the KTM back. Oh, Ken, Kenny wins the title. Okay. So rocks and rocks supercross for title. Love yeah. the enthusiasm. Steve. You gotta Love say it, it right. Bring dude. it, bring it. Say it he right. He said it so fast. He's a little, he's a little intimidating when he gets oh, all he, fired he's, up. He's, he's all no, it's up. my yeah. cycle yeah. news headlines. It's my cycle news headlines. He has his little, uh, his little uh, rider's hat on. You know where it says press <laughs> on it, like in Superman, Clark Kent. <laughs> All right. That's uh, Jimmy. You ready? <laughs> Cycle news headline. Not really, Number but okay. <laughs> Preston preaches the gospel. Writing school. Why are you doing this or to me? Or <laughs> Preston piles on student, closes the school. Preston preaches the gospel. All right. There oh, we go. I like it. This is what he's doing. I, I just wanted to see where you thought where his schools were going. 
He's always done a good job. Uh, that's been future headlines. Is something I need to know? Future headlines. It's amazing we can't get a segment, a sponsor for that segment. It's, nobody seems to like it. <laughs> Maybe shot. that's why you were putting so much effort into it. <laughs> the extra effort in no, the, in the enunciation we, and everything. That's what we do like on it. the show. Well, like Alta was coming on board, but they just heard that shit, so they ain't coming on board. Uh, don't blame me. Blame him. He did it. Watson, Watson effed it up. If you're going to buy an electric bike, go buy the E-Moto. We gave away an E-Moto tonight. That's cool. Thanks, Thanks Watson. Go that's awesome. buy one. Uh, we also give away a pair of X-Brown goggles and a Fly F2 uh, helmet uh, with beam paint job. Uh, Keith, contest you see a at, yet? Contest at publicmexshow.com. No. You can send your uh, send your entries in there. We're going to pick a random number. Kenny, what do you want to do for this complete RCH clothing set? Uh, you guys do whatever you need to do. Just give it away to three callers. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fantastic. Kenny's enthusiasm is, is, is great. It's waning. <laughs> dildos. Um, <laughs> Pulp MX show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about um, the 250 class. Webb's crash. Uh, certainly uh, you two, and probably you too, Paul, in your career, uh, you've been there. Uh, that was a gnarly crash in practice. Uh, you finally saw it, Preston. Um, what's it like trying to... I mean, how amazed were you that he won, I guess, in the first place? Oh, dude, I got a great I one mean, for you on this one. Like, I told, I was man enough to tell my daughter that he's a bad dude for getting up from that crash because I've, like you said, and I think we all have, had a bike cough and spit over the bars and pile-driven like that. It took me, the first time it happened to me, I was 17 years old, which I guess is about what Cooper is, maybe right. a little bit younger. It took me two years to, to trust my bike to be able to seat bounce it like that again. Yeah. But that was back in the day when bikes yeah. did it a lot, yeah. in fairness. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess my point to my daughter was, when I, I didn't think he'd get up and win. I was wrong, and he did. Remarkable. I said he's a bad dude, and I, he's more man than I was because it took me two years to recover from that exact crash. It scared me to death. Uh, Preston, what'd you think? I mean, his heat race, he kind of, you know, like sort of soldiered on, and I was like, okay, he's just going to ride for points. That's here. what and, I and said. I, and I get yeah. it. Yeah. To do that in the main event, though. Uh, that's awesome. I, I loved. I was totally surprised by it. Um, I thought Bowers was. I mean, his first three laps, Bowers was yeah. on fire, and I thought he's he's walking away with this. Right. And I thought Cooper was just going to salvage it, kind of like he did in the heat. Mm-hmm. And then Cooper just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. So, w- without getting into too much details, obviously we don't know his injuries, what he did. Do you think they just shot him up with you know tore it all or whatever, and and like got him out there? One hundred percent. I mean, and so one hundred percent. Okay, but so does it work? More bet does it work better in the main than it would in the heat? Like, yes. would he be feeling the effects in yes. the heat? Like, ah, oh, shit, I'm in pain, and then the main event, it's good. Yes, because he got shot up about 15 minutes before the heat race, and it took a while to get going into your system. Once your blood gets pumped, oh, okay. and it goes through. Yeah. Okay. So that. But also, I think you know your adrenaline gets going. Yeah. And once your adrenaline gets going, it's amazing what you can get away with. That's like, true. what have you ridden through? Have you had any anything like where you were like yeah and in, in, in 07 i i had a pretty good get off and i was hurt pretty bad actually missed one race and came back the following weekend okay and uh i i, I got shot up with something i don't even know what it was i can't remember yeah. but what was the problem what was it uh i, I had so i think i had a broken rib oh, okay and i was able to to ride through it and but it it, it, so, it it hurts at first when you get out there see yeah. I, I was told they can't do anything for ribs because i did that at, at millville once i had a separated ac they just told you my shoulder they didn't want and you they, that, that that was they they shot me up for that for no. my shoulder and it was great but the ribs they're like you're bumming they only have so much toroidal and use it on i bu- guess use it on i got screwed yeah right thanks doc um, so, but afterwards, it would kill you. It was, oh, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. You definitely feel it the next day. Yeah. Like, I bet you Cooper was not feeling good <laughs> Sunday morning. Right, right. 
Amazing, amazing though, man. Uh, uh, just a, a great ride by him. And 31 points now. I mean. Yeah, I think he's it's wrapped. It's done. Yeah. That Yamaha looks good, Preston. I would say the, that. The bike does look good. <laughs> um, but Cooper's riding so well. His speed, his intensity. Mm-hmm. His um, confidence is above the roof, man. He just knows pretty amazing. Above the roof? Yeah, above the roof. Not through it? Raise no, the above roof. it. Oh, above it. Okay. He's riding above the roof. <laughs> He's he looking good. down, physically looking down at the roof. Yep. I, think, the I think Kenny just gave us a new one. Hey, It's above the roof. Hey, why don't you knock it off, dude, instead of trying to badger everybody on your show. <laughs> jab, 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 jab. <laughs> jab, jab. Um, this guy's been on hold for a long time. Harris, <laughs> what's up, man? Harris, call it your own discretion here. You never know what's going to happen. You want some RCA stuff. Right on. Nope. Sure. That's, uh, what's up, that. Harris? You didn't win shit um, yet. So... When you guys were talking earlier about um, how some of the privateers can do well during your raves about uh, about money in the sport, um, I w- my question to everyone was, can can these privateers do better now in this day and age with these bikes being so much better with all these factory teams putting millions of dollars into developing bikes and... Um, and it trickles down to the um, to the to the consumer's bike that they can buy. Hey, I'm going ans- to answer that question for you right now. Yes, really, this is an easy question. In the 450 class, yes, and I'll explain why. In the 250 class, no, because you have those teams: Geico Pro Circuit, Yamaha, the Star Racing team, the Husqvarna team, the KTM team. They have endless budgets to make that thing better and faster. And those things are being rebuilt every week and getting new parts, and they're, they're, they're a lot of money in, involved in that bike. The 450, a perfect example, is Chad Reed. The first year he did his own team, he was on a pretty much a privateer production Yamaha with no – I mean, sorry, Honda with not that much help, correct? With Pro right. Circuit, Pro Circuit, 100%. He had some good results, then he started to get some parts. I think in the 450, yes, you can compete – at a, up to the certain level, there it, people think factory, factory, factory. The bikes are so close. There's not that many. It's not like back in the two-stroke days where you had to have that transmission. You had to have that sec, that longer second gear. It's not mm-hmm. like that any longer. I don't believe, Chris. No, I mean he's right. 250F, you got to have it's it's 250F class. It's all motor, and I think it's better nowadays for the 250F guys because there are engine builders that. There's more engine builders that come from factories that have their own shops now that do good work that bridges the gap. But Kenny's ride in the 450 class, like another example is Shorty when he had to do his own Honda deal when when the McGrath thing took a shit. He had mm-hmm. just you know basic you know aftermarket parts and shit. He podiumed or did really good at Oakland or something in the top five yeah, all the time. Really yeah. yeah. So yeah. T- 250F class, you need, a, you need a huge motor, but I mean, I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. But I think in that 250F class, you do need a, and those guys are available to do that, but there's a cost behind that. I think right. I think you can see guys like Frenchie, Matt Jory, like we talked about earlier. Right. Uh, the star, I mean, Mitch Payton's edge in engine technology when the four strokes first came out, I think is is gone now, and they're good bikes. There's nothing wrong with the pro circuit bikes anymore, but we see plenty of other colors that are really fast. Also, well, a perfect example and. I know he's not riding up to his capability, but the guy is like last week. He had a good race. Is Josh Hansen? He is. He is in that predicament of a privateer on his own dime. Has a guy doing his engines, 
and he's he's kind of his hands are kind of tied what he can do and what he can't do because there's other stuff he could get but it's thousands and thousands of dollars so he has to go out and just do it on raw talent and you could see if you go back and you watch Josh Ride you could see the explosiveness out of corners the other bikes have and stuff like that you could see where his motor isn't as good as other people and his suspension isn't as good that's what the difference is all right, thanks, uh, thanks, man. Appreciate you calling. I had another question for Kiefer as well. Mm, um, I don't know. Do it up. <laughs> um, so I know you are friends with uh, Ricky Baybrick and Gary Sutherland and all of them. You're kind of into the desert and uh, off-road type stuff. Yep. And I was wondering if you're – what I've been thinking is Yamaha with this new FX and WR and KTM with its just their, – their KTMs are solid bikes. They're both technical. Technic, they're um, they got all the new updates as far as fuel injection. And Honda has has for the off road two fifty X four fifty X has stayed with the carburetor. Do you see the Yamaha and the KTM taking over in the off road? Where um, say Honda just got a win at the San Felipe. Do you see those coming to an end? Or do you think Honda will come out with a fuel-injected off-road bike pretty soon? Yeah, definitely Honda will come out with something, I'm sure. Um, but the big thing with off-road is just not as big as motocross and supercross, so it's tough mm-hmm. to to give a lot of rides out. And, you know, Ricky's a perfect example. You know, like he was a Heron Hound champion, but he kind of on his own dime. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think, too, like like everybody's like, well, why, the, why does Yamaha come out with the 250FX and it didn't come out with the 450 it's always known that Yamaha comes out with one certain model first, and then it's usually the, a year or two later they'll come out with the next model. So is that Preston's fault? Like is that, is that Preston's fault? Right. The yeah. injection on '09, and then the uh, the dual exhaust in '13. Yeah, it's similar like that. It's just it takes a while to test and get the stuff out, and then you know there's only so much production time to go around. So the next next in line will be a 450. But you'll see definitely see some more Yamahas out in the desert with you know going some off road lineup. And I think KTM kind of bumped everyone else's program up too because they make so many damn different types of bikes that it forces the Japanese to kind of to step up their game off road wise too. Thanks, Harris. Appreciate the question, man. Thank you. No problem. All right, Damon. What's up, man? What's going on, Damon? Bradshaw. Hey, what's up? What's up? Oh, my, my, uh, my question was for uh, Preston. I'm just curious, was it disheartening that did you feel like your championship was kind of tainted by the fact that uh, James, you won over James? And also at the same time, do you think that you could have done more? Uh, I, I don't what? think my championship was. I thought the championship was better with James because right. he he, yeah, he, a... he came in. Well, and... no, I mean, what I, what I mean by that is, like, do you think you could have gone on and done more? Being the fact that you beat James, could your 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 career have gone on more? Um, then... yeah, I I don't think James had any effect on my career. I think my my career was affected by me just making dumb decisions as far as which people to ride for. <laughs> Do you, I mean, if you if you go back and look at Travis's career, um, the next year he had a factory Honda ride. I believe, did you have a, a couple good races? Like you got top five the first two races and got hurt. Maybe? Uh, no, um, you defended. You defended your title. 
No, actually, I didn't. Bubba no. won it the next. I got second the next year. Yeah, but when you no, moved you, up, to, no, but I mean, you, you, defend, you, you were in the class. Yeah, you ran the plate. You ran the, you ran the yeah, one I ran plate. the number right. one plate, and, right. bu- and Bubba beat me that but year. But when you moved up to the 450, you had a couple really good rides the first couple you races. You went like five right? five in the first two races, right? Uh, no, that was 05. I was okay. actually hurt, oh. and I struggled a little bit in Supercross that year. But you know, I, but Tim, I, Timmy was right ahead of you. <laughs> I, I, outdoors, I, I beat Timmy. When I walked that 125 west. Uh, debate like you won that championship there was no excuse for james losing it so like i i, I i'm curious if like you ever question in your mind if like you could have gone on and, and done like you know carried it on versus like because when it comes to conversation it just seems like james keeps talk he's being talked about more than you are do you lose sleep over it at night? Pretty much. Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> are, you happy, are you happy with your career? Um, I, I'm I'm very fortunate that that I had a career. Um, but I definitely thought my career could have been a lot better, and I think that's one of the reasons I got into coaching was I want to help riders uh, make better make better decisions. All right. Thanks, Damon. Right. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, Steve. With, right, the, thank with the money that you you made, mm-hmm. could you do you have to work? I do, yeah. So you See, pe- people, and, I, and I, I was naive about this too, to retire at 30 years old, it takes a whole lot of money. <laughs> it's crazy how much money it takes to retire, and I thought I had a lot of money. Yeah. And financially, I, I'm good, a lot better than most people probably. Did you have money left? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and I still to this day have a great retirement. Right. But um, I'm 37 years old. And it's not in, like it's let's young, yeah. let, let's yeah. say let's say if, if if I was sixty fifty five yeah, yeah no problem right. Right. but I'm thirty seven so so you uh, got to still live your life and still have bills and you still have things yeah to take care of yeah because I'm so young still donkey ne- bunny needs food yeah I mean I have to buy hay <laughs> right right hay, yeah, hay costs money hey Harold you there donkey got to eat hey yes Steve what's Happy up two hundredth buddy thank you man I appreciate it you've been there for all two hundred. No, shit, I wish, man. I, I discovered your show, unfortunately, way too late, man. I, I only discovered your show a little over a year ago. Oh, bro, you got to get back into the archives so you can listen to Watson's <laughs> Gold. Oh, I know. I want to listen to, what is it, 136 with uh, Tony Alessi? Is that what it is? Yeah. 134, something like that? We need to get yeah. Tony back on. Yeah, man. Uh, I definitely Call him, will. Kiefer. He loves you. Kiefer claims we could get him on. All right, we get him on. I bet you you 20 bucks you can't get him on. No. Not tonight, but I bet you I'd get him on. Don't think so? That's a good challenge. Okay. (laughs) All right, Harold, what's up? Uh, My question, Steve, if you were an active factory mechanic today. I'd be taking riders to the top, Harold. I know, I know. (laughs) And, uh, And you were given a free pass to break one production rule and run any true, like, pre-1985 real factory part modification or material, you got to pass to do one change, what would it be and why? Mm, good question. Good question. You know, um, wait. a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff, yeah, um, I guess break the weight limit, but, geez, those KTMs are below them right now. You know, right. uh um, I mean, I'd say uh, the fuel pump that the old HRC bikes had them, but now there's fuel injection, so you know we're all good on that end of things. Um, it's a good question, and uh, the new bikes are. That's why part of me loves the four strokes, and 
And I don't get the people who love two-strokes so much because I love the tech that these new four-strokes have. I mean, we have a GPS and a digital mapping and, uh, and, and custom maps for different parts of the track. And uh, um, it's incredible what the guys are doing in the technology nowadays, and I love that, man. It's cool. Whereas, you know, uh, yeah. Yamaha is, and KTM are trotting out, you know, 15-year-old two-strokes, and people are freaking out about them. Hey, All new. I, hey, <laughs> I think the one thing that I would change if I could go and do it is the fuel. Go back to yeah. Uh, I thought about that. Yeah, go back to the letter. I would change the sound. Sound and fuel. It's bullshit. Mm. Yeah, I, I was looking at Phil's exhaust. His exhaust was so long compared to what I have on you know my bike at right. home, and I and, and and I asked Patrick why, and it's past sound. They keep making the sound lower and lower. They and fucking go to the monster yeah. trucks, and it's loud as shit. What's the? Di- I don't understand that. Why? Well, is I mean, that? you can't hear anything anyway, so what does it matter? Like, right. not quiet enough to hear anything. And well, like I said, the monster trucks are in the same stadium yeah. the next yeah. weekend, and right. they have just straight headers. But I think the monster truck is a short burst of noise, and then it's quiet, and then you can hear the announcer. I've never been to a monster jam. So is they're that the like reason? Just, is, that the, like, true, true, is that the reason why they do it? Is because you can't hear the announcer? I don't know. No. No. The whole thing started with the EPA and all that. Yeah, stuff with F- the, isn't the FIM rule? FIM's even F-I-M, stricter. Yeah. Yeah. They're 96 yeah. or uh, whatever. What are we at? 98 now? Or I don't know. Yeah, well, we're, the, at, we're, at bunch, we're at where a bunch of people still still fail and they pass them anyways. That's where we're at. <laughs> Welcome exactly. to the AMA. <laughs> you know. Uh, all right. Thanks, Harold. Man, appreciate it. Good question. Yeah. Thanks, Chief. We're right. at the point now where they don't stand on the side of the track and pull people off practice and go up. Your your time's gone because you right. didn't pass down. Uh, let's do the uh, voicemails, uh, 702-586-7857. You can call anytime and listen to – leave a voicemail. We had like 37 voicemails this week, but uh, I narrowed mm-hmm. it down to uh, just a, a select few. So let's listen to this, uh, and uh, you can call anytime. Hey, there, uh, Steve and whoever else there. It's up. Uh, Daryl from Canada, hey, uh, it's pretty cold up there, minus 12 degrees Celsius. You do the math. Uh, so I just want to call in and say a little something about their Ryan Dungey. Pretty much a honorary Canadian boy. He probably could skate on the outdoor rinks here up there in Canada if he wanted to, I guess. But uh, uh, good to see the kid get the win. He uh, rode pretty good. I'd say uh, he'd throw on a toque and uh, race up here in the snow if he could. I think he could, yeah. I think this guy's much. friends with your brother uh, anyway, for sure. Uh, Evan, Devin there, yeah, just, uh, don't yep. worry about the not reading and stuff like that, uh, Canadian school system fucked me pretty good, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> alright, thank you, that was a good one, oh, yeah. that guy's representing Canada, I don't know if that, that could strong. not, that's probably a joke, but that might not be. No, that's <laughs> not a joke. That's no, I think it's a joke. I'm, I'm 60% sure that's a joke, but that could 40% chance that could be just the guy, way the guy is. I, I hope that's real. No, I think he's yeah. drunk, and he called in. And yeah, that's what yeah, we got. Yeah. All right, oh, next. yeah, you know it. Hey, Steve and Jason. Uh, Brad up here from uh, Canada. Just wanted to call in uh, on the, uh, the week before your 200th show. And uh, just thank you, man, all of the hard work that you do Damn tracking straight. down these yep. guests <laughs> and uh, great questions, awesome bench racing, mm-hmm. and uh, hours and hours uh, of free content that uh, I, I honestly supply uh, this industry with a lot of great mm-hmm. knowledge and uh, mm-hmm. just laughter. I, I'm either Pioneer. laughing or mm-hmm. uh, nodding to myself that that's a pretty good point. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just keep it up. I, I love the show. I love. Are you getting this, Watson? Yes. Okay. I love all the uh, the co-hosts. Keeper's great. TV's great. Uh, Thomas is always uh, when you guys get into it is awesome. So uh, don't hang up too long. 
but uh, yeah, just keep it up, guys. Uh, great work, and uh, we'll see you again. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Steve. Great show. Hey, AC was awesome. And did such a drastic change from Kiefer's a good dude too, but like he comes in and every other word of his mouth is an F bomb or something. AC keeps it nice and clean and classy. Anyways, Kiefer needs to tone it down. I don't think you wow. swear that much. I, I, Do there, was, you? there was one actually. I drove home one night after the show. And I told Heather, I go. I said the F word a lot that show, and I was like, that's abnormal. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it okay. was abnormal for me that show. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, you do drop some F-bombs. Right. But I, not. I think it's appropriate. And You're sometimes... still way behind this guy. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Am yeah, I we'll... doing better? Oh, yeah. Killing oh, it. Oh, tonight? Yeah, on the show. Absolutely. Hashtag can we, can we go it. to the scoreboard? Yeah. Hashtag killing oh. it. Yeah. Anyways. Sit down. Just chill out. Right. I'm chilling out. I kind of like to listen to the show around my kids a little bit if I can. But Good job. I don't even bother when he's on. But asshole. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Probably doesn't matter what I think anyway. Uh, he, he, like then, he, then he says, it probably doesn't matter what I think anyways. Yeah. That guy called in again later on. I didn't play it. And he said you did a better job on the next show. Yeah. So he recognized. It's probably that one show I the just one that threw you, it down. Yeah, yeah. The one you thought. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we just got word that drunk Canadian, it was, it was a joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, on Twitter? Yeah. Bummer. Confirmation. Yo, Steve. This is Dave. <laughs> I heard your rants on your wrist line, and uh, I am one of the people who bag on you about it. And I'm calling in to let you know that, yes, I do drive a truck. I do not have a Honda Civic. I've owned many trucks. I bought a brand-new Chevy Duramax and sold that. My family expanded, and I didn't need a dumb diesel, so I bought a GMC Sierra. Gets 24 miles a gallon, has a fuck ton of horsepower. It's a quad cap leather, and I don't need a trunk because I'm not a pussy. Why have a truck? Trunk. You'll buy an SUV. My wife has a Tahoe if I want a trunk. So that's my rant. You got your rant. I'm giving you my rant. Whatever, whatever, bro. Suck it. (laughs) Truck doesn't even have a damn frame. Dumb. It doesn't have a frame. What? It doesn't. He's talking about the the unibody design Uh, that the Honda. Is that what it's called, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, unibody design where it's not two sections; it's one frame that the truck frames the body sits on. Everyone that works at Honda drives one of those. Ridgeline's rule, bro. Like I get it that you don't like the way they look. They do look a little different. That's one of the reasons why I liked it because it. Driving a Toyota or a Ford, hey, look, eight million people drive Toyotas and Fords. I like the Ridge Lines and the way they look, and they're cool. And oh yeah, no, those things so. are dangerous with the frame thing. What do you mean? Oh, oh. <laughs> and uh, and I hope that this this jerk off uh, goes and uh, uh, has his family in his truck in his uh, four door oh, crew. What? Don't. Are you going to go there with the family, like, get in an accident? No. Oh. Keeper. <laughs> man, I thought you were going to, like, Bro. holy crap, yeah. man. I hope you f- have a crash and your right. thing blows up. You want to see what your frame's like? Go crash your family somewhere. No. I hope this jerk-off has his family in his truck and therefore has no room in his truck for groceries or whatever, precious paintings, whatever you want, and it pours like hell on him and he doesn't have his trunk and i have my shit and it's dry as fuck and he his shit is fucked because his family's in the truck and then the frame cracks on the way home so i just hope and one day he will go well that's a great idea i wish i had a trunk so great that they discontinued your truck right 
It's okay. coming back. Coming back. Yeah. Have you seen the spy photos? <laughs> yeah, Jody got some. No, they're spy photos. <laughs> and here's what pisses me off. They're spy photos of the 2016 Ridgeline. But you know the, the, the piece that goes from the cab to the bed? It goes like in an angle? The new one doesn't have that. And I like that. So it's a straight like It's yeah. a straight looking thing. And I don't I like the way that thing goes. That definitely made the Ridgeline unique. <laughs> it, it did. It unique meaning cool. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> uh, okay, let's. I, let's I don't get... like the frame on the thing. I'm just okay. Well, you, you I like my trunk, so <laughs> yeah, whatever. Fuck that frame. Not truck either. <laughs> and it's yellowest of rain, and um, I was thinking, Kenny's dad looks like he's from the future. I think it's the shades. Battery looks like a Terminator. Kind of does. Um, definitely, that's what I've noticed. And then another thing, I uh, I think they should. Stop waving the blue flag. You know, those guys are in the race. They belong there. And no, they may not be running the top speed, but the top guys should be able to go around them. It's like passing anyone else. It's part of the race. And, um, you know, everyone's got to go through them if you're in the front of the pack. So I don't see the need to wave them off, you know, wave them out of the way. They're doing their thing. They're still racing for position. It is what it is, you know. Get rid of the get rid of the blue flag. That's that's my. Yeah, sometimes they don't know the leaders defense. are coming Brady up. Raining yellow. James will be back, and when that day comes, the sun will shine. Love this guy right here. Hey, the he wouldn't be. Rain will pour. Uh, uh, he wouldn't be saying that if uh, Stewart was racing and got caught up with a lapper. He'd be freaking raining. Paul, That's get rid point. of the yellow blue flags or no? No, no, heck no. I mean, I, both, Kiefer and I both looked at him like he was crazy when I first started saying it, and then I was like, oh, that's a good point. But the point of the blue flag is, like the old, like Duke okay. used to say, there's a race going on and you're not in it, right? <laughs> I know. But it, as, it, his it's pony, just, as his ponytail yeah, exactly, side to side exactly. in the sunlight. So, hey, it, it, nah, Preston, I, blue flag, yes or no? you got to have it. Absolutely. Okay, what about this? What about taking it to the next level? And I've heard some industry people talk about this. You get the blue flag, you pull off. Your race is done. Yeah. You're marked at whatever position you are. No, that's lame. Oh, that's okay. I'm lame. just just okay. Know what I know it's fun to watch if you're you're a fan on at home watching TV is watch the race after the blue flag. Like the, there's there are two or three guys getting lapped. By, uh, oh, yeah. They They'll slam the shit out of each other yeah. you know, for their eighteenth night. It's, it's fun to watch. Kyle Lewis was the king of that. The king yeah. of like <laughs> tucking in behind MC yeah. or whatever and yeah. being yeah. like, bro. Did you ever see notice yeah, that? Yeah, it's 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 a special technique. It yeah. is, but Lewis was good, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. right. He was. I told Kenny that like after the race, I'm like, dude, just think if you would have like stayed like the the leaders came when you got up and you were riding with him, and then they gapped you, you you just slowed Kenny, down. What are you, what? Kenny Roxon? Oh, in Oakland. Okay, yeah, yeah, like if Sorry, he just would have was... stayed right there, he would have picked up at least four or five other positions because those guys automatically they would have got the blue flag. Yeah, you think it's he's. I was thinking was... about that. I, it's yeah. hard to do. Malcolm oh. tried to do it this weekend. It's happened at and nationals. Gave up. It's happened at nationals. I've it, seen it, it. It's yeah. a gnarly, rare talent if yeah. you can do it because you're out of the race, you're out of the zone, you're you're all pissed off, your bike's right. maybe bent up. If you can do what Malcolm tried to do, and he f- eventually gave up on it, which most guys do. I think that's bitching because, and yeah. I'm trying to think of an example of somebody that has done it. Like you said, somebody's done it at nationals. Kyle Lewis. People have done it at nationals. I don't remember. No, no, no. I'm talking about up, yeah. like a top guy tucking yeah, yeah, in and no, just cold trickle. Just yeah, yeah just shadowing I, the leader. I, I yeah. want to say, just, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a top guy, but I swear Paul Carpenter did it one race where he was like fourth. He let the top three go, then tucked in behind and was fourth, but lapped it's down and so got, got rare, all the way but up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But it's so, the way to go. Like Kenny yeah. said, that would be the way to do it. But uh, Nick it Way's, never works. Nick Way's mad at me. He texts me today. He's not happy. Why? Uh, I brought specifically up him his name up to Kenny in a post-race interview about costing him some time. Yeah, he says he's going to go talk to him. Yeah, well, Nick didn't feel like, you know. Why? Kenny was up. already going to go talk to him. It's all good. Yeah, he's mad that I brought that up. Specifically singled out him. He was the one holding Kenny up. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the media guy. I'm just trying to tell you what I faced. And he didn't go- do it on purpose. He just was not. in the wrong place, wrong and time. And I never deal. said that. Nobody would ever think that he would do that on right. purpose. Nick Way is awesome. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go now when I see him. Ken Roxon wins, or Way gets in the way. <laughs> Good one. Future headlines. Contribution well, over there. Nice not, contribution. Not well. really future headlines because it already happened. This week's headlines, <laughs> Cycle News, new subscription. Are we going to do voicemails? I'm waiting for you to finish this awesome lead-in. I'm new <laughs> subscription, and then what were you going to Are we say? doing voicemails? I was just kind of just figuring out what you were oh, doing. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Because you were going all to the right. Keep going. Hey, Steve. I was calling to tell you about uh, ticket prices for Supercross um, in Pennsylvania, and I'm going to be driving six hours to Indianapolis for the Supercross race. It's something we brought up. Like, attendance hasn't been great. I know they're doing awesome, Paul. Everything's great. I know. But attendance hasn't been, I feel, as Dude, good in the past. 45,000 people at Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so one of the things I've heard from people on Twitter is the ticket prices have gone up this year. Now, I don't pay. None of us pay for tickets. But I guess they've gone up. I do. I pay. You pay for tickets. I, I do because rider seating sucks. Yeah. I want to go to a Supercross, and That's I want to have a good seat. I want to, like Atlanta, I go, I pay 120, 150 bucks for a good seat with a cushion on it. Club level. Club level, yes, mm-hmm. sir. And I want to have a good time watching my race. I hey, do it every Steve, year and I'm I love it. I'm blown away. I, I'll tell away you. I'll tell I you. used to do I that. Do, I do it every year. I'll tell you what. And I will for always do it. my family and myself to watch. And I'd sit up there with my radio on. I'll tell you what. Up I above know, where we watch practice. I can promise you, once we get to Atlanta and Dallas and all those places, the attendance will be good. Because. This, Anaheim 1 was all right. Yep. And everything, it's so saturated. Anaheim out there. 2 was not. No, no. because Oakland they were just not. there a week before. Two right. weeks well, before. But in the past, Anaheim 2 would sell out. Was Phoenix Was Phoenix good? I didn't think so. That was okay. It was okay. I mean, I've been was... going there for. Anyways, the point is, we were talking about it, wondering why, and a lot of people hit us, hit us up that the ticket prices have been jacked up. So yeah, they have this been. is sort of a, a, a cursor to that. And but I, I, this pro- is what this is what the deal is. I I always my producer is playing like it's skills, entertainment. So it's people plan like it, they plan for the year to go. It's an annual thing. Okay, well let's they, let's they get, go on let's vacation. Get, let's they get spend their money. So I just want to give race. you guys an idea of what why this guy way was to calling. cut me off. Right. And I went online to get my tickets, and <laughs> the lower level that would put you down here where the triples are were a hundred and seventy five dollars a seat, oh. and I thought, holy shit, that seems awful expensive. To go watch a Supercross race. So I'm in the second level up for $70 a seat, which still is not cheap, but uh, I've been a fan for many years. Used to drive four and a half hours to Pontiac, Michigan for the good old races at the Silver Dome. I missed that place. Uh, tickets back there were like 35 40 bucks. you know, sit wherever you want. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to let you know, because you guys have touched a little bit on some of the shows about how much tickets are for different races and... I didn't check the other stadiums around the country, but $175 for lower level seems like a lot of money if you're going to try taking a couple of kids with you. Also, we got a hotel that's about a block away from the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy, 
and that was $230 a night. So it's not cheap. Inflation, to, uh, bro. To go to a race when yeah, you're not... driving six hours. Hey, how about this? Night. But, man, Hold I love the second. sport, and uh, it's worth it. So love the Pulp Show. Thanks, buddy. See ya. I got good news for this guy. Yep. He's saving money on gas. <laughs> gas isn't expensive. But yeah. he just said it. He put his That's foot in so his mouth. Funny. He said, man, ticket prices are insane, but the hotels are expensive, too. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. No. Yeah, it's everything's and, going And on, in yeah. 15 minutes, he could save 15% or more on his car insurance as well if he calls. So I'm so trying to spinner? get a job there, too, or something? Always. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, Gibbs. Hey, Jake from Michigan. Uh, just listening to you and Kiefer debate the 250 class or the lights class, whatever you want to call it. Uh, two ideas. One, I think they used to do an amateur day at uh, some races on Sundays back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like I remember buddies that used to ride Sunday amateur. I did one Saturday morning of the Supercross in Georgia that? at the Fulton County Stadium. How'd you do? Uh, I got smoked, but the Robbie Renard one uh, on a KX80. Um, <laughs> but more, Saturday morning, riders meeting at 5 a.m. Seriously, they had headlights on for riders meeting. Yeah, I did a couple of one the insane. day after. It yeah. was fun. Yeah, all right. Anyways. Amateur Supercross after the Pontiac Silverdome back in the 90s. Uh, the other idea would be maybe to have, uh, it would make the program longer, but maybe to have like an amateur class where they only do, you know, maybe two races during the entire night show uh, for 250 guys that are pros that aren't necessarily someone who have the resources to follow the East or the West. You know, maybe they only do one or two of them that are close to them. Gives the fans something else, and it could replace the totally jacked-up Ricky Carmichael road to Supercross. Then they're getting experience on a real Supercross track, which is completely different than a ring across. Anyway, great show. Love everything you guys do. Kiefer, you rock. Thank you. Okay, hey, I'm... I'm uh, That's real. No, uh, put it in there. All right. I'm uh, listening to uh, episode 195, uh, 199.5, and uh, the discussion between Steve and JT about the Super Bowl bet. And there's one critical piece of information that's left out of the discussion uh, that I think tips uh, the decision on who's right and who's wrong here, and that is whether or not JT would have won said bet. If he would have lost the bet that he had wanted Steve to place, well, then he is indebted to Steve. He goes to Steve a, a, a debt of gratitude. However, if he would have won that bet, well, Steve, you're just a big jerk. He would have yeah. won. He would have won the bet, yeah. But uh, I stand by my what I did. So, how but much? Yeah. How much was he going to bet? He didn't tell me. Hey, you know what? When that I, guy asked, was... I asked him for. A, I asked. Sorry, I, I I said JT, I'm going to the casino to bet on the Super Bowl. Give me all your props, all your things, everything. I'm going today, Thursday. He's like, I don't know, man. I I can't decide. I'm out. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Make a trip to the casino. I lay down on my bets. I make my bets. He calls me. I drove back from Anaheim on Saturday night. You know, get home at like three in the morning, four in the morning. He texts me at like ten or eleven. He's like, dude, I want, can you go to the casino and make a bet for me? <laughs> I'm like, hell no. <laughs> the busiest day of the year. Like, the lineup would be so long. It's crazy. Uh, I, I don't have any sleep. I got work to do. I want to watch the Super Bowl myself. You had a chance on Thursday. You said you couldn't do it. And, dude, you would have thought that I had 
like raped his sister or something. <laughs> like he was not happy. And I'm like, dude, you had a chance Thursday. This on the phone over text. Text. Okay. He was so mad, and then he would have picked the Patriots. He would have won his bet. I mean, I'm in the right, right? Yeah. I mean, no, it's not I, like you're I, right next I door. I think a real friend would have gone down there and done it. <laughs> you're such a dick. That's what That's, I would have done. He said, "This is his comeback." I know that it's not cool, but I would have done it for you. <laughs> that's that was that's, his comeback. That's it. That's it. With absolutely zero proof. You let him down. It. it I, I think it drastically changes the story with the Patriots winning. <laughs> if the Patriots yeah, lose, no. he's not nearly as mad. No, yeah, no. That's, that's what it is. All right, Devin. Hey, I'm calling in regards to Devin and his thin skin. Guy needs to suck it up. I remember when he first got on the show, everybody was giving him shit about always saying killing it. And he said, oh, I only, I only say it because it gets on everybody's nerves. Well, now it's reverse rolled. Everyone is getting on his nerves, calling him a retard and everything else because the guy can't read. He's a dumb little kid. You mad? No, I'm not mad, but what was the point of that call? I mean, I don't care. I mean, like, he's right. The whole thing the whole thing that started killing it was a guy calling People in saying, complaining about it. I hate him saying killing right. it, and now it's this big thing. And then last week we had a guy call in and say, dude, I don't like you saying suck a dick. Well, what do you want me to do? Well, so, we, we could ease up on the sucking of the oh, dick. Oh, I have, yeah, have yeah. I said it today? Yeah, no, no, you have not. Yeah. All right. There's children listening. Yeah, you already ruined it for children. Right. So if you ruined it, why do I care? Well, because mine's only F. Yours is like sucking an actual dong. <laughs> Great radio. <laughs> All right, let's go. Suck a dick, guy. Hey, Mathis, it's Ryan from Michigan. Hi, Ryan. Uh, got a question for you guys. Maybe you could uh, debate it on the next show. I was just wondering what, what you thought. Who is more relevant in the sport today? You, Steve Mathis, or Ricky Carmichael? Um, obviously, you got your work with the uh, with Racer X. These are our listeners. Paul from show, all your podcasts. My point. Um, Paul from X website, etc. Obviously, he's co-owner of RCH. Does a little bit of TV here and there, and has the janky arena cross thing. Wonder what you think. <laughs> it I, mean, is I think it I could is argue with Steve right now. Come. Advantage Paul from X, but uh, anyway, wondering what you guys think. And then uh, one other thing, <clears> tell JT don't get too. Uh, Upset about that whole red gray hot rider thing for motocross fantasy. I actually didn't even realize uh, that the colors had changed. Uh, I've been playing it a long time, like he, him and uh, my brother and my buddies and all. Uh, all refer to the uh, bonus riders as red riders. So I knew exactly what he was talking about, and now he's confusing me when he says gray. So uh, anyway, good job, guys. Love everything you do. Talk to you later. Bye. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ricky is on TV. He's the winningest rider in our sport ever. He co-owns a team that's uh, got the hottest young rider in the team. But, yeah, I'm more relevant than him. Absolutely, with his janky show and a janky website. What the fuck? Killing it, man. God damn these Loving people. Loving you. All right. Pulp MX. Hey, it's Nate from Indiana. Hi, Nate. Two questions. One is Blake Baggett, has he changed? It looks like he changed the style of the number four on his bike. I uh, just wonder if that probably had to do with it was the military losing thing. Ricky Carmichael. I know. That's uh, for our listeners. So talk about that a little bit. What's wrong also, with that? Also, um, I'm 34. I must be getting old because it sounds like the new slang, instead of saying later, is to say just late. It sounds really weird and stupid. <laughs> Maybe I'm just old. <laughs> that anyway, just started last week. <laughs> no, I was saying late when I was a mechanic. 
don't know. Late, man. Late. Late, homie. Late? Peace. No? Catch you on the flip I side. I don't say late. I don't say it, but I think it's funny that he thinks it's new. You know what, what? I think? You know what I think? I think it's time to say late here pretty quick to this show. Yeah. I think I, it was rude. You're bogging over there. Dude, it's almost 11 o'clock. That's what we do on show 200. We go big. You didn't hear? It's a midnight edition. Five hours? We go to midnight. Six hours. Paul just did five hours. Yeah. <laughs> He's freaking out. Every dude. time Loving I come, it. the show gets longer and longer. The first time I came, he goes, oh, it's only a two-hour show. You no, just bullsh- come up. bullshit. That's what you said. Every time it's longer. There's longer, no longer. chance I said that. That's why I, that's why I quit. I'm See? Just kidding. No, it was. You were angry. How much more we got? Uh, about two minutes. No, we're done. Uh, Let's okay. take one more call for Kenny. And uh, Brad wants to ask Kenny a team question. What's up, Brad? Hey, Brad, before you, hey. st- before you uh, ask me a question, I'd like to congratulate you on the winner of – the T-shirt, the hat, and the hoodie. Yes. Congratulations, Brad. If you're going to be mean and talk crap to me, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. In fact, uh, um, a little bit uh, of uh, verbal uh, waxing of, of your dong, actually. Um, I was <laughs> basically wanted to ask you, like, basically, man, you've come from, like, very humble beginnings as a, a team manager, a mechanic, and risen to the level that you're at right now, do you ever stop and have the moment of that, like, I've made it? And, like, if you haven't had that moment, what keeps you driving forward to continue, like, innovating and, and being hungry for oh more? Because innovating. Like, a, a lot of people would, would, would stop again. and just be like, I've, I've accomplished great things already. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> well, that's kind of a... Uh... That's kind of a crazy question because the other – this is the straight-up – this is the straight-up truth. Uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about this probably like three weeks ago, and like I've never put myself on a pedestal and never said, oh, I'm better than anybody or our team's better. You know, I joke around I, – I joke around and say this, but I'm pretty humble when it comes down to it. Like I don't look at myself as any different I was when I was a mechanic. Like – Sometimes I get really bummed on myself when I make mistakes and things don't go wrong, you know, when things don't happen for the right, <laughs> yeah. the right way. So I get really down on myself, and, like, I think that I should do better. And, you know, so, and my, my girlfriend says something to me, do you ever, like, praise yourself? Do you ever think, like, look where you've come from? And, you know, I really, like, haven't done that. And sometimes I think I need to think, like, you know, in my career I think I've, it's I've come a long ways, you know. Some people hate me, some people like me, whatever. There's nothing I could do about that. But you know, every day I wake up and I just try it's to do excellent. the best I can do um, <laughs> in life. You know, I'm a you know I have a daughter now. You know, I I can't do the things I used to do and act like an idiot. And you know, I have to you know try to do the best I can. It's like it's I was telling someone this story this morning. Like I was reading this interview this woman in this uh, magazine on the way out here and it said when she was in school her dad used what to tell to her Kenny? her dad used to tell her hey do a world class job at your homework and she would say well it's just homework he's like well do the best you can do and be the best you can do so she did it she got a job she was working when she was going to grad school she was working at like a law office you know printing copies and her dad asked her, are you doing a world-class job? And she goes, well, all I'm doing is making photocopies and stapling them together. Well, the next day she went to the printer and she said, okay, I have to be the best printer. Print these the best than anybody can, so I have to do a world-class job. 
Well, what I was trying to get at, what she was saying is her at- attention to detail of what she does on a, in her daily business is she gives it a world-class you know, effort. effort at what she's doing. And that's pretty much what I've always tried to do. Maybe not a world-class effort because I have a lot of shortcomings and I have a lot of defects of character for myself. Continental. But, exactly. But Cont- I just try to get better at my Cont- job. Continental and, effort. You know what? I never just say, you know what? We made it and put my feet up because – there's there's no egos on our team. You know, we have, you know, everybody knows who's involved and no one talks about flying private and what they have and how much money they have. It's all towards that common goal. And that's what, what I'm deep. about and the team's about. And it's like, you know, Carrie Hart could say, oh, yeah, I live at this and I do that and I'm married to this person. and But he doesn't. Ricky could do that. It's all, it's like we're all the same guy we were 20 years ago. You know, we're just all broke privateers going to the race, but we're not. But we still have that mentality, if that makes sense. Did he give you this speech, Preston, in 99? I was just sitting here thinking, like, how Kenny has changed. People say people don't change. Kenny Watson sounds like a perfect example. I've never heard such um, <laughs> insight <laughs> and, and knowledge. Words. Yeah, well, from yeah. Kenny Watson. I'm well, blown Steve away. Steve Mathis will just want to laugh at me and say, oh, you're full of shit. You're just a douchebag. But that's okay. I didn't, I didn't that was a that. true statement and – that was really good. He, he shotgunned a Red Bull when you guys weren't looking. <laughs> no, he's, all, that, he's got a second win now. Short. Sh- Excellent. Well, uh, thanks for answering my uh, my question there, and uh, I'll leave you guys uh, to finish off the show. Great show, guys. All right, Brad, show. stay on hold. Uh, hey, Brad, I'll get your information. Thank you, buddy. We'll get you that stuff oh, out uh, to you ASAP. RCH, thanks, Jimmy John's uh, Soaring Eagle, uh, Soaring Eagle uh, uh, complete wear. Uh, he I just it. got a text from Sage. He said him and Shorty are going to bed. It says the show's too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We but we did two shows last week. Nine hours, right. a pulp show. People loved it. Couldn't get enough. Uh, that's it. That is a wrap. Uh, show two hundred of the Pulp Mech Show. Talk to you and, in another hundred shows. And all four of you guys <laughs> were a big part of why why we got here. And uh, and I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll keep on going. Thanks to our great sponsors, of course. And. Uh, thanks to you guys, the listeners, man. It's been uh, it's been a ride, and we're hoping to keep giving you uh, more interactive uh, moto personalities each and every week, talking about this beautiful sport that we follow that is uh, just killing it and doing so well. Thank you, Feld. Thank you, Feld. Thank you, Feld. Uh, uh, Paul, thank you for coming. Uh, hey, I hope you have a blast, man. In all man. seriousness, no, I had a great time, and yeah, thank you. I'm yeah. humbled. It's cool I was, for you I to I told in. everybody I was flattered you, you, you brought me in, and... Uh, I'm just I glad you got, got, got on a flight. That's a lot of big commitment. Yeah, no, Come I was, on up. That was, was a big question every time I asked you. Yeah. Is Paul coming? Is Paul coming? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. well, he's. I was in from the moment you called me. I was yeah, pumped. No, yeah. yeah, no, no I, was... I was honored. Yeah, but thank he, you. But Kenny was just wondering if you were going to make the flight. Oh, I was all over. Everyone's it. like, you going to badger Paul? I'm like, no. Uh, I know Paul. And Watson, you, you've been on a few times since you left the show, and I hope you keep wanting to come back. Uh, it's always a fun and time. Show and, me the money. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great time. And Kiefer, awesome. Always, as always, great. Thanks, Thanks for, for having up. me. Yeah, and Preston, thank you, man. I always uh, enjoy. I, I wish you'd come up more. Yeah, well, right. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I will. As long as Chris, you know, lets me ride with him in the car. <laughs> we have, we have Put, good conversations. I know, I know. Right. How long, for the record, how long does it take you to drive? Pookie's trying to tell me it's like three hours to where you guys live. I can yeah. make it I can make it to Ontario in three hours from here. Three and a half. It's two and a half hours home. Two and a half, okay. Yeah. That's a long hike. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, They're and, literally uh, desert donkeys. <laughs> thanks to uh, uh, Swiss Corps, too, a big part of this show, a big part of Pulp Mex. Uh, Moser, uh, Blazer, all those guys that uh, help me out with the show. And, uh, and Swizzy. 
<laughs> it's great. Fantastic. It's going well. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTM Parts Express.com, Black Ops Moto, Gibbs, are we done? Is that a wrap? And Feld Motorsports. <laughs> you know Wrapping it, it up. Uh, thanks, thanks Brader. Thanks, thanks Gibbs. Gendro. Gibbs, thank you. you. Gotta rule. <laughs> Best out there, bro. Gibbs, thank you for your uh, 55 shows and counting of the 200. Oh, hell yeah. I think. I appreciate it. I'm not done. <laughs> you heard the mic. <laughs> I know. I'm not done. Kenny's done. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. See ya. Something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do. Playgirl magazine and I did it I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine I, I mean spread man I pulled my butt apart and stuff and I was totally nude and it was weird I I mean you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho but I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho